Legendaires, and welcome to RPG Digest. Yeah, that's my manly voice. Go figure that one out. In this live stream formatted podcast, we discuss tabletop role playing games and comment on the RPG hobby as a whole. We are some of the best commenters ever. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You don't have to believe it, just know it. I am John Maxley Auschlow, your favorite, most cherished curmudgeon, critic, and judge. I was told I'm not allowed to say executioner anymore, but I don't think that's fair. Along with me is the usually more reasonable and centered Brett, heathen dog Grissomer. How are you today, Brett? I'm doing all right. Thank you very much. I hope everyone's doing well. And uh, I hope uh, hope today uh, is a good day for everybody. Um, I got a fresh blanket of snow overnight, so it looks all so pretty outside. Yeah. And I don't have to go anywhere. So there you go. Just I can It can just be pretty and not be annoying. So that's nice. All right. Would you like okay. to mention I our would. surprise? Yeah. That's right. And with us today for the second time. Well, is, uh, Aaron, first time on the stream. First time on the stream is uh, Aaron the Pedantic. Say hello. How's it going, everybody? Oh, yeah. He right. goes into radio voice. You hear that? I know. I know. <laughs> Immediately, he's got to beat us both. Like, oh, no. Oh, it's competition now. <laughs> uh, it's pure, purely reflex. Purely reflex. I, I want to learn that reflex. So we're going to have to go through a training class with me on that one because I have the high squeaky voice. I got the anime girl voice. Uh, I, I, look, everybody gotten, uh, says, oh, no, Max, that's not true. Everybody's like, yep. <laughs> I love this show. I hate both of you, though. Uh, oh. <laughs> anyway, So, well, let's start with our guest. So how was your week, sir? Dead. Oh, man. Busy as hell. Busy as hell. Uh, a lot of AD&D, a uh, bit of DCC last night. Uh, old school essentials, a lot of fun though. See, people are laughing at me. <laughs> well, that sounds like fun. I don't play anything right now because uh, I'm I'm such a jerk and curmudgeon. I refuse to talk to people. No, I uh, I don't like playing online. I, I just don't have the time to be honest with you. Is really what it comes down to. I don't have the time, but uh, I just don't have a, an interest of playing online. Although Heathen Dog may have something to say about that in just a moment here. Uh, late Dan, what? Oh, uh, you got some comments. I don't know if you're watching comments here, Aaron, but uh, apparently, uh, he says you're late. Uh -oh. Well, we were we were four <laughs> or five seconds late in starting, oh. and uh, Dark Knight of, of Hibernia blamed Aaron like 100%, just straight out of the gate. There we and go. then, and then it's, he white knights you later on because we made fun of you for a second for your radio voice, and now he's all on your side. So, yeah, it's a uh, it's kind of a channel meme at this point about how how I'm always late. 
All right. Well, it uh, sounds like you had some fun this week. Uh, I did not, even though it was mostly a telework week. Uh, we had work issues, and I got to go in yesterday. You know, when I'm supposed to be preparing for the stream, I was at work. So, you know, other than that, this week, I don't remember much about this week. No, I wasn't drunk. I just don't remember much about this. I really don't. So, uh, yeah, oh, that's well, I got I got an update on my uh, sewage system. Oh, please tell us about sewage. That's great for this stream. <laughs> well, this is great. Uh, um, for those of you who didn't watch last week or didn't care, damn on you, by the way. Um, uh, I started to have a very, very, very slow drain. So uh, I called the plumber to, uh, to snake it out. Started snaking it out, found clay right away. And it's like, oh, no, we got to stop. Sure was clay. That, oh, pulled it out. Here you go. <laughs> clay, you, you, you want to make a bunny? You can make a bunny. It's clay. I'm like, all right, fine. Okay. So uh, what's this going to cost me? Oh, ballpark to several thousand. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Thanks. Let's, uh, let's talk to uh, the insurance company. That was a hassle. I'm not going to say who, even though I want to. I'm not going to say <laughs> who at the insurance company I had to hassle with, but... Uh, at first, uh, this person didn't want to uh, approve the claim. Finally, it happened. So uh, starting this Wednesday, they're going to start jackhammering uh, the, 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 the floor I'm in <laughs> right now. So that's going to be... So are you going to be streaming from undisclosed location? <laughs> from, <laughs> well, hopefully, although the whole jackhammering part's only going to be Wednesday and Thursday. That's... That's what they say, which means probably also Friday and Monday. And <laughs> you know, hopefully not. Cause you know, you know, they're going to get, 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 Oh, we didn't mean to break that. Well, the, the pipe's already broken. So they don't, it's uh, probably already broken. So if they break the pipe, who, who freaking cares? The Doesn't Indian burial ground, whatever. I mean, I don't okay. know. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to, they're going to jackhammer it all the way to, to the break, maybe a little further and then replace the pipe, clear out the lines, all that stuff. And uh, it's going to end up costing still, you know, the deductible. Well, hey, Crafty just helped you out. Crafty just donated twenty five dollars, and Max will be sure that twenty percent of that will, will, will get to me. Twenty <laughs> percent. <laughs> Thank you very and much, my, Crafty. And my absolutely appreciate fun. that. <laughs> sewage fun. That's gross. I mean, I mean, yes. Let's do that. Oh uh, well. All right. I, that. Uh, yeah. Okay. That sounds like a D and D adventure in and of itself, right there. If have you tried to climb down there yet with a little snake, just to see if there's anything uh, broke between you and the and the road. Uh, how much of it? Where you live? How much of it do you own? Um, I own up to up to the point where it gets to the sidewalk. When when it when it gets to between the sidewalk and the road, and then to the actual main pipe, that's where the city owns. So up to the sidewalk, I'd be responsive to, but, uh, there, there are, there are two, uh, sewage lines in my house because I have, uh, I have two bathrooms on either side of the house. Hmm. So there's two lines that run down and then they, they meet right where it exits the house. And one side has no backup whatsoever. The other side is backed up. So the break is on that side. So I still have a shower. I still have a toilet. I still have a sink. I just don't have a clothes washer, a dishwasher or a kitchen sink. That's the one that's actually broken. So, so have you um, use the snow trick I was telling you about. I I actually I actually did that. Yes, <laughs> oh, there we go. I, I I did that, and I I've been uh, I've been looking up recipes that require only one cooking pot <laughs> to, <laughs> to make all my meals. So I only have to clean one thing at a time. And uh, fun fun fact uh, in my area, 
Um, if you want to go to a coin laundry, it costs $4.50 and quarters per load of laundry. And the loads are not that big. So I paid a pretty penny the other day just to goddamn wash the things. I could dry them here, thank goodness, but had to wash them there. Clay golems. He's right. I was attacked by a clay golem. All right. Um, okay. Uh, that was... I got no words. <laughs> I got not, I've got nothing for that. Uh, normally, I have a great way of segueing into stuff, but not today. So let's go through our proclivities here. That's the word I like to use for nonsense. Um, hey, Heathen Doug, would you like to explain to Aaron the Pedantic what we're about? Sure. Or you want me to? Okay. The uh, RPG Digest is an informative, irreverent, and interactive podcast. Conversations about the tabletop RPG hobby. Truthful, but opinionated. That means that we're telling you what we think is correct. And that means technically that's part of our opinion. But we have an informed opinion. So it's a good idea to listen. And we're going to give you information you need to hear, not what you want to hear. If you're used to just just listening to your uh, whoever you uh, you know follow on Twitter and that's it, then well, this is going to be a, a bit of an open open eye situation for you. <laughs> We're not going to be an echo chamber for idiots who, you know, normally permeate this hobby and have their little blue check marks on Twitter. You don't like our commentary? That's fine. Tell us why in chat. Comment in the comment section if you're watching this on YouTube, or you can join the stream, come in, and yeah, yeah, I mean, talk, talk to us in segment three. And remember the hashtag RPGate escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and organic diversity from natural inclusion. Escapism, not representation, means you're playing in a different world. Do not purposefully bring real-world politics or socio-bullshit into a, a false, a false, different world. That's just dumb. It's bringing down the fun for everybody. Entertainment over activism. Great segue in that one. We're doing this to have fun. You play a tabletop role-playing game to play an elf, an orc, a halfling, a whatever. You don't you don't want to have, you know, you know, uh, green lives matter two campaigns in, in your, in your D and D you don't need it. You don't want it. Don't use it. And organic diversity over natural inclusion. Listen, you play with the people you can, if you are searching out females, if you're searching out African-Americans, if you're searching out Asians, if you're searching out trans people or searching out gay people, hey, if you're searching out us nerdy white boys, 40 yeah, year old nerdy white boys, searching out the same thing, searching out nerdy, nerdy white people, then guess what? That is not organic diversity. That is forced diversity. And you're, you're doing it wrong. It's you want the people who want to play. You fill up your table with people who want to play, people who are either in your area if you are playing uh uh together, which now in the in the coof era, that's probably not gonna happen. But if, if you are playing a part, then you send out a message and the first eight people or five people or how many people you want in your group join in. That's who joins in. Stop trying to parse your group. Fuck. Okay, all right. Wow. Thought I gave the spiel on that one, but he but uh, he let you know what it is, that's for sure. And uh, Saber Expert says, I'm searching out players. Well, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. All right, let's move on to the next. Where are they? Banners? What the hell are they called in this damn application? Oh, we got links. 
Oop, got to see us for a second. And now links. You can follow us on our Discord. We are not cool enough to have a Discord that says Legion Myth yet. Maybe one day. You need like 10,000 people for that, so probably not. I don't even want to know 10,000 people. That would just become cumbersome. Uh, <laughs> come on to our Discord. If you really want people to talk to you, if you want to talk to us, Discord is by far the best place. Uh, you can also check out the website right now. It is really just our YouTube videos. But with that said, uh, I do have plans. Yeah, I've been saying this for so long. I should probably just scrap these plans. But I do have plans for like blogging and some other, I don't know, stuff. <laughs> there, rules or house rules or things to talk about. But eh, that require me to not be lazy. You can follow us on Minds because uh, I think Facebook uh, is going to ban me or something. I got uh, multiple hits for hate speech this last week. And then I sent them a message today saying you should probably learn the English language a little bit because that isn't hate speech, but whatever. It's Facebook. I got Zuckerberg. Um, I'm still on Twitter for some weird reason. But uh, so if you want to tweet at us there, I think we really only use that as like an advertising space, though. Like, hey, that's what's going on. You know, biggest number of people. Really, you want to come on Minds. Uh, if you want to talk to us on a social media platform, you can follow us on Twitch. And by the way, if you hover over... Plans fail only agendas, right? Uh, if you want to hover over, if you're watching on the PC, the Twitch channel, you will see people that we like, people that we follow. Check them out. Don't leave this stream. That's just rude. But uh, go check them out and uh, let them know that Legion Myth sent you. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll get a kickback because that's how that works, right? Sure. You can, <laughs> you can obviously follow us on YouTube because, uh, you know, we're, we've got videos. And you can back us on Subscribestar or buy our stuff. I put up two new designs on Redbubble this week. I didn't think that they came out all that great. But you know what? Hey, more designs means more stuff people want to buy. And uh, we sold a cup. Yep, we sold a cup. Sweet. <laughs> this week. All right, so that's uh, that. Let's see. You can join us. We already talked about it. But if you want to join us on segment three, if you want to talk to us, or if you just, you know, if you want to ignore us and talk to Aaron, because he's our special guest for today, you can do that. We'll sit back and cry about, you know, being kicked off our own show. And we would like to thank everybody. So, we're going to start with our monetary backers, because as Heathen Dog says, we like money! So, first of all, let's thank Crafty for already donating 25 bucks to the stream. Thank you very much today. Yay! Yeah, he's, he's going to ruin my taxes next year, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, first world uh, problem. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to thank all of our Twitch subscribers, those who send bits and cheers. Really do appreciate that. Also want to thank our YouTube members. We got a, a couple new members last week over our... Uh, our discussions about the degenesis and whatnot. Uh, what, what was it that? No, it wasn't degenesis, was it? Something we were talking about, and one person like, Max, you say too many f. -bombs. Oh, that that guy came from uh, Aaron the Pedantic show. He's like, you yep. say too many f bombs. I don't know if I can like you. And then right after that, somebody said, Here, have a membership. I'm paying you five bucks a month now. I'm like, ah. So, <laughs> anyway, as our subscribe star backers and those who donate via Streamlabs and PayPal, thank you, thank you, thank you. We absolutely do appreciate it. You know, we got a lot of shenanigans here, but we absolutely do respect and appreciate you guys. Also, hey, you know what? It's that time of year where, you know, times are tough. Not everybody's got a lot of money, and sometimes you just want to chill. Uh-oh, Aaron's Pedantic bounced. I got him. Okay. Uh, where you just want to, you know, just listen. Just it's a podcast, you know, maybe you're driving, maybe, uh, maybe you're trying to watch us and, you know, we just got to slide up right now. Who knows? That's fine. Watch us, chat, lurk, do what you got to do. Please hit like and subscribe and share because you know what? That really helps out the algorithm. And people like us do not do well with YouTube algorithm. <laughs> so we definitely want to thank our chatters, lurkers, followers, subscribers. And lastly, 
Uh, if you don't want to give us money, which is weird, but, uh, you know, I mean, you're watching us. Why wouldn't you want to give it to us? But hey, if you want to give to something we believe in, you can give it to the Wounded Warrior Project. Uh, you know, they, they haven't sent me... Actually, no, they just sent me a patch or something recently. Nobody's even donated anything the last couple of months, but they're still sending me stuff. So, thanks, Wounded Warrior Project. Appreciate that. Maybe you should actually give it to the disabled vets, but hey, whatever. Uh, I'll take free stuff, right? But, uh, and as we said before, friends of the channel, you can hover over on Twitch. You can see friends of the channel. Oh, my wife. My wife just hand. It's a bumper sticker and a little patch, yes. Thanks. <laughs> All right. And disclaimers for segment two, not for now. All right. Whew. And uh, yeah, Aaron has a, has a whole lot of uh, of stuff in here saying, yay, Aaron. Aaron's cool. Aaron's great. Oh, no, we lost Aaron. Oh, we got, hi, hi, Mr. Pedantic. You know, all that <laughs> all that good stuff. So, yeah, uh, stop being more popular with the people who watch us than the, us. So stop it. You know, we, we could be more popular. We would just have to literally strip down and end this channel and start from scratch. We're, we're screwed by the YouTube, by the algorithm because of my mistakes of like three, four years ago. Oh. Well, then you suck so bad. Okay, but, yeah, I do, I do. But I do believe, <laughs> I, I, true story, this won't be on the YouTube video side of it. So, you know what? You can clip it if you want. Uh, I do believe that Aaron the Pedantic and I do believe that DM Bloodworth are actually going to pass us at some point. Of, of I, the people, hmm? oh, sorry, I was going to say I, I don't know that that's true. I I pretty much just assume that I'm I'm at my peak. It's only going to go downhill from here, and if I accept that, then I won't be disappointed <laughs> when it happens. I wish my ego would let me do that. So, <laughs> all right, let's uh let's quickly go through one other thing that I want to I want to show. I'm going to show this on the screen. Um, one of our members is making a how do I want to do? Let's do it here. Boom. boom. He has a website for Finding Gamers. Let me zoom in on this weirdness. If you want to check it out at findgamers.us. And I think we still have... Oh, it's over here. Click add convention tournament. Where is it? Uh, not just gaming, gaming group. Advance, find gamers. Vote now. Boom. Click the vote now. And we still have Forbidden Lands up there, which was requested. Hey, look at that. It was requested by me. And Astonishing Swordsman, Sorcerer, Hyperborea. So if you want to vote for those. And he's got some other votey things on there but you can find players local and online i think the online thing's new he'll yell at me if it's not true but hey you can find groups and games goes by your zip code which is oh, i'm not logged in right now, which is fun for me because i'm in germany and has very similar zip code design as the u.s so it confuses everybody yeah you know all right but you can check that out again at findgamers.us or on our um our discord here is at malish uh, how do i spell his name Nope, he's not on right now, but uh, I think it's like M-A-E-L-I-S-H or something similar to that. And you can tell me what you think of the, his site. Sweet. All right, Aaron, you want to talk about your stuff? Oh, or I have just, stuff. I do have or should, stuff. Or should, we, or should we just skip you? <laughs> no, okay. Oh, I didn't um, do it. That. Hold on. Let me let me get uh, your YouTube uh, channel. I'll just do it this. I'm going to cheat. There we go. All right. Yeah, so there's my YouTube. Uh, I do videos primarily about osr stuff but occasionally can't well, okay, honestly probably too often i comment on fifth edition um and uh i do kind of like in-depth overviews of very specific games if i feel like they're not being covered enough um i also uh have a blog where i try to target things a little bit more directly uh more productively i would say um, and occasionally I will stream th stream games on 
my YouTube and I'll usually delete it or private it because I don't want to flood people with it. And uh, sometimes I'll do it on Twitch, but I'm not really big on Twitch terribly. Oh, oh yeah. And then I also have um, a, uh, a module that I wrote, but some other time. Oh, we can talk. <laughs> hey, we can talk. Hey, shill yourself, man. It's all good. Uh, do you have a link to it? Is it on Drive-Thru RPG or something? Uh, yeah, it's on Drive-Thru RPG. If you look, I think, think it's under Pedantic Games. Oh, but, crap. Um, is uh, the uh, the uh, uh, publisher mm-hmm. title? Well, if it decides to come up, super internet you got there. It's normally pretty. Hey, mine's I'm mine's streaming been, pretty well. <laughs> yeah, mine's been complete shit lately. We can curse, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this, this isn't uh, this isn't section one yet. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. well, even in segment one, if you slip, you slip. It's not a, it's not a big deal. Okay. It's just, we okay. try not to in segment one. Um, all right. You said pedantic. Uh, yeah. Pedantic. I think pedantic games is, is what I, what I oh, have it under. There it is. Yep. Oh, there it is. Actually. First, first, uh, uh, what remains of Richter, uh, Kronkenhaus. That, that was, that was the one. Um, so as you can see, there's no art. Uh, basically it was just me saying, all right, here is me doing a, doing a writing. Uh, just here's a module. Uh, it's uh, free, but you can, you know, do the the. It's you know, pay what you want, basically. It's but it's suggested three ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. And basically, my idea was, I'm going to go ahead and put this out here. <laughs> the maps people like kind it. of look like ass. <laughs> oh, they do. They do. Yeah, uh, I yeah. That. I made I made them uh, very bare bones, but they are efficient. Uh, and this is um, this adventure in particular is a uh, haunted hospital uh, that uh, imagine if um, you have 1930s uh, Germany where they start in, uh, experimenting on super soldiers. Uh, mm-hmm. Shit gets really fucked up by a tragic accident where everybody dies for the most part or gets corrupted by the serum they've been working on. And then uh, your D&D characters, potentially, or whatever system you're using, but mostly OSR is going to translate well, um, just get sucked into this demiplane where this uh, evil doctor lady is experimenting on people. So uh, you get to to investigate it. But I had a lot of fun writing it. It was actually uh, a lot of fucking work, but um, (laughs) it's... uh, it's pretty cool. Play test went really well. So how, how did you how did you save it? Because I did a module myself that they won't let me put up on here because I didn't use uh, InDesign or whatever the hell the other one was that they wanted. Oh uh, shit! I, I I don't I don't even know. I just uh, <laughs> I fought with it for a while and eventually it took it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. Maybe that's what I'll do. All right, <laughs> and then we will move on to one more. Unless you've got more than this, this is uh, your if, if uh, this is your blog, right? Yep, that's the one. Okay. Zoom in on that a little bit. Boom, look at that. And you got bloggy posts. Uh, the problem with initial... Oh, we're going to have to talk, I think. This goes <laughs> the direction I think it's going to go in. Don't do uh, it pro- pro- Probably not. <laughs> pro- probably not. This is actually saying I kind of like the, uh, you know, roll every round. Uh... Uh-oh. Did we lose him? Nope, he's there. He's just not talking. Nope. Nope. He froze. Lost. Yep, he's frozen. Oh, sh- oh, oh, he looks like oh, you're he's back. back. Oh, no, no, he's not. He's back for a second. <laughs> now he's not. Oh, now he's back again. I see. I see him. He's moving. He's moving. There's no, no sound. Oh, you can't hear me? Yes, now and we now, can hear you. Now we can. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, well, well, shit. He heard, so uh, uh, every round. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, weapon speed and all that kind of stuff. Especially if you're using virtual tabletop, there's not much reason not to because you just click a button. This initiative is dumb. Changed my mind um, because combat is a scrum. It's random. You, the same person doesn't go first every time. That's nonsensical. And any anybody that says it slows down the game is either an idiot or doesn't know how to play. There you go. That's a simplistic one. We can talk more in segment two about that. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Absolutely. Three. There you go. Yeah, come on and talk to me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Anything else you would like to promote? I'm sorry. I didn't actually do the link to your blog. I'll put, I'm going to put that in the chat right now. So I did I did your... Um, Website. I'm yeah, sorry, uh, your YouTube page. Your YouTube. And, and now this is uh, the blog. Oh. And I, I guess the, the only other thing that I would promote is the only thing that actually could make me money is so uh i made a t-shirt it's um on teespring uh it, you could probably google it it's uh the only good bard is a dead bard is uh the uh wait a minute the, did you steal my shirt <laughs> what did you did you have no, one like i have i have goblin uh, the only good oh, goblin okay, is a dead okay. goblin okay uh so yeah it says the only uh good bard is a dead bard and it has a picture of william shakespeare <laughs> Uh, animals are not ingredients. Oh, wait, that's not yours. Okay, uh, get your rainbow on. No, I'd rather not. Uh, kiss. It's cats with the kiss logo. Neat. Uh, I'm trying to see, is there a search function on this damn page? I don't, I don't, I don't even know, to be honest. Well, go to Teespring and you uh, can find his stuff, because I don't see a search right now and I don't want to log in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I include links on my videos to oh, it. there you go. So. I'm waiting for mine to come in. Mine will come in on Thursday, they say, but I don't believe them. My, my favorite shirt is sitting over there. I'm going to wear it one time. I don't know why I don't. I should. I don't want to wear it, but there's my uh, sensitivities and safe spaces, tampons of the coast. Did I show that to you before or no? No, I don't think so. I didn't? Oh. Really? I thought you did. You can get this on a Redbubble store. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. And I bought one right away just in case they take it off because I've had shirts kicked off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not politically correct. All right. So, okay, are we missing anything in chat? Because uh, other than that... Uh, Apparently, no one likes bards. According to <laughs> chat. <laughs> oh, I just saw your comment. Uh... That's weird. Yeah, you should. Well, if you have anything you want us to post, like links or whatever, just let us know. But we'll get them up there for you. I mean, hey, you're you're on here to be our guest, so if you want to shill anything, go ahead. I appreciate it. Was it. Funny. it was funny when Grim was on. He's like, "I'm not good at shilling." I'm like, "All right, we'll do it for you. I don't care. <laughs> What's your <laughs> website?" You know. So, okay. So, uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. By the way, the whole point of this uh, this show slash channel is to not be an echo chamber. So it's totally okay that you're wrong and don't agree with me. It's okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Are we ready? Anything else we want to get out uh, before we go into segment one? Or do we want to start jumping? Or do we want to make a character for Degenesis? Let's do that. Okay. I know most people just want to see us talk with Aaron the Pedantic. So probably like, can you just get through this quickly? Well, maybe we can. Here we go. Look at that. The nice little uh, uh, thingy. I can't even talk. Thumbnail. There you go. That's where English. It's my friend <laughs> for Degenesis. And today we are going to create a character for Degenesis. Maybe even two characters, depending on how quickly we get through the first one. You're probably like, what do you mean two? There's no way you could have time for that. Well, watch me. 
Mostly because I'm so unprepared for this that I'm going to skip everything important. All right, let's go. <laughs> That's unwise. <laughs> You're probably right. Okay, so this is uh, we're going to do the online character generator. And I can't zoom in on it anymore. I tried to, so hopefully you all can see that. Um, I did do the heathen dog thing, and I made some slides for a character I've already created, but uh, I've decided, actually, hold on. You know what? I can show you that, but I have to log in. I said I have to log in. There we go. Uh, we heard you. I know, but it didn't. The website... Okay. There we go. Well, at least oh, no mention the game last night. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get to that, Crafty. Oh, don't worry. Actually, you should mention that. Uh, well, yeah. Let's uh, since we're in segment one right now, we'll do them between segment one, and segment two. Yep. And uh, okay, now I can share the screen again. And so what we're gonna do? Yes, that's my real name. Oh no, I've doxed myself. You know what it is already. So I created a character. Uh, this was the character I was gonna show. But that's actually Maximilian Liao from Battletech. Yeah, because it's the only picture I have on my computer of stuff like that. So, But uh, this is what it's going to look like in the end. God, that is really tiny for you guys. And I can't yep. zoom in on it. But you can see big red dots, right? So, there you go. This is what we're going to end up with today. Something similar to this. Except for this section right here, this legacy section. We are not doing that because that comes in an expansion book. And okay. I haven't gone through that book at all. So Question. Yep. Uh, at the end of this character generator, is there a way to print out your character? Uh, yes. Well, and, you can uh, and, save and, it as a PDF. And and have it be in the format that's in the back of the book type thing? Yes. Okay, good. All right. Yep. Just so, to make sure that everyone has the same kind of character sheet if you do yep. it online or manually. So, uh, I don't know where that is. Crap, I don't remember where this is, so I'm going to have to go the hard way. Uh, do, do character generator. Does it keep me logged in when I do this? There we go. Ah! That's normal. Oh, it's normal? All right. And it did keep me logged in. Good. So I can save it to my... So there are six steps to character creation in DGenesis. And maybe those are the notes I should have had in front of me. The first thing you do with your... There. The first thing you do... And uh, we're going to open up the book. I, I was debating whether I should flop back and forth between the PDF or not, but I'm not going to. Because it would be a lot of flopping. I don't want to flop. Uh, this, the first thing you do is you pick your culture, your concept, which we didn't really talk a lot about concepts. I think we touched on them last week yeah, in the well, game mechanics stuff, but... We touched on them a little bit at the end of each cult. Yes. At the end of each cult, it... it but we didn't uh, discuss that they were examples. concepts. Yeah, it, it, it gave examples of, of, of characters and their concept within the cult, but we didn't really uh, explain it. All right, Crafty, sounds good. Thank you very much again, sir. Always appreciate you being here and uh, your support of us. And uh, hopefully you can listen for work. So what we're going to do is we're not going to fill in this section here. I should actually move this over to the other screen. Otherwise, I'm going to be looking sideways all the time. And apparently that makes people cry. Uh, so we're going to fill this stuff in when uh, basically when we're done and we're not doing expert mode because we're starting with a basic character so if you remember from heathen dogs culture episode we have a bunch of cultures we have borka franca Pollen. actually Balkan. that one that one was yours was that one mine oh yeah, yeah so you, you did, did you did the cults you did, did the cults. Cults, right. hyperspania i think it's pugare i'm not sure and africa so i'm gonna let you guys pick let's see what chat has to say which which cult and you by the way aaron and heathen dog you both get a vote in this as well uh, which uh, 
Which culture would you like to see? Mm. And what it seems like uh, pops up the most, please don't spam chat, but uh, that's what we'll go with. Hmm. Well, when I, when I did my cults thing, Hyperspania was the bad guy in at least two of the histories of the cults. So I don't want to do them. Uh, I'm going to choose Borka. Okay, so we have one for Borka. Some, we got one for Africa, and we got one for Russian, which would be uh, Holland. That'd be the closest. Actually, Russia, they don't really talk about Russia. So, Noro picks a girl. That's not a culture! <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Noro's my wife. Uh, so we got... Okay, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, so uh, we'll go with the two that actually exist. We have Africa and Borka. You know what? I've made a few Borkins, so I'm actually going to go with chat on this one, and let's go with Africa. Okay. I haven't done that yet. So what happens? Now, by picking your culture... Yes, culture. By picking your culture, you get these attribute bonuses. Now, let me be very clear about these attribute bonuses. They do not add anything. They only increase your potential maximum. So, I now have a potential maximum intellect of, I probably should have said this before, let's backtrack a little bit. See, this is what happens when I'm not scripted. <laughs> you normally can, you have one in every attribute. If I scroll down here, you're going to see it a little differently. Oh, because I have to continue, never mind. Um, you're going to see one in every attribute. Already, one red block. And then you're going to see two more empty blocks. And then a bunch of faded out blocks. For skills, you're going to see zero in the blocks and then two empty blocks, and then the rest are faded out. Empty blocks means you haven't put points into it. Faded out means you can't put points into it, and red means there's a point into it. Well, all the attributes start at one, right? Well, you can add a maximum of two more. So from between one and three. So I could have, uh, this says intellect body, so we'll go an agility of one, two, or three. Well, now I can have an intellect of one, two, three, or four, because you can add one to the potential maximum. You'll see that in a moment. Same with these skills. All right. So let's hit our continue here. And you can see the little Africa thing there. And let's look. Oh, look. Body allows one more. Agility is still a three. Charisma is still a three. But intellect and body are fours. That's what the bonus means. We still have not spent our points, and we have to look at our skills. So, next is our concept. So, what is the concept? Actually, I'll be honest with you, I don't like doing concept before cult, but... Uh, what's chat saying? Oh no, biggest uh, field day with you, how are you afraid? I don't care. <laughs> they can... If that's the only thing they've got to complain about with me, eh, I win. Um, so, I know a lot of you probably haven't seen the original videos or don't know much about Degenesis. So I, I'm not going to wait too much, uh, too long for chat, but do we have a character concept in mind? Well, let's see. We have the freaky Nubians. We have the rich Neo-Libians. Uh, we have the uh, crazy, oh, is it Scourgers? And then some of the other ones uh, that uh, proliferate over that we can find out about in just a moment. In fact, I can tell you what the book says. The book says for Africa, you have the Nubians, the Apocalyptics, forgot about them, Clanners, Neolibians, Scourgers, and Scrappers. Well, th those are all of those are uh, cults, not concepts. Right, right, right. Right. Like I said, and you're absolutely right on that. But like I said, I like to, personally, I like to pick my cult before the concept. Well, can, can you do it with this software? Yeah, what I'm scared of is going back. 
Try it anyway. I am gonna. I mean, it's not like we picked a lot of stuff. We just picked Africa, so. Yep. Nope, I got I got to start over. Okay. So Africa then cult. So of those cults, we have the Anubians, which are the freaky priest people who've been around forever. They're the Illuminati of Africa. That's the way I call them. Uh, we have the Apocalyptics, who are um, <laughs> Las Vegas. How would you? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, if if anyone has seen or read uh, Stephen King's The Stand, they're the they're the people of Las Vegas. You know, they're the they're the uh, um, uh, it, what you you get what you can take. You you have what you can keep, and uh, it's all about today. Yesterday doesn't matter because it's gone, and tomorrow doesn't exist. So why care about it? It's a it's a it's a mindset. Well, it looks like chat is even saying go with apocalyptics. We have a uh, heretic, but that's basically apocalyptic. So um, I'm okay with that. Are you okay with that? We can do it. Okay. So right. now by pick, yeah, by picking the apocalyptics. The skill we get more skill bonuses now i noticed no attribute bonuses just skill bonuses to mm -hmm. athletics dexterity seduction arts and cunning these two are actually pretty important when you talk about the manipulation of people which is what they're they're good at like her, if you can see her little outfit there her very little outfit there <laughs> yeah i like the art in the book you know what so if we start looking at these skills look at this dexterity is something that can now have three boxes not going to do this every time but uh oh yeah we have the primal willpower that are crossed out that can change in a little bit uh where's charisma 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 notice we got three of them in the charisma area first of all the attribute can be uh bumped up one i lied nope the attributes normal this, these three skills can be bumped up one and we'll spend those in a moment lastly our concept now there are a ton of concepts we didn't go over them was it 20 concepts i think yeah we didn't well, really go over them we didn't really go over them because they actually aren't in the main book. They're pretty much only here when talking about character creation. So we've got the adventure, the creator, the mentor, the martyr. But let's just look at one. Let's, uh, I actually made an apocalyptic. I have those notes upstairs, though. And I want to say, uh, so charisma's her thing, right? Seduction? There it is right there. The visionary. The visionary is the one that I looked at and said, now, if I'm going to min-max, the visionary is the way to go. Why? Look at that attribute bonus. And look at those two skills that get bumped up. So we get a double bump. Yes. And yes, a double bump is just another free box. Well, so, potential box. Yeah. Well, yeah, potential box. Yeah. So if you guys don't mind, I'm just going to... Uh, yeah, they're in catharsis, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You so, so we're going for the lover, not a fighter type thing, huh? I figure, hey, if you're going to be an apocalyptic, hey, baby. All right. <laughs> Remember, cunning is cunning is a way of getting what you want too. So seduction might be like you know making money on the side, but cunning helps you get what you want. Fair. All right, continue. So we're African and apocalyptic visionary. So how does that uh, fall into place for us? So no fives. I was able to get a five from my battalion. Um, I didn't actually do that, but but here we go. We've got uh, body. Jilly, Charisma, all ones, right? Well, now we need to figure out how we want to place these. How many points so, do we have? We have 10 points. Okay. And each one starts with one. My suggestion, based on forums that I've read, is mm -hmm. uh, you start with one in everything. You're Apparently, you're going to need it. Okay. 
So we still have six points left. I mean, her whole shtick is charisma and seduction, right? Right. At least to start. Sure. She's going to want to be able to fight, so we are going to put some stuff over here. But I think we kind of, I think, for me, I think we bump up the charisma at least one. And we'll, we'll get to skills later. We'll do skills after attributes. So we still have three points left. What hmm. do you think about the idea of at least being somewhat of a good fighter? Eh. At least, you know well, no. Able to hit stuff. No, no. Uh, no not even uh, shoot? That's fair. That's fair. I just, uh, the concepts are, uh, should be smart. Oh yes, yeah. I actually, yeah, I believe she should be yeah, smart. I'm, yes. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the the, the mental stats are going to be more important. Well, so for what she would do, psyche is more important than intellect. Intellect okay. is almost like education, if you want to think of it that way. It's, it's probably a bad way to say it, but it's more like education, where psyche is more like wisdom or natural instinct learning. It's, there's a way well here it says psyche is the fire that keeps our inner engine hot and burning but this is like this is where cunning is as you can see yeah it's where deception is so yeah i would, I would put a point into psyche yep i agree with that i also think we should put one into instinct which because is if, you, if uh instinct well includes your perception orienteering taming it's it's uh, intellect, uh instinct has helped us to survive and when i hear an apocalyptic i think of a survival survival right yeah okay i get it i get it Okay, we it's only have fair. one point left, and I'm thinking intellect. I don't know. I want to max out charisma. I really do. Okay. I feel it. Okay, can, I feel it in my bones. Okay, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. There we go. So those are our 10 of 10 attribute points. Now we have 28 points for skills. Remember, okay. Also remember, there's something to consider. It's at step uh, three or four or whatever. But they have promotions. When you start putting your, your uh, skills and attributes together, if you care about your character being promoted down the clan ranks, you might want to look at those first. And it's one of the complaints I have about the book. I think it should put some of your background stuff, for your, or sorry, I guess you'd call it foreground stuff, but some of your uh, clan promotions, I think that should be identified even before you do the attributes. I mean, I get See, why I, they did it. I think they did that on purpose. They they wanted you to have a clear concept of your character. Sure. And then with that concept, you fit into this slot inside your clan. You know, and you, what, well, I can agree with that. The promotions come with absolute benefits. That yeah. you're going to be like, well, why didn't you do that? Like, how, how did you make this character and not get this promotion that you needed? Right. This, right. this battalion is a perfect example of that one. If you make your battalion and don't start as a formulancer... Famulance, whatever it's called, rank three, there's something wrong with you. On the other hand, a Helvetic really only needs to be a corporal. Yeah, those are characters I made. <laughs> so what are we looking at? Apocalyptics? Okay, that's Helvetics. So Apocalyptics, oh, they got a crazy, crazy, crazy uh, promotion chart. Nubians, Medians, Apocalyptics. Well, you know what? Let's, let's uh, if, if we have time for two, we'll, we'll do it both ways. We'll, we'll, for first, uh, first we'll, we'll do it like we want to envision our character and see where we land. And then we'll okay. do it again and, and just modify where we want to land. Or, or we could just modify the stats. So, you know, yeah. we're one point away. That, there you fair go. Enough. Okay. We can yeah. do that. We can do that. Okay. So still in step. Well, it's really, this is step two, assigning the points. Right. We have, uh, so now we want to, we want to place the points and we already talked about, we want seduction. Now I don't right, want to go to four to start. I think, 
I think first we should hit our safety skills, which are skills that that everyone living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland is probably going to so, want survival? at least one point in, you know, survival. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And uh, being able to fight at least well, one one point in. OK, now there are three of them. OK, there's brawl, there's melee and there's uh, uh, projectiles. Okay, I'm thinking either melee or projectiles or both. The reason I'm thinking that is That's because, weird because uh, I was thinking brawl. <laughs> no, see, uh, the, 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 the reason I'm not thinking brawl is because we are going to be good looking. Whether male or female, we are going to be good looking. We're, we're, we're going to be slick. We're going to be silver tongue. We're going to be the fork tongue devil. All right. Okay. So uh, when, when, I, when I think that, I don't think just plain out fist you know, bash someone in the face. I think something skilled like knives, daggers, stuff like that, you know, so, something with flash. Oh, so you're actually, okay, I, I see the direction you're going in. <laughs> I was going, excuse me, I was going a little more uh, gritty than the flash, but I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, because, you know, uh, if, if we're... If I we're was thinking more abused character. Because yeah, if, if you if remember... If we're come off as sophisticated, I want a sophisticated fighting style. You, you, not can't, you can't come off as sophisticated as apocalyptic. <laughs> okay, their well, rank, right. Their first rank literally has them being abused. <laughs> all right, well, we don't want to be rank one then. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough, all right. So, so okay, like, well, let's safety see skill, like one melee and one projectile. I think having both of those close and far range covered... I think that's good. Do you think three now, dice is going to be enough? Well, like I said, this is safety shit. If we have stuff left okay. over, then we'll 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 put more into here. But this is just so we don't get completely pwned right out of the gate from from like anything. Apocalyptics have daddy issues, so they have daddy and mommy and uncle <laughs> issues. We already scared Aaron. He he he's avoiding us. Yeah, now. he's already he's already gone. <laughs> uh, so what 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 other what other safety skill do you uh, do you really recommend? Really, all of them. To be honest with you, all, I mean, there isn't one that isn't a safety skill. I think medicine is important, but with two dice, I don't think it's going to be all that relevant. Um, reaction. Uh, that's for taking initiative. Uh, no, that's actually good. That's actually good because if you can't fight, if you can't fight well, you might as well cut someone first. Yeah. So yeah, put two put two into that. Two? Yeah. We're definitely gonna want the cunning. Okay. Yep. Because that's who she is. We'll do we'll do two for kind of these uh ones that are more uh, uh symbolic of hers. Right. <clears throat> Which would also mean that where is it? I think we should just put two right away in seduction. Yep. And uh what's the other one? Uh conniving, I think it's what well, you it was, it. it was it was cunning. Oh kind of okay, we, yeah, okay. We just did that. I reached that. Okay. So right now she's got six dice to seduce, five dice for cunning. And okay, you keep saying her. Could, could be a dude, too. We have inside of that, have we? Uh, fair That's enough. That's at the end. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I envisioned the apocalypse when I made the one uh, earlier. I, I envisioned the apocalyptic as being a female. Plus, the picture was a female, so I just went with it. Probably athletic. Well, you know what? Athletic in one box. That's Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so what is that? Because you, you, you want to be, you be uh, uh, built properly. Right, especially as an apocalyptic, you want to look young and and vigorous. Right, yeah, because they they get rid of the, they, they, <laughs> they have a they way of injecting you. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you want you want to look the part. And domination uh, and stamina. stamina is, gonna be, is there like a stamina type skill here? Uh, he said stamina and domination. You see where he's going with that, right? Uh, so yes, there's stamina here, and that's uh, yeah, marching. That that's you know, 
If you're going yeah. that route with it, that he that he's thinking, no, no, I can see. see it. I, I understand, <laughs> but uh, but if if it if it if it's stuff like overland marching and you know, it's anything to do exertion, with in, in, yes, yeah. See, we're we're we we're going the other way. You know, we're we're making other people do that shit for us. You, but remember, his first uh, he said domination first, and then yeah. he said stamina. You see where he's going with that. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it now. <laughs> okay. So uh, how many points do we have left? We've only spent 10 points. So I can say some other things that are generic. Well, yeah. I don't want to use safety anymore. I mean, you're going to want to survive. Toughness is kind of an important thing for apocalyptics. Well, why is that? Because they get beat up. They get hazed. Not, not, if we're, not if we can talk our way out of it well enough. Uh, well, there are different. There are three different professions, but you know, maybe the other two don't. The one I read pretty much said, uh, "Finch, Finch, Finch." Is that the one? Uh, How's Finch? It's turn. I just want rank one, Finch. Oh, it's here we go. Finch is tortured by his flock, all for his own good, of course, because he expects the worst at all times. He gets plus one die to initiative when surrounded by his flock. Bonus is lost when he leaves this rank behind. Okay, well, let's let's try not to land there. Well, that's rank one, but there yeah. there are two others. There are two others. Um, see, another one is turn, which is it says prerequisite likes water or not. Like the finch, he gets plus one d initiative as long as he's amongst his own kind. The bonus is lost when he leaves this rank. And the last one is the hummingbird, which is like the finch in the turn. The hummingbird gets one d initiative when fighting with this apocalyptics of his flock this bonus is lost so i guess the first one only overtly states that you get, <laughs> you get beat on you get hazed in yeah so let's let, <laughs> let's try not to land there but hey you know what them's the breaks if we do okay well you like again, like literally again. them's the breaks yep <laughs> yes the pdfs are free um you can get it from dgenesis.com the p uh, the pdfs are free the hardcover books like i have are uh, not free <laughs> expensive Definitely not free. opposite of free the opposite of free yes all right aaron what, what what do you what do you think so far oh man very a lot to it a lot to it yeah, he said he tried to read uh, read is, into there's, it there's a lot to the process to, to be i made uh, it's after not, I made it's the not first an inherently bad thing <laughs> sorry I was this, this is a very world of darkness bad thing right now Oh, <laughs> I haven't tried World of Darkness, but um, it, I mean, obviously it's it's incredibly in-depth and that is the kind of thing that a lot of players like. Now, I'm a guy who, well, it's the thing a lot of players who are interested in the game like. Uh, I think that there, I, I've encountered a lot of people that are like, I just don't want to learn a system. So typically, you know, the more streamlined it is, a little bit easier to sell. But at the same time, if they're sold on the concept, then they can, you know, really go deep into it. And I feel like the, the, those are the kinds of people that this will uh, really attract or the people that are sold on the concept and they really want to, um, you know, go deep on it, on a character. And uh, yeah, if you've got them in that far, then they'll probably be willing to put the time. Oh in, yeah. I would think. Yeah. Uh, the, all the, the story and the background and everything really does a good job of pulling you into the world. So once they hook you with that, the then you know get, getting you to learn this is not so much of a chore. 
Mm. You know, the comparisons to World of Darkness are are accurate. The one difference that I would say is I think that World of Darkness is more of a, uh, for lack of a better term, a crunchy system to this one. This one is more of a rules light-ish. Not rules light, rules light-ish. Character creation in this game, uh, like I was going to say a moment ago, my first character took me about an hour to make and then about three hours to understand how I made it. <laughs> like, Because I was also trying to prepare for this segment when I was going to do it differently than how we're doing it now. I made four other characters, and they all took essentially five minutes. Uh, now, I didn't min-max, and I didn't go through and find exactly which, which skill perfectly meshes in by reading, you know, hovering over it, reading it, so on and so forth. I just kind of said, okay, I got 28 points. I want this character to be able to shoot. I want this character to do this. Oh, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm a Helvetic rifleman, so I better have some good, you know, projectiles and agility, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I kind of went through it. So once you know the process, it actually is fairly quick. And if you're just the ultimate min-maxer, I think Aaron hit the nail on the head. That's there for some people. You can do that, but ultimately you can't make the perfect character. I don't want to say I tried and failed because I'm sure somebody will prove me wrong somewhere. But it's very similar to Earth Dawn in a way, where it's like the more you try to make the, the perfect character, the more you're going to be mad. Because like it was really difficult for me to make that Helvetica character. Helvetic character, there we go, it's not a font. Uh, the Helvetic character, and, uh, and give it like, you know, five agility and five projectiles. Like, it just wasn't lining up because of the way the concepts work and so forth. And I think the, the game designers did that intentionally to make you... To force you into a somewhat rounded character. All right. So we we've we've done essentially some some safety skills and 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 skills that are going to be uh, minorly important just to to have some in. So now let let's go with what we specialize in and whatever whatever we have left over we'll we'll throw in depending on how we feel. So, um, one more I kind of want to say for uh, I think she should have mobility. Why is that? Uh, because it's getting out of fights. You know, as uh, as somebody tries to grab her, or somebody tries to shoot her. It's kind of like your your dodge. It's your I'm being grappled and Invasion she can slip. Type thing. Yeah, she can slip away. Okay, that's yeah. fine. That's a good. That's a that's a that's a good safety skill to have. All right. So how many got left? Uh, we still have a ton of points left. Nine. All right. Uh, I can't. Math, Seventeen. Let's, let's 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 do a little bit of min maxing, but just under under charisma and psyche, and okay. let's let's see what we got. All right. Um, I think that uh, let's add one more to cunning then. Yep. And I would suggest deception. Deception sounds it's good. Pretending to be someone else, disguising one's voice and appearance, forging documents and objects. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and put two into that. that oh, two? Okay. Very useful. Very useful. Um, what's that last one? Which one? Under Reaction? Psyche? Reaction? Oh, the one that's... Okay, well, and will oh, yeah, that, that's, that's the one go, 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 going first is better than, than going harder. For reaction, yes. Yeah. Uh, reaction, reaction, this is your initiative dice. Right. Let's, let's put a pin in that and let's look at charisma. Okay. Because this is where I think we, we, can, we can possibly shine, especially in seduction. I, I like conduct. Why is that? I just, I like the idea of the skill. Choosing the appropriate words, knowing traditions, rituals. Basically, she can go anywhere and hopefully not say the wrong thing. It turns okay. her into part infiltrator, part seductress, part hey, let's let's tone this down a little bit. Let's you know stop with the hubba bubba here. 
Yeah. Actually, and uh, if uh, if if you want to watch our our, our uh, some of our last uh, uh, videos on this, uh, where we look at complex skills, where you use one skill and if that's successful, you get a bonus, or now you're able to use a second skill and conduct and seduction to someone who you're cold approaching would be an excellent use of a complex skill. Okay. Um, I also you don't, you don't agree. No, no, I, I do agree. I just had nothing more to say on top of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not so worried about art uh, for her, but I like the idea of either negotiation or expression. Expression fits the vision I had for her more. I'm not sure if it does uh, for yours. It's it's uh, reading people. Yep, that that's good. Yeah, you you need that as a as a con man. So yeah, put at so least two in that. Um, seduction. I want to go to three. You know why? Just because we got a max of four. If I can get a four in there later, I'd love to do it. Okay. Um, so right now she is still going to be, or he is going to be beholden to other people. Theoretically, simply because it's not a great, she's not a good fighter at all. No. <clears throat> so by herself, she's going to have to use her wits completely. And if you fail yes. any of that, you're done. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, is there a leadership scale somewhere in here? Yes, right here. Oh yeah. Max that out. Oh, okay. Yep. We uh, see the the uh, since since we can't handle ourselves in a fight, we want to be able to uh, to have a uh, uh, a posse, and le leadership will I think help us uh, keep that posse in line, bolstering morale, quelling mutinies. There you go. See that? There it is. <laughs> Encouragement, you know, propaganda, have, have leading other people groups. do the fighting for us. Okay, so hey, let, let's let's uh, you know we're ignoring Aaron. He's like actually our guest on this one. We got we got to stop doing that. Aaron, do you have any suggestions? We got eight points left. Uh, I don't know if you can read the little tiny font on the screen. I can't blow it up. Won't let me. Hmm. Intellect looks pretty bare. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? What, it does. Uh, yeah. What What do you think is important in there? What What do we got for the for the skills underneath intellect? Ooh. Um. I like three of them, but I think only one is really necessary. I like focus, legends, and medicine. Why is that? I, I like focus because, you know, if, if somebody's messing, basically, if, if somebody's trying to brain cloud you, this is how you fight the brain cloud. If, uh, think of it as like the Jedi, you know, going into meditative, uh, you know, just, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meditate my way through this. I'm going to clear my brain. Now, the opposite of focus is uh is it willpower hold on nope it's not willpower it's the other one it's um it's a primal it. yep yep it's primal that means she thinks or he thinks with the heart raging this is this is your berserker uh or barbarian yeah so, you're right you're right that, that 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 does not sound like a a, a pack leader type thing for for a well it for for a warrior pack yeah that would be great but we're not going that way. We're we're going the, the manipulation pack. So I think I think uh if if Aaron agrees, I think focus would be more appropriate for this character. You good with that, Aaron? Yeah, uh it it, okay. it works. Uh, I would also say um uh oh. We finally let him talk and he gets kicked out. He gets, he gets hit again. Go go ahead and put two points in it and we'll we'll we'll, we'll take okay. one away if we have to. Okay. Uh what else? What else you said? Is, is, he, uh, is he still frozen? Um, now, no. now remember there are two others that have opposites. It's uh, faith and willpower. 
Uh, I would think that with her, it would be willpower or him. I, I, I think I said, I just keep envisioning the character as a female. Okay, what, what are the differences? Um, willpower is just faith is like, I believe that, uh, that I'm going to get through this because God tells me to. Okay. And willpower is like nope. my own. Nope. Stop. Stop. Just stop. Nope. Uh, sure. I, if, 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 if you are in envisioning, you know, this, uh, this, this, this character, uh, the way I am, then no, uh, there, there is no God. Uh, there, there is not, no not, higher not power. Not for an apocalyptic. Not for an apocalyptic. Yeah, I mean, you if if you want something, you have to you have to take it, and if you can't take it by force, you 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 take it by wits. Nothing's going to be given to you. You don't deserve anything. There is no providence. There is just what you have and what you want and what. I you mean, need. I could I could see it, but it certainly yeah. wouldn't be the norm. <laughs> right. Right. Now you okay, said two more intellect things. Like uh, Aaron said, intellect is still kind of hmm. bare. You said there was two more that were important. I, I, I like legends because uh, what you could do with like an apocalyptic is you could say like it's an oral history, but you can know about. Uh, well, here let's just see a knowledge about the history of cultures and cults. Basically, it's a general knowledge skill, for lack of a better term. So I would like her if she's trying to be an information broker of some sort or trying to utilize her charisma to garner information, you think she'd retain some of that. And she would have learned it in her upbringing and so forth. I'm, I'm not saying it has to be like eight dots, but I think that uh, having a little bit of knowledge of, uh, uh, what does it say here also, what's the reaction? Engaging chance, evaluating, uh, evaluating historical developments and the reaction of the cults. I mean, we want her to be able to talk, to understand, uh, what, what's his skill? Well, that, that, that's covered by culture. I mean, conduct, right? I mean, that's well, it depends on there's different uses for both. Okay. All right. Well, then, yeah. Okay. Safety dot in that would probably be good. And then, like I said, I like medicine just because I want, <laughs> I, I like to stay alive. And medicine is diagnosing, curing illnesses, brewing medicines, collecting healing herbs, treating. Oh, no, we have flunkies for that. Screw that. You hope you do. Yeah. You're we're we're going to have flunkies for that. When you when you're diving into the uh, we'll call it the care and the paler next to you acting all weird, are you sure? <laughs> are you gonna trust? The, are you gonna trust the paler to heal you? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna trust that uh, that that uh, he he's gonna want to know me tomorrow. So yeah, fair enough. There you go. Okay, we have four points left. Four points left. Okay, uh, let's let, let's look at those charisma ones again. I I, I want to make sure that that uh, my flunkies won't uh, lead me to die. Well, you already have four dice and pretty much two dice and anything important. They're not going to leave you to die unless you're trying to tell them to jump oh, off a bridge. One more in seduction. Uh, actually, someone said something. Uh, G-Rock Pro said, is there like a negotiation skill of some yes. kind? I Where think it that? actually just says negotiation. Yeah, let's let's put one in that at least. Okay. That's a good idea. Oh, did, I, did I see Aaron move? Okay, yeah, I saw. Sorry, you, you, you cut out for a while and you were frozen in the same position for like a couple of minutes there. I'm practicing my statue abilities. Yeah. See, he's got his. He's already doing the arts. Yep. There you go. <laughs> okay. Three more points. Hmm. If you want to survive, you're gonna want. Uh... <laughs> Let's put it this way: this character is not long for any sort of combat in a in an RPG. Not a, not oh, everyone. Not everyone's a fighter. Some people got to be oh, the lover. In this world, you are. Okay, well then, how, well, well then how, how, about, how about stealth then? If you're stealth. not gonna fight. If you're not gonna fight, at least hide. Okay. 
And we have one point left. Uh, let's let's dodge some more. Uh, dodge, dodge, dodge. Uh, oh, um, mobility. Yep. Okay. There you go. It's not not bad. That, uh, four four dice is considered like an average combatant. Okay. So that seemed to scratch. Ha! Streamlabs fine. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> okay, so. We are now done. That took a little longer than, than I had planned, but hey, you know what? That's what you have to think about when you're making these characters. Uh, apocalyptic. So, all of these are things that we chose, right? Well, they're figured in to your ego. Your spore infestation. Well, that that's your maximum. Flesh wounds and trauma. She cannot take a lot of damage. At well, all. <laughs> that's what the fluckies are for, man. Fair enough. All right. So, Heathen Dogs already said we're going with flunkies. So let's let's get some flunkies. Uh, let's put a point in allies. These are your backgrounds. Now the backgrounds give you <clears throat> they they give you, the resources is the easiest one. Gives you more money, and you actually can get free stuff because of it. Uh, if it's uh, if the item is uh, rated one level lower than your resources value, you can get it for free without asking, as long as you don't abuse it. Each one of these, these are not raised by points. So when you get experience points, backgrounds are not raised by points. They're raised by essentially role decent role-playing. Right. If you role-play your cult's attitude, mentality, and so forth within this construct, then it's, it's under the gain-loss, if you can see it on the screen there. I know it's really tiny. Then you, the, the game master might say, yeah, you've done that enough, and uh, we'll, we'll raise it up a level. Or you might lose a level because you abused it. Just because you have, you know, three dots and allies doesn't mean they stick around for you to tell them to jump into a pool of lava. That's, you know. So, but I do think that just based on what we're doing here and so that we can kind of move on a little bit, I think that two and allies sounds good. What do you yep. think? Now, I'm we only okay have four, po four points total. Yep. Um, I think that she should have a point of renown also. With that high charisma? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone, everyone knows her, or at least heard heard about her. Yeah. Now, there's a difference here between network network and renown. They're the same thing, but different. Renown is within your clan. Network is outside of your clan. Hmm. So that's the debate for me. Should we put a point into resources to get more money and more starting stuff, or should we just go and put it in network so that uh, we can we have a little better understanding of uh, of the other clans or what might be happening with a clan you know what i think we can save that to gain during role play okay i i, I think renown inside our own clan we should probably start small mm -hmm. to to be to, to get the uh, to get the clout in our own clan first i mean the one and other then, thing because because you said you wanted lackeys uh, we could go authority also bruce what, lombardo what, what thank you very do? much for this super chat uh, the nemesis lady doesn't have mail-in hit points. She is a hard pass. Also have... Uh, what? <laughs> also have Capcom make cinematic trailers of her plan. I don't know. What you is he drunk? <laughs> can you read the <laughs> when that pops up, can you put that on the screen? He gave us a super chat and we have to read I don't, it. I don't see it. Uh, it it'll, it'll be over here in a moment. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that was. There All it right. is. <laughs> there. Okay, uh, I'll let you. I'll let you guys decipher that while I'm talking about the game. But thank you very much, sincerely. Thank you very much, uh, Bruce. Absolutely appreciate that. Um, but we could. So you, we were talking about authority while you're reading that. So uh, it's used to bring other cult members into line in social conflict. So you can 
calm down the situation within your own clan because you would have a rank of authority. Right now, you literally have zero authority. You're a nobody. If you have rank one authority, you can't do a lot with it, but at least you could keep some minor scuffles or, you know, some, some low level, you know, actuaries, whatever from going crazy. Okay. All right. Um, what do you think, Aaron? You think uh, authority or uh, pop another uh, point into allies or renown to get a um, whole, I mean, three you know allies, what? It, wow. I guess the three allies is a lot, but if, if, if you have enough people on your side already, you don't need authority. You just have it. I mean, that's, that's how we survive our dungeons. Just get hirelings. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, th uh, slow th think about it. Yep. Uh, if, if, if there are 20 people in a conflict and 15 of them are on your side, you win. Well, fair enough. I'm, I'm not, I'm not debating that. Although I will say that's the one thing about old school games that I don't do. I don't allow hirelings. I hate them. Okay. I hate them. I, I hate them. So what? What? What do you think, Bruce? I'm sorry, Bruce. I called you Bruce. I'm, what, do, what do you think, Aaron? Hey, Bruce gave uh, us money. You can say that. Did. that. That's why I said Bruce. Uh, what do you think, Aaron? Should we get more allies, or or should we get uh, should we get some authority with the allies that we have? Yeah, authority. I like it. Authority. There you go. Authority. You respect my authority. There you go. We're gonna carbonize <laughs> okay. this shit. Car now we're skipping legacies simply because, like I said, that came from an expansion book. Okay. Lastly, now we're going we're gonna to try to look at the ranks. Okay. Uh, uh, I have not done it on the... Nope, it doesn't say here. Uh, does it say with the pre... Oh, it does say what the prerequisites are. Okay. So, we can start as a finch, a tern, or a hummingbird. Um, uh, big bad guys at the end of the campaign now have melee hit points capability for the characters to be forced never to retire. It's especially necessary. I don't know what that means. I feel like I should know, but I don't know what he's trying to say. Okay. Yeah, um, Bruce, I, I don't know if what you're talking about is what we're talking about. I don't think it is. I think he's talking about whenever, uh, you know, they, they uh, kill them too fast, you can mail in hit points so that they don't die. <laughs> oh, is he talking I, about I, like on, on a stream? What, 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 is that, what is that even about? I don't even, I don't oh, know. Oh, you don't want your good guys to ride off in the sunset, do you? I want the good guys to do whatever the good guys do. If they happen to die, they die. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then you get a new good guy. <laughs> you, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Or maybe somebody not so good who knows how to survive a little better. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. So we definitely, we've already established we don't want to be a finch because well, remember, they, the they finch, get beat on. The finch can go to a whole bunch of these other ones. The turn can only go to seagull and pelican. So let's look at what seagull and pelican are. Why do they have bird names for the apocalyptic? I don't uh, know. Seagull um, is, oh, seagulls like naval battles. That's not us. Okay. And what was the other one? Pelican is also, uh, after that one, likes to pilot. Okay, so that's why it says they like water or not. So the tern is a water bird. Apparently. Okay, now what about the hummingbird? Hummingbird. Oh, little hummingbird. Uh, like the, so, so that can change to, god dang it, on this, Arbu, Isis, or Ibis, sorry, or Toko. So, I don't want to be a friggin' dock worker, fuck that. So whenever Neolibian needs, okay, so these are, the, oh, the hummingbirds are like the African ones. Whenever a Neolibian needs a dirty deed done, he hires a, a Marabu. Okay, well, so. We're, the, we're talking uh, apocalyptic, though, so. I, I know, that is why I was reading the apocalypse. Oh, really? 
Oh. Yeah, but we're, we're we're not we're we're not from Africa. Well, we are from Africa. Yes, we are from Africa. That's we are. Okay. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the ibis is uh, the the ibis is revered for his wisdom and feared for his knowledge. He acts as a middleman between the African flocks and the Bank of Commerce. Oh, um, sounds good for a con oh, man. There is no way you will meet any of the requirements for rank two. That's for damn sure. Oh really? Holy cra- yeah, I don't even think it's possible to meet one of these to start as a starting character. And then oh, okay. lastly, the toko was uh, the toko is the Af- African equivalent of the woodpecker. He has at least one nest, but home isn't enough for him. His nightclub. Okay, toko seems to make more sense. Talks about the nightclub, uh, his palace garden. Okay, blah blah blah. And you can invest points into the nest and get one renowned point for monthly income. Well, that's neat. What are the prerequisites? Conduct of eight. Well, you don't even have the ability to get a conduct no. of eight. How do you get an eight? You have to have it a four just, and four. No, no. It just means that you can't be promoted as a starting character. Okay, which some which point. some of these are. The Spitalians, it's pretty easy to get promoted. Okay. These guys, it's not. So, but we did figure out that we want to start as a hummingbird. Oh, there we go. Hummingbird. So what do we get? We get, uh, for doing this, no prerequisites, obviously, because it's rank one. The results... Uh, you get 1D to an initiative roll when fighting with Apocalyptics of his flock, which, as adventure characters, unless you're all Apocalyptics, that's not going to happen. Well, we got um, allies, though, right? They're, 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 well, they're probably going to be Apocalyptic allies. Yeah, but uh, they don't just go adventuring with you. Why not? Because that's not how the allies works. Oh. Well, that's not how I would let it work, anyway. Uh, if character meets members of his cult, he might be able to re- recruit their help. The ally score determines the number of allies, so I guess you could. Well, then I wouldn't yep. let you have it. I wouldn't let you have it. But I'm saying, <laughs> by the book, you can. Right, yeah. Yep, so, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Here, here's the reason: people abuse their NPCs like they're just numbers. That's my yeah, problem well then, with it. Well and then, I but, don't. But, and I don't want to take I, I the time it. to say. <laughs> I get it, but during role play, if if you if you think fair. the person does it too much, they lose a rank, right? True. Yes, that, that's go. absolutely true. There's your punishment. So uh, you know what? I, you know, I I can backtrack on that one. Max hit it right. I didn't sleep well last night. I just jumped in the stream. Thought you were rolling up bad guys for the campaign. <laughs> Not your actual. No, no, it's all it's all good, man. No, we're actually going through character creation process to show you how it's done. Um, once you get used to it, it's uh, it's actually pretty quickly. We're doing a little bit slower now because, well, neither Aaron nor Heathen Dog have done this before. Nope. And uh, you know, I've got the book in front of me instead of showing it on the screen, and that's kind of intentional. Uh, I could have done it through the uh, PDFs, but I'm not. So. All right, so the last thing we need to do is we need to figure out money, right? Yep. Since we know we're not... Oh, let's finish Hummingbird. I'm sorry. Oh, hummingbird. Um, you get the plus one, and you get that dagger. So that equipment, that uh, that Komaya dagger, you get that for free. So that's automatically going to be added in to, uh, to your equipment. So let's, uh, let's add weapons. And we already know we're going to add in... Come on, there we go. Uh, that dagger, right? You know, it'd help if this stuff was in alphabetical order. That would there be, that'd be ideal. So boom, we have a dagger. Great. I will tell you that there's one drawback to this uh, character creator. What's that? So when I created that Spitalion, as a rank 3 Spitalion, I have the uh, the Splayer mm-hmm. with the Mollusk and one other attachment. Yep. You can't you can't add the attachments here. Wh- so, where can you add it? Yeah, uh, you just write it down, I guess. Oh, okay. So, uh if like if I show you if I were to show you where Splayer uh find it because i'm trying to read too quickly there's a melee weapon right yeah uh, our melee uh is it under a different category or am i just well maybe missing? because we're, we're not a battalion it's just not showing it to us oh uh, you know what that might be true uh yeah. you, you're probably right yeah 
Let, let's let's mm -hmm. go down to projectile because we also need a projectile weapon. We have a skill yeah. in it. Oh, you know, you're right because the fungicide. Oh, uh, let's see, is the fungi rifle here? Uh, there is no fungi. So you're right. Yep. So they could code that in, but not the attachments. Go figure. Funny. All right. So what do what do we got for projectiles? I want well, blow gun something fast. Some something uh so, something concealable. Well, I would go with a, a handgun then. Yeah. So, but we're gonna have to pay for this now. I understand. So uh, let's figure out how much money she has. Isn't there a thing like I thought? I thought I saw yeah. money that was a little higher. Uh, it actually well, said it. Yeah, but it, uh, it doesn't do the configuration for you. I have to actually look in the book. Oh. And I oh. think uh, I think their apocalyptics are one hundred. Nope, they're two hundred. So we gave her no resources, and she's rank one. That's two hundred. Two hundred. That's it. Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. So how much does this? Uh, let's Hang just on. start with a little cheap little derringer cost. Does it say the money here? Resources not value eight hundred. Can't even get a gun? Nope. Can't even get a gun. 800 hey, bucks for the cheapest gun? Come on, man. That's lame. <laughs> hey, guns are rare in this world. Eh, fair enough. Fine. It's a blowgun. Look at that. Blowgun's only 30. Only 30 for the blowgun. <laughs> All right. We need some kind of projectile that that is that is not stupid and, not, and, and is concealable. So a, a blowgun would be concealable, but in my opinion, super dumb. So we're not going to take that. <laughs> well, until you start adding poison and so forth. Still. I hate you. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What or, else you got? Or, you know, here's what we could do. Well, she could use throwing weapons. And we don't have any points in throwing weapons. Uh, yeah, you do. We have points there's, in projectiles. Does, does that count? It does? There's no, there's, oh, okay. no th there's no throwing weapon. Oh, okay. Stand. Okay. So it just counts as a projectile. We could do a sling. That's cheap. Nope. Also dumb. We would not be we would not be caught dead using using a uh, a in a uh, post apocalyptic world. Toy. You will use whatever. You'll have a handful of just dust. Hey hey <laughs> hey! We are higher class than those. Pumps, no, you're okay? not. You're an apocalyptic. <laughs> you're an end of the world. You're not a neo Libyan. <laughs> no, that's fine. As long as it costs two hundred or less, twenty right. thirty throwing knife throwing knives. That's kind of stylistic. That I love it. I love okay. it. Let's add it on there. All right. Well, we're going to want to save some money for armor too, right? Okay. Or at least heavy clothes. That's fine. So That's let's fine. just do we, this. We have a distance weapon. We have an up close weapon. That's all I was really looking for to, to make sure we okay. have out of the gate. All right. Let's go to armor. Uh, salted clothing. Because, you know, why not salt your clothes? Yeah. What? Why would you do that? I'm sure there's a reason for it. Un unless you're fighting witches. I don't understand why you do that. But okay. <laughs> uh, the heaviest, we could get a leather coat and still afford it. Love it. I think Love it. She, it, it I think it's also good. stylish. There you go. Okay, that's it. I, I, equipment is stuff you can worry about depending on how much money you have and so forth. I just want to show it here on, uh, um, on the character. So let's quickly go. So that's one twenty. What was the weapon? Uh, forty. This one's free. So forty and one twenty. So one a. So we have twenty. Twenty. Twenty left. dinars left. So twenty. Uh, how tall do we want her? I don't care. Uh, no, no, no. We still don't know if it's a guy or not. I, right, I don't care. We're, we're, we're finishing this. Does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything. Or, or you want to do chat? Anything. You're right. You're right. So it doesn't change anything. Let's see. We'll call. We'll call the person Pat. H <laughs> twenty. Wait. One twenty. It could be kilograms or pounds. I don't care. Sex. Yep, there you go. Yes, yes. please. 
Yeah, there you go. Yes, please. There you go. And uh, height will do, uh, you know, it's Africa. Five foot five. That could cover all the bases. Yeah. Yep. That is in the range of both sexes. So there we go. That is, uh, that is Storm, our character. Storm Alert asked us, did we miss the potential? But what is the potential? Oh, crap. You are correct. Give a point. Yes. Yes, we did miss the potential. Thank you very much. Uh, where is that on here? Uh, potentials right there. There it is. Now, what, what are potential? Okay. Thank you. Oh, who said this? Uh, Stromlord. Stromlord. Well, it says Stromlord. Stromlord. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, my, my eyes Thank adjusted. Thank you for the catching that. Yes. Um, so potentials are perfect because I'm in the apocalyptic. Potentials are, think of them as like feats or talents. Uh, oh, great. From, from, from other games that you're used to. Okay. Yep. That's the best way to do it. Now, let me read off the six oh. that come with the apocalyptics. Because A lot of them are grayed out. Well, yeah, because they're they're other. They she either doesn't qualify for them or they're from other um, okay uh, clans. So okay. the sixth now there are general potentials which anybody can take, sure. And then there are clan specific. Okay. So the clan specific, but well, we can't have that one because that one requires faith. Yep. Screw that. Uh, so all in. Uh, can I read this quickly without reading every word? Well, so it says make your bets in combat. You let. Blood and bones. Only an apocalyptic would dare to go all in and risk his life. Nope. He looks forward Pass. to his winnings. Okay. Pass. Uh, hold on, hold on. Apocalypse sets aside a number of dice up to a potential level for an active defense roll. If he succeeds in the defense, his next attack roll gains triggers equal to the number of unused dice. I mean, I could see it, but yeah. But yeah, it's, it's not it's kind of It's kind of like a backstab, I guess. So it's yeah. a neat way of doing a backstab. Okay, uh, do we have primal? We don't have primal. No. No, we don't. Oh. We have uh, we have the other one. Yep, so that means we can't have that one. Remember, these are supposed to be emotional people. That's why they do that. But here's Force. Here's one for Force. So okay. the Apocalyptic's heart and his enemy's heart beat as one. He watches, reacts, repeats his enemy's attack patterns as if they had trained together. An Apocalyptic with mere potential imitates his opponent's way of fighting. He activates the potential with an active defense, succeeding with at least one trigger. As long as he fights the enemy, his passive defense is raised by one per potential. It's not a lot, but I mean, at least it'll save you from some damage. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's let's put a pin in that. Again, we're we're not we're not a fighter. I'm 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 looking for everybody like everybody in this world's a fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I got it. Um, Black Omen, the flock's fortune tellers can now gaze beyond the mirror of the present into potential futures, but they do not prepare the way for it. It's really not. Uh, what? It's really not that hard at all. A bound up dead crow calls disaster from the dark as well. Okay, what? The, that's great for the narrative. What is the... Where's Black the actual Omen? mechanic? Yeah. Black Omen is a mental attack. The apocalyptic rolls Psy plus Domination, which I don't think... Nope, we didn't take. It's right there on the screen. We didn't take any points in Domination. Uh, and gets 1D per potential level. His opponent counters with Psy plus Faith. If he has chosen Willpower, he's immune to the attack. Oh, oh. oh well, I, yeah. Okay, so I don't like these potentials. No, no. Keep going. Okay, well, that's it. Okay, well, so, then what so about the general I'm, ones? Let's, let's, let's check out the general ones. That's where we're going. Well, you, you can just hover over them now, right? Yeah, probably. Asceti uh, asceticism can survive a long time without food and water. Ether yeah. call uh, potential, uh, da, 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 brings advantage to combats on uh, instinct plus perception rolls. Gets, uh... Oh, that's for spore infestation. Ew, gross. Uh, moving mountains in desperate situation, the character can add one success per potential to a single action roll. Any action roll? Desperate. 
Looks like it, yeah. That that sounds. It good. just says to a single action roll. Yeah. That sounds uh, great. Well, let's see. Let's see if there's anything that looks more like what we made her. Danger sense might be brainwave. What the fuck is that? I didn't read that one before. Uh, brainwave potential character always has a chance once per day. You may add one D per potential level to any int roll. Well, we didn't do a lot with int, so it's probably not gonna be. Uh, oh, sleek. If an opponent locks the character in a grapple, or he is stuck, bound, or chained, he can twist his body in an almost unnatural fashion to escape. It's like double-jointed, escape artist kind of thing. Add plus 1D per potential. I could see uh, see her needing that, but, I mean, it has a limited use, though. Mm. Okay, though, that's, that's nothing else. So... Well, go go ahead and and scroll down the page and 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 highlight the the ones that aren't grayed out. Yeah, some of these are from the expansion book, though. Oops, how they go? Oh, down lower, down lower, down lower. There we there go. You go. Some of these are from the expansion book. Um, elephant skin is not. That one's from the main book. Uh, Beastmaster. No, let's see. Pariah, Herald, Rebel, Adaptability. What's that? Uh, I don't that know. Sounds good. Uh. Potential level one, uh, non-skilled player by one. What? Isn't this happening to me? When buying non-preferred attributes or skills, the experience cost multiplier is lowered. Oh. I don't know what that means. I, uh, like I said, some of these come from the expansion book, and I haven't read up on them at all. Well, if you don't seek shelter, you die. Okay, that makes sense. For each full combat round spent undercover from his enemies, he may add one to his passive defense. Okay. Uh... Black Omen Ether Call. I'd rather just pick one and go on since we already know how to make a character. Uh, do we do we just get one? Yes, to start. And they're expensive as hell to, to raise. I want to pick the right one. You know what? I, I don't... Eh. None, none of these are actually calling to me. None of like, them are game-breaking. If you think that you just gave yourself like a fireball or something you can use no, all the no, time, no, none no. of them I are mean, like that. Just to, to the concept. None of them are calling to me like there, there's no like siren song there's no like a uh, nope. silver tongue there's no, no nothing like that to go with the concept that i'm going for it's all about survival the or, closest uh, one rally, i think is you know like like you know r- rally your all, troops type thing you know it's all type. about survival for when, it, when it comes to this I, I think moving mountains is probably the best one because yeah, that adds I, a die so so far moving mountains adding adding one to any action to any action die roll, I, I think that that is uh, it's very general, okay. but it can be used specifically. So, yeah, okay, great. Uh, I'm gonna be upfront with you. I kind of want to end it here because uh, I don't like the fact that we're ignoring Aaron. So, <laughs> I appreciate his patience on this. Uh, every time okay, we try can, to talk can to we him, we look at the end result. Yep. Every time we try to talk to him, he freezes up on us. So I think there's like something working against us here. <laughs> uh, we did equipment. We don't. Uh, we don't need artifacts. We don't need vehicles. We couldn't afford them anyway. Uh, so moving mountains potential modifiers says it right there. We'll save it to my profile with no picture. Your character was saved. Yay. And now we should see two. Hey, look at that. So we have right, let's, let's look at the character. Oh, crap. I was, yeah, I clicked the wrong thing. God damn it. You, I know. And, then, and, and now we got to wait for your insane loading. There, there we go. go. All right. Let's, uh, I found it's quicker if I just save it again. Wow. Hey, this website's probably in Germany. I'm in Germany. All, All right. Now, character so, sheet. Character sheet. You can download it as PDF right here. Okay. 
and you'd be able to zoom in on this one, so that's good. Yes. Oh, why can't you see it? Oh, because it actually opened up a whole new page. There we go. And this is how it turned out. We have Pat the Hummingbird. The reason there's no legacy there is that's one of the things we skipped because that's in the expansion book. And here are our attributes. Yeah, this is very old World of Darkness looking. I mean, I mean, it, it's it's almost like they they copied the the uh, character sheet format. Or it's I mean I I don't disagree with that. Or you could just say it's pretty much the best format to use for this. Um, yeah, there are leather coats. So oh, the dagger gets one die of handling. Handling is what? Uh, it gives you an extra die to roll when you attack. Nice! Oh. And we bought throwing knives, which have a distance of three and ten. To mind you, everything's in meters. So three meters is close range, ten meters is yeah. long yeah. range? Yeah, uh, okay. whatever they call it, extended range or whatever, yeah. Okay. So up to Fine. three meters, so basically up to ten feet is a normal die roll, minus four dice, up to about thirty feet. Got it. And how many dice do we have for that? Four? <laughs> uh three <laughs> so we can't okay 10 well, feet you, got it yeah, right there you go <laughs> <laughs> okay um if anybody has any questions about that I, I was hoping that it'd be a little bit more you know systematic but uh this is what happens when you have three people plus chat trying to chime in uh you know to to get it done but you know that's also we talk through the character uh we have no experience yeah we have 20 dinars i'm trying to think i just want to see if there's anything i missed uh, of course, if you do it off the uh, the site, you get the nice little graphics and so forth. By the way, you can download all these graphics, too, from the site. Like, mm. everything available to this game, the books, the dice, the, well, maybe not the dice, the, the books, information, character sheets, the art, everything, you can download off the website. So, all right, that's our apocalyptic. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to here. I, I'm going to show real quickly. Oh, I can't because, you know, reasons. I have this. Come on. You can do it. Oh, I clicked on the wrong thing again. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to do it. See, that's what I get. I'm punishing myself. All right. So, does anybody have any questions regarding character creation in D Genesis? Uh, and that includes Aaron and Heathen Dog. Any, any final questions? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. You you said that uh, that normal attribute is two, normal skill is two. For, for someone who's trained up average, average combatant from reading the forums and so forth they're pretty yeah. much you want a two and a two in order to just kind of be i'm not gonna die okay so what we don't have two and a two in is combat uh, is combat no no but but the whole e evading damage we do have that well it's not because evading we have, damage. we have mobility of two and uh and agility of two that now remember that only works if you're using active defense Oh, that's true. Yeah, our pass, our passive defense is the one. That's just everyone well, gets. Well, and it, right? there are other things that'll figure into that, and I don't have it memorized off the top of my head, and I don't want to give bad information. But you move more than two meters. That's another one. Mm -hmm. You know, the other person's moving. Yeah. So there are things that uh, play in there. So how, oh, how hard is it to make a ca character that Max will absolutely despise? I think we just made it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least now, you're not lurking today. Thanks, Spectral Fire. Yeah, thanks a lot, but. Uh, the, yeah, I wanted to make if if we're going to be an apocalyptic and they, they're all about the now and uh, you you can either be the uh, the the brute force you know you know get what you want by taking it 
or you can every day wake up and said, what can I, what, what can I finagle from someone today? I think what my I only want? problem with this character I get is I couldn't see it as an adventurer. I could see it absolutely as an apocalyptic within the clan mm -hmm. or the cult. I couldn't see it as an adventure like, hey, we need you to join this battalion, this Helvetic and uh, that paler over there to go dungeon diving. Oh, great. You know, you, you know what you just said? What? In Aaron's head, you just said we made a bard. <laughs> well, you kinda, just said we it. did. Actually, we kind of did. You, you, you just said it. You just said it. You said it out loud. And in his head, it's a bard. Bards see, are NPCs. I, I pictured the character before we went the direction we went into with the stats. I pictured the character as an assassin. Mm. Use the words to get in a little bit more like, hey, baby, how you doing? You know, so, you know something like that. Uh, because the game is heavy role play. Uh, but hey, we went a different direction with it. And, and that's that's the freedom that you have in skill based games. Some people don't like them. Some people do. Um, I don't want to give a final comment about this game yet. So, well, this character needed to die. Uh, well, no, I don't know about die. die. Should I mean, she stay home? No, that's the thing. I mean, that's 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 why we bought up the allies. You know, like you're you're never alone. You always have an entourage with you. Best case scenario, if I was running the game with that entourage, is I'd I'd let the entourage go with you up until the underground, you know, cavern or whatever. I don't like saying dungeon for a futuristic game, but at that point, they're like, we're waiting out here. You guys go do all that stuff that you're supposed to do inside. Hey, you know what? That, that that's when you have your other entourage, which is which is your group. Fair enough. There it is. And no death to all bards. Death to all bards. Yep. <laughs> well, there's no technical bard in the game, so that's good. Yeah, you know, I just realized <laughs> we never put up the uh, segment one banner. Nope, never that did. Entire time. It's all your fault. Yeah. And why am I on top? It's supposed to be down there. There we go. All right. <clears throat> uh, anything else other than Spectrifier's nonsense? Birds are tasty. Bring ketchup. Gross. <laughs> Especially the new, the brand new orc bard. I'm not eating that. What do, do orc bards sing like Mongolian throat music? I mean, if you use the, the Tolkien-esque orc, probably. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's right, because people say that he compared him to Mongolians. Even he's like, uh, yeah, they're Mongolian, right? What, I forget the words he used, but he's like, Tolkien hated it when people put analogies to what he did. It's like, they're not the Nazis. They're not black people from Africa. They're not Mongolians. They're just orcs. They're the evil ravages. They represent evil. And people are like, no, no, no. You you had deeper meaning in there. I, I mean, I feel like you, you could just as well uh, use the analogy of Vikings uh, yeah, to, to a degree. To a degree. Well, considering he's British, I could see him holding a grudge for 800 years. <laughs> they do in the Balkans. <laughs> uh, uh, if this character says, I roll seduced bandits, it deserves to be eaten. If the roll fails, yes. If the roll fails. But if it doesn't, <laughs> guess what? Allies goes up. <laughs> the, the wow orcs would sing K-pop. Oh, my wife's an orc. I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. Um, how about this? Before we go into segment two, since uh, I don't think that there's going to be <laughs> much uh, in the way of questions for that, just doesn't feel like there are. Um, first of all, I want to thank everybody. Hey, you didn't put the subscribe banner above my face. Oh. So, uh, 
if you if you like that, if you like us talking about these games, just so you know, for the next few weeks, the games we're going to be talking about are actually we're going to be talking about aspects of games. I don't think we're going to be diving into a game unless Heathen Dog's got a surprise for me. Uh, we're more like going to find, you know, maybe how to make a character here, how to do combat in Palladium, or how to uh, how to level up a character in a Chaos M game. I don't know, just, just whatever. We're going to be talking about more nuanced, intricate type stuff like that. Targeted. Keep the, targeted. Tar- yeah, targeted. That. There you go. Good word. My vocabulary has been uh, degrading recently. But, uh, you know, so we're going to just, it's easier for me as I get ready for my move back to the U.S. Uh, it's also just, I don't want to buy any more games. <laughs> God damn it. Like, we don't get these games cop to us. So, uh, well, Grim did. But, uh, yeah, so anyway. Uh, anyway, because you're a schlub. No, I paid for the one that he gave away for free on the stream. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want him to feel obligated for that. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to be doing more targeted type stuff as we go forward here. So, you know, if you've got something specific you want to know about a type of game that we do, this is what happens. This is what happens. Hey, Aaron, you check this out. Check this out. So here's what happens. Hey, you see a, box, a big group of games behind me. Heathen Dog talks about Call of Cthulhu and Palladium. He's got videos on Palladium. Hey, if there's something you'd like to know about these games, hey, send us a message. Hey, we want you guys to uh, tell us how you do combat in Daisies and Fairies. How do you know what that game is? <laughs> All right. All right. Here, here's, your, here's, a, here's, a good, here's a good litmus deal. Um, uh, go to YouTube, type in Legion of Myth RPG Fundamentals, and you will get uh, and the entire list of two and a half, three years of, of games I have gone over. Every single game I've gone over, I have a copy of. 90% of them I've played. So if you want something specific in any of those games that I did not cover, ask me to cover it. I got you covered. Wow. I thank you, Crafty. Thank, thank, thank you, Crafty, very much. Crafty uh, Crafty just gift-subbed uh, a whole bunch of people. Why did you gift-sub Spectral Fire? You know the uh, rule on that one. He deserved nothing. And Noro and me. <laughs> he gives up me. <laughs> well, I don't you. think he has a choice. It's anyone who's in chat. Okay. Thank you very much, Crafty. We really do appreciate it. anybody who got a uh, subscription from him. Please uh, put a thank you to Crafty in the chat. Uh, oh, you don't get to choose. Okay. Yeah. So Noro and myself. So I, th- thank you for me paying me and for <laughs> uh, uh, Crafty paying me again twice. That's awesome. Absolutely do appreciate that. But uh, yeah, if you got a uh, got a sub. He's a thank. Also, that gives you access, or should give you access. Oh, somebody said it didn't, but uh, should give you access to our private uh, Discord stuff, which yep. doesn't have which a lot in there the, right now. Gives full RPG Digest stuff. I'm yep. going to put in. I'm going to post uh, the link for uh, for the full uh, uh, Call of Cthulhu live stream in there, and it's it, it's going out. In, uh, to, to YouTube in three parts, but where where I talk to chat and and all of the all the twenty minutes afterward, where where all the players and I go over the alternate endings that they didn't experience, that's going to be in the in the backers and subs only uh, channel. I mean, for, stuff uh, like this, just course. us talking back and forth yeah. here. This doesn't go up on the no. YouTube video stuff. But this is, this is not going to end up in YouTube at all. So, hey, there you go. You have access to that now. Good job. So. All right, well, that's, uh, that's good stuff. Also, my module, the module I wrote, since I can't put it on drive through RPG, <laughs> is, is uh, as access to it there. So, 
Okay, anything else we want to knock out of the way here before we go into segment two and actually let Aaron be part of the show? And I'm feel, I feel horrible about this. I, I really do. I, I'm being upfront about that. I feel horrible about this, that, uh, that he's been sitting there patiently for this long. Well, it's his own fault. You know, he's the one who got sick. He, he's the he, one that every time he tries one, to talk, no, no, no. He's <laughs> the one who didn't take the hours and hours of work it would take to read the book. He tried. To completely understand the system. To and to watch our past videos, he didn't dedicate at least forty-seven hours of the last week. So you know what? It's on him. All right. And here's our disclaimer. And I think there's a perfect segue to the disclaimer. All opinions and comments belong to the individual speaker and do not represent the Legion Myth organization. Hyperbole, satire, stereotypes, generalization, and assumptions are often and intentionally used for simplicity and/or effect. He, him, and his have. And I just read this again today. Uh, talking about the whole pronoun thing again, but have long been considered neutered pronouns, uh, not meant to exclude any gender, and this content is not meant for anyone. So if you're watching, that's on you. There we go. So now we can go into segment two, and I'm putting up the segment two banner. Bam, look oh, at wait, that. Hang on, I gotta, I gotta... Be right back. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, Aaron. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you for seriously. No, I I do feel bad. I mean, that was an hour, basically an hour and forty minutes. That uh, you know, I know we tried to bring in a little bit, but uh, that you were patient with us, and I absolutely do appreciate that. Hey, no uh, worries. You know that that honestly, when we've had other people on, <laughs> we we had them bring their own stuff, but I understood we why we couldn't do that. You know, in this case, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, so so thank you for being patient with us on that one. No problem. But hey, but for the YouTube folks, guess what? They think that you just got here right now, and we want them to subscribe to us and to Aaron the Pedantics channel. So let's uh, let's show Aaron the Pedantics channels again, and you can talk about what you do on those things as soon as I find dang link. There it is. There you go. There's your YouTube channel. So what do you do on YouTube, sir? Uh, RPG commentary, OSR product reviews, sort of. Um, mostly uh, impressions, honestly. And uh, I just kind of talk a lot of talk a lot of shit on there, and um, I run a old school essentials public game. Not really on the channel, but that's kind of how I how I bring people in and organize it. Um, I think that covers it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I I didn't hit my cough button there. Um, so uh, I've watched. I've actually watched you <laughs> ever since you yelled at me. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a, in a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I, you're the second person, and I, and I like that kind of story, by the way, uh, that that's happened to. But um, I've watched as much as I can. Look, I don't watch anybody's channel 100%. It's just, it's, I don't have the time for that. I wish I did. But I've watched, I, I catch your live streams usually after the fact. I think the other day or this last week, I caught one while you were doing it, and then you had to go to bed or something. <laughs> like, you're too loud. I was like, oh, yeah, I finally yeah. get to watch a stream. I'm like, I'm getting up, getting ready for work. Because remember, I live in Germany, so I'm seven hours ahead. I'm like, hey, Aaron's streaming. That's cool. So I'll watch, and like, I got to quit. I was like, ah, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a door slammed, and I was like, "Oh God, my wife's uh, not able to sleep because I'm talking." So it it, it happens, but I, I like your streams. Uh, so uh, you know, and if there's one thing that's Aaron is different than us, for some reason he doesn't scream and yell. It's like he doesn't want a big YouTube channel. It's like he doesn't <laughs> want to be on Twitter. <laughs> it's all the drugs I'm on. It's all the I'm drugs incapable. I'm on. 
<laughs> there you go. Um, no, but I find I find your sh shows to be very reasonable. I don't obviously, I, and and this is just human nature. I don't agree with everything you say, right. but I like I like the way you post it. Um, I mean, to be fair, I probably agree with pundit because you know somebody you and I have talked about a bit. Um, mm -hmm more than anybody would ever believe because i kind of rail on him a little bit because you know i i like to shoot down egos just like i get as you shot down my ego you know i like to do and if there's an ego he's got it but i actually agree with like 90 percent of what he has to say i think heathen dog would go in weapons blazing if he had to talk to pundit because <laughs> you know, uh, again it's pundits very political and i yeah. lean more in the pundit direction than say a heathen dog would yeah. um but no, and, and that's the thing is you keep that stuff out of your channel for the most part. Yeah, you talk about some, I, I like to call it sociopolitics or, or we'll say it's a, a cultural commentary, social commentary, but you don't get into politics at all. And, and Yeah, uh, that, that's incredibly intentional just because I, I want everyone to be able to get something from it. Um, and well, I mean, it, it just kind of works for me as well, just because I tend to be um, on one side, on, on one issue, on another side, on another issue. And so I would just be pissing absolutely everybody off if I were to get into that particular realm. So I just don't bother. Uh, people ask me, you know, in comments and things like that, and then I'll give them clarification. But, uh, you know, unless you want, you want to know my opinion on something like that, I'm not really going to give it. I usually try and stick to whatever the topic of the video is. Yep, I, I agree. Then that's so. If anybody hasn't had a chance to, did uh, you don't have an Aaron the Pedantic link? Do you to your channel? It's just this crazy. Oh UC no! Seven. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> complete that's random I'm, nonsense. I'm gonna put it into chat again here. Boom. Yeah, um, we won't talk about what I did with our channel. Hey, but I got a link out of it. Anyway, hey, uh, do, do, you, do you want me to here? Let me show. Uh, let me just do it this way. I can do it quicker. And of course, you've got your blog here where uh, how, how often do you uh, write in your blog on average? Do you think it's really hard to say? I'll often have like five or six drafts going where I'm mm -hmm. just, you know, putting in ideas. And then uh, occasionally I'll have sprees where I submit three of them in a day or something like that, okay. or like in a week. And then I won't touch it for a month. It just, it's just purely on a, this is something I want to go in depth on kind of basis. Okay. Put that in the chat as well. And lastly, as you showed us before, I still have it here. You have your very own module on drive through RPG. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very bare bones. Um, well, I'll say it's very bare bones production wise. I mean, I, I just typed, sh sh oh, I can curse on this one, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Can tell you say what <laughs> I, you want. Yeah. Yeah. I just <laughs> typed shit into uh, Google docs and then turned it into a PDF. See, so. that's what I did. And they said, yeah. no, that's exactly how I did mine was Google docs. And, uh, oh I, man, I don't, I don't know. Like, I know I had to, I had to fight with it for like probably a week and then eventually it took it. And then I had to fight longer to even put that little fake uh, book cover on it, you know, where it's not even a book, a book cover. Yeah. It's just the first page. I'm, I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm doing this. I don't, I don't care. I'm taking your thunder for a second. There's, there's mine. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, I, I did the old school format. You like that? <laughs> but it, but it is for Forbidden Lands. But anyway, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna open up. But yeah, that's 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 my. And they're like, I, I upload. It's like no. Huh. Jerks. That's, Oops. That's peculiar. 
That's why I'll worry about when I get to the States. I'm not worried about it now. So, mm-hmm. okay. So when we talked to you earlier this week to see if you even, you know, could get along with us, which apparently you can, so you're weird. Um, just uh, said, hey, if you've got some topics that you want to talk about with us and, and get our feelings on. I know you mentioned one of the reasons I reached out to you was because you mentioned something on a stream that, uh, and you may have said it just anecdotally, but guess what? I heard it. I followed up with it. I'm like, you know, I'd like to talk to Legion Myth guys about this or so, uh, something like that. We can talk about that. We can talk about whatever you've got rolling around in the noodle here, but uh, it's conversation time. It's time for us to talk about. So what would you like to talk about to our Legion of Myth followers and, and some of your followers as well that are here? Uh, about uh, the hobby and with us, get our take on things. Yeah. So I really have been recently intrigued by the tempo of changes, you know, in the RPG hobby. It's just, um, you know, I uh, often talk about the fact that I'm not somebody who has a whole ton of uh, authority, you know, to, to discuss the, the RPG hobby from a historical standpoint, because I came in about just over three years ago. Uh, and I just, you know, have been obsessed. So I am uh, someone who does a lot of a lot of research or tries to. And so I've been catching up on where the hobby was in the past, but just like what has happened in the last, you know, three years since I've been a part of it, and um, you know, the controversies, the things that are being pushed, um, the just the way that the culture around it is going. And, um, you know, then you have, you have your, your big dog, uh, the, uh, the elephant in the room, uh, D and D and what is transpiring with D and D. And I think that's really what's intriguing me right now. What I really want to talk about is just how things are going and what we think is going to happen in the future. So, um, for me, you know, the hobby in general, whenever I came in, things were, pretty tumultuous, I would say. Uh, You had a lot of people that were going out there and saying, you know, we believe these things, you need to push these values, you need to try, uh, basically, if you're not doing these things, then you are a bad person. You know, you you are failing the, the RPG community, which Honestly, I mean, I really hate the word community at this point. And this is, this is kind of what happens whenever people are constantly trying to uh, police things and they're trying to uh, berate you on a, on a moral ground is that there are certain words that may have had a positive connotation that they absolutely ruin for you. And uh, community is one of them. Uh, th- there are several. There are several. And what's really <laughs> difficult is that I'm somebody who agrees with a lot of the principles that they have, but not exactly the uh, proposed solution. Yeah. The implementation that's where it falls apart for me. Um, I I think that that, like the three of us will probably argue about a lot of things here, but um, I, I I think mostly nuance and and sticking points. I don't think the the overall we disagree with. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know, I agree probably with them more than I would say, you do max uh, on on a lot of things, uh, but like seriously, they're, <laughs> they're they're running a lot of shit into the ground. Um, but that's that's kind that's kind of what I wanted to talk about in general. 
Um, so, so, so you, so you said that you're, you're kind of new to the hobby and you said that, so three years ago, so D and D next was a 2014, then officially fifth edition. If I remember correctly, it was 2015. Yeah, um, we were, so, we were well into fifth edition before, before I, I joined, I came along. So I, I think I started in 2017. Okay. And, uh, so at that point, I think we already had Xanathar's guide, um, and, you know, I, I came in, I was a big min-maxer because, like, that's kind of how you start when you're a player, sure. uh, at least well, from, from, from yeah. the fifth edition standpoint. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's well, kinda, actually but, starting at what, 3.5 or 4? Well, I, I, was, see, I that, that's, that's kind of what I was going to say. One of the things that I, yeah. I've seen on comments on your channel, I've seen on comments on, you know, to mention again, Pundit and, you know, some other ones, people talk about, like, well, D, you know, Watsy ruined D&D with fifth edition and all this stuff. And, I'm, and I argue, no. Oh yeah, Watson, third what, third edition. Third edition is where it started. Fifth edition is just the culmination of it. Third edition, when they changed it, I remember the exact words I said. Heathen Dog may or may not remember this because I can't remember if you're still in our group at that time, uh, if you're, or if you're out of the Air Force. But uh, I got the packet and I looked and I said, "This is commie role playing." That was true. We didn't use SJW. That we you know, it's commie role playing. No, gnomes cannot be paladins, and no dwarves cannot be wizards. It's like why not? Now somebody might argue. Well, Max, you like Earth Dawn, and anybody can be a cavalryman. Anybody can be a wizard. It's a different game, and it's it changed the heart and soul of what D and D was. Mm. I don't care if some other weirdo game does something, but like you said, I like to use eight hundred pound gorilla because I hate monkeys. And gorilla isn't a monkey. Shut up. Uh, so eight hundred pound gorilla is perfect for me when it comes to like Watsi, and they come in and like, well, we no longer believe in all race, all, or we no longer believe in race class limitations. Like, but that's not the trope. That's not Dungeons and Dragons. Then you have literally made Watsi RPG version one. That that's right. what you've made. Right. And now this is this is one of the things that, like I, I hadn't even thought about, but it was something that I knew we could really dive into is that, you know, from my perspective, this is how it always was. Like whenever I started with fifth edition, it's like, yeah, I mean, race really doesn't matter that much other than the fluff. And if you take away the fluff, then what do you have left? Um, Second so edition then, calls it human and humans and funny skin suits. <laughs> yeah yeah uh and um actually i, I ended up writing a, a blog about how i was really dissatisfied about how fifth edition handled uh race because what ended up happening was everyone would play the race as basically you know human with a with a, a different skin suit and uh why would they pick the race then you know that's that's the really the ultimate question why do they pick the race and what it usually boiled down to is I get a plus two in this and I get a plus one in that. Yep. And so that is going to get me to the next modifier, which makes me better at my roles. And well, one last my, thing before he, I'm sorry, sure. uh, but I, I wanted to actually piggyback back on that. The other thing third edition did that I don't mm -hmm. fully grasp how fifth edition does because I don't play it, but mm -hmm. it made what we call Lego characters. So in, in you had the you had classes and kits in first or second edition. Sorry, I don't know. Some people didn't like kits, and yeah, they weren't always balanced, and sometimes you had to tweak them. But you know what? Old school DMs were okay with that. We knew that we could change the rules of the game or the kit or whatever to make it fit our game. We didn't have to play raw rules as written. So I'm not fully versed in fifth edition, but I hated prestige classes in third edition, and not because I didn't like the concept or hey. We can you can now use your imagination to try to build something different because it was almost always done in a min-maxing sort of way. 
Mm -hmm. I need three levels of this class to do this, four levels of this one, one level of this one, where I wanted to make a character where it's like, here's my theme. I make a character that's great with fireballs. Oh, dude, you need to put this and this in there, but that has nothing to do with fireballs. Oh, yeah, but but it's going gonna, it's gonna to change this. It's going to give you that. It's, I don't care. <laughs> like, And so it, when you have the Lego characters on top of all race, all class, that, that just... To me, that just ended it. Fourth edition, I bought the books because I was hoping it'd change. Fifth edition, I was part of the playtest, but I think everybody in the world was part of the playtest since it was online. Uh, and I only bought fifth edition books a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And I only got, I only have two. It was for the character I have in that. Well, fifth edition, it scales that back some, I would say, okay. because you have, you have your, you have race, you have class. Uh, and you know, like I said, I, I, I did a, I did a blog and my conclusion was, uh, shit or get off the pot. Basically does race matter? Then lean into it, you know, mm -hmm. use race as class or have class restrictions based on race, you know? So it's kind of like, I ended up saying, Oh, I like how AD and D does it. And I like how BX does it. Um, but, uh, or I said, just make it where race literally doesn't matter. And then I can stop being mad about it because, you know, then I, then we can just move on. Then Isn't we can that just kind of what on. they've done with Tasha's though? That, well, yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> that's one of the things they, I wanted they gave to, it to you eventually. Okay. Um, yeah, they, um, so they, they, they did, uh, indeed shit, you know, they did, did indeed take the dump. So, um, that question is over, but as far as fifth edition goes, um, assuming that you don't use optional rules, I mean, basically you got class, you have race, uh, which, I mean, you can just restrict a lot of the races as the DM, which I would highly recommend. Yeah, but, highly, but have, highly. have you done, have you tried to do that at your 5e table to say, no, you can't play a drow? Oh, my favorite. No, you can't play a tiefling and watch the people all go batshit crazy over that stuff. It's in the book. It's in the player's handbook. You can't take it away from me. Ah! It's like that would. Yeah. So I have, um, as far as my in real life play group, they are fine with whatever I want to do typically. As long as they like the idea of the world, they're fine. Uh, if if uh, whenever I bring this idea, because I used to be on like uh, groups on social media where we would discuss these things, if you, the moment that you say this race is restricted, then uh, you just you just get bombarded with people saying you're just a bad GM, basically. Uh, oh. You know they'll they'll, they'll say. Oh my God. They'll say, um, well, I mean, so some will ask for clarification. What is the reasoning? Uh, but a lot of them will just say, in general, your job is to take the characters that the players make and then work them into the world, which is entirely not how D and is supposed to work. Well, I, when I now when I say that, uh, I mean the way that we typically think of D and D. Right. D and D as as the concept that you knew and you grew up with is dead. It's oh, yeah, basically, yes. it only lives in people who play the old editions or people that are in the OSR that kind of carry on the traditions. But, you know, the, that that D&D &D is basically no longer supported in any kind of official means. Right, right. And that's why I actually tell people just, if you don't like it, don't buy it. The people that anger me aren't the people who play 5th edition and like it. The people that anger me are the people that buy the fifth edition books either because they're completionists or, well, so I got to do this for my group or whatever. But you hate the game. You, ha you hate everything about it. You complain about it just as much as I do. Why are you still spending money on it? Well, it's the only game in town. I'll go, uh, what? Look behind me. There are other games. And believe me, this isn't even my complete green screen. <laughs> I, I, there, there are so many other things you could do. You don't have to do that one. Well, I can't get my group to change. 
I don't know, step up. I, I don't know what the answer is in that regard, but for the love of God, like, D, you don't have to buy the D&D 5th Edition books if you don't like it. If you tell me that the only good book for D&D 5th Edition is the Player's Handbook and the DMG or, or the, the Core 3 Monster Man and DMG uh, uh, Player's Handbook, then why are you buying more? You don't need Xanathar's. You don't need Tasha's. You don't need was a Valos, Vol whatever the hell it is. You don't need that stuff. But, but my players want this. Tell them no. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I've just gotten to a point where with fifth, I am just, you know, I'll, I'll present, you know, these are the race restrictions uh, because this, you know, we have a world where the other races either don't exist or, you know, they're, they're just so obscure that it wouldn't make sense for you to have a player character of that type. That's a heathen uh, dog game. I'll restrict the classes, you know, which some people get really upset. You know, I had a lot of people give me a lot of shit for saying, yeah, I'm just going to get rid of clerics in old school essentials and run a game where there's just, there's just no clerics because gods don't work like that. You know? Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got a lot of shit for it, but um, you know, so uh, I'll restrict subclasses because a lot of subclasses, they have a lot of lore built into them and it's bullshit, you know, like uh, as far as, um, you know, like a sun soul monk having somebody that can just throw balls of key, you know, just it's like, all right, we got a DBZ character in my, my, uh, my dark fantasy that I'm trying to create with D and uh, D you're fucking with the, you're fucking with the, the feel. Of course no, you can just say no. no, no, no. In See that, that that's the problem with current fifth edition. You cannot have, a world structure. You you cannot have a lore for your world. Your players are responsible for everything. Your players build the lore of the world now, not you. You're 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 not a dungeon master. You 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 should be either called narrator or or, or at best referee, according yeah. to Watsi. That's yeah, what I you are now. I had I had a, a oh disagreement God. with somebody about about the narrator thing. They were trying to say that uh, dungeon master is uh, a a bad term to use because it's gendered, <laughs> and uh, so we should no longer use that word. It is uh, oppressive, so we should use uh, narrator or something equivalent. Uh, to to which I you know basically I was like, all right, well I'm gonna I'm gonna you know make sure I got my ducks in a row here. So and you know my my degree is in English, uh, but I was I was like I'm you know it's been a few years since I've looked looked over the etymology and all that kind of stuff of that. So I just kind of looked it up just to make sure, and it's like yeah, you know there are some some uh, definitions for master that we don't you know that, that are basically uh, archaic. Archaic, archaic. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. At this point, uh, we don't use them that way. And we, you know, that's not the intention. That's not the colloquial usage. So really, it just seems like you're just complaining to complain, really. Um, and uh, to well, I didn't even go that far. I just said, you know, it's it's neutral. Uh, to which the response I received was, well, I'm a uh, non-male uh, person or non-guy, non, non non-non boy i i can't remember exactly what what the non-man i think that might have whatever been whatever a alien yeah. from zardox whatever <laughs> well, so, so uh and i'm telling you that this this is oppressive to me uh and i also got a whole bunch of likes like i got i've gotten hundreds of likes on my original post and i i, I was just said you know help please someone help us if likes are what determine reality because so so fuck, so, so let, let me respond for point. for you just in case that person watches Oh, I blocked him. I, I don't have time for that shit. Excuse me, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mrs. Ms. 
whatever Z, the fuck you are. Z, Z, um, Z, if whatever. I have no respect for you, so don't don't say that I'm being disrespectful because I already don't have respect for you for what you said. Um, there are 7.8 billion people on this planet. You oh, don't matter. Not. You don't matter. No. You Fair literally, you're, there's 7.8 billion people on this planet. Do something constructive with your life because I really don't give a shit about your feelings. Okay, now. Yeah. Remember, my <laughs> comments are my own. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so me, me in particular, like my the the way that I would have proceeded with that conversation had I not already determined there was no point in continuing because they they're clearly what I would consider to be an ideological zealot. So I'm just done with it at that point. But uh, had I continued with it, I would have probably said, you know, I I respect your feelings on the matter just because I have kind of like a general respect for other sure. human beings. Uh, and because of that, like, you know, if you didn't like it, then, you know, like maybe if we were playing together, then I would have some kind of consideration about it, but you're just some stranger on the internet and I'm not <laughs> going to let you determine how I'm going to do things, you know, for myself or my table. Just that's, and, that's and that's what's the most important. If that person at his, her, it's table says, you know, we do a certain way. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. That that's your table. I have never this goes back to like when Shadzer is mad about story or some people were mad about the X card when we were for some things we said or you know the Oriental Adventure stuff. I don't care or the wheelchair. I don't care what you do at your table. I really don't. But don't try to dictate how I have to play at my table. And and I'm not trying to segue here. Two things real quick. Number one, I am reading the chat. We're not putting it all up on the screen, but I am reading the chat. There's a lot of good stuff from Bruce and Dark Knight going on in the chat uh, on the YouTube side. So uh thank you. I you know, I don't want to interrupt the conversation with it. The, the second thing is um, I, I lost it. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> Alzheimer's kicking in. It's uh, gone. Anyway. Well, wait, I, I, I have a good segue for that. Okay. Um, someone in chat, I can't find it now, but uh, said uh, uh, role playing is not a community. It's a hobby. That was right. Bruce, I think. Bruce. Yeah. Okay. Now that was true before Facebook and before Twitter. Back mm -hmm. in the early and mid '80s, when when Max and I were were playing D and D, A D and D, Second Edition A D and D, um, you had you you had a hobbyist. It was a hobby, and you you played with your with your local group, your friends, and then oh. you you had you had a greater group with your local uh, uh, comic store. They usually had tables in the back where you could rent. And yep. you would you would play with other people. They had they had cork board up there where I'm gonna play this game with this world. Uh, take off my number and call slots filled as you know first come first serve, and then you could play with a, with with a new group. That was your community. The most you the most you could call community is when you went to a convention. That's that's the that's the that is the most you can call community at that time. You know, we, but, we talked but, about it in the past about how nerd the, the whole fact that it became popularized and it isn't bullied nerds anymore is actually part of the problem. Yes, that's mm -hmm. it, it comes part of the problem because now with uh fifth edition and Twitter are linked. The word community now means that majority is correct. The the, the majority of people who have the ability to talk to to talk and say yes or no means that they are correct for the entire the entire the entirety of the hobby and it becomes just an echo chamber anyway so like you said no, there's no, likes but but community to role playing now is analogous to inquisition was in the past 
<laughs> you either pass the litmus test or you're a witch. And that's it. You know, you're you're dunked in water, burned at the stake. If 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 you if you deign to run your game differently than than the than than the community, which in this case uh would would be the the evils that was the church. What what I love about what I love about that right there is uh, see, I keep paying attention to chat and I lose what I'm saying. Screw it, I'm done. I started off with the, with the whole uh, uh, hobby, you know, it's not a community, it's a hobby. And then I ended off with Aaron's, Aaron's uh, uh, um, uh, discovery that the word community has been, has been corrupted. Yes, it has been corrupted. You're absolutely right. The word community in the tabletop role-playing hobby now means inquisition. It, it means that uh, that you you have to be on the right side, yeah, the it, right it, side, or a, you're just doing it wrong, mm -hmm. and you <sighs> you don't deserve to to play at all. So yeah. so this this one's kind of for Aaron, and, and to some degree, especially since he's more into the OSR type stuff. Is I love it when people say things to me like, "Oh, the hobbies move past you." Mm -hmm. Has it? Oh, there we go. There we go. Has there, it really? Where I left it. <laughs> it's like, has it really moved past me? Um, see, I don't need to buy your fifth edition stuff. Now, a lot of people do, and that's an unfortunate thing. But if you write something I don't like, I don't have to buy it. I have plenty of stuff behind me and a noodle up here where I can use my own imagination. I I don't need your crap. If I buy your game, I do it because I want to support you as a company. That's why I stopped my favorite game ever, Earthdone. I stopped paying for it because I don't support the current fast as a company anymore. I, I, I just, I won't do it. I don't need the crap that they're putting out there. I don't need the virtue signaling. I don't need all this nonsense. And the people who are screaming the loudest on Twitter, how much of this stuff do they actually buy? I would assume very, very little. Um... In, in the RPG hobby, it's a little bit more than in the, percentage-wise, than the anime, uh, and it's all anecdotal, of course. I don't have, like, these weird figures and stats, right, but just right. based on what people are saying. Um, in the RPG hobby, it's a little more than in the anime and comic books, because comic books, you could just see the, it to crash and burn. But you're, you're, for the most part, you're right. They don't buy the stuff anyway. They just bitch about it. Now, the, I, will, I will admit this. There are some people that are very noisy busy bodies that do make wizards of the coast money uh there are if you look at dm's <laughs> guild if you look at dm's guild there are many products that they push out and they have these networks of people that agree with each other and they will you know like retweet share everyone have is you look looked like at the quality of those products oh god i i, <laughs> I we, think we did I, we did a whole episode on that where we're like this whole thing is just the product quality is so shitty but they don't care oh it's communication i can talk how i want well, I'm so obviously I'm not uh, that offended by poor production quality because I put out poor production quality myself. However, <laughs> uh, whenever we're talking about content, I think that's where, you know, like just the, the quality of the work that is being presented um, as far as how it can enhance your game. Um, you know, you, you do have some very noisy, what I would consider to be RPG activists who they sell a lot of products on DMs Guild, either popularity or because people are interested in it. Uh, very um, boobs. It's always I, the boobs. I hate. I hate to drop. Well, I'm not. I, I'm not going to ignore. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, I know. For me. For for me, I'm not looking. 
uh, on, on those <laughs> particular, but, um, the, uh, like a clear example is the opera geek lady. I, I don't know much about her, but you know, like she has like a, a subclass that's like an opera bard or something. Never and heard of it. it's, it's a very, it sold very well on DMs guild. So of course, you know, uh, wizards of the coast makes some money off of it. Um, but a lot of times the irony is that, uh, then you have adjacent people to, to them because a lot of times those ones they are they're they're bitching about the hobby but they're not telling you to leave D&D or anything or they're not telling you to go off and do something else but the people adjacent to them they're they're like look it's a problematic system it's fucked up unless they change the absolute integrity of the system you, no, you can't fix it yourself because then it doesn't matter we it can't be options it has to be exactly in the book uh, and, uh, until they do that, then you need to go get other things. So there, there is kind of a balance between them. And but, but even all... outside, outside of that, you got like assholes, like Kobold press virtue signaling every, every little thing that they do. Like, well, we're not going to make products in this format because, you know, we yeah. think that it's, you know, harmful to, to nonsense people that don't even exist in the real world. You know, can we have a gamer edition that doesn't worry about uh, worry about a note about pronouns for a game search? Well, hey, let, let's let's be clear. Everybody knows my stance on the whole pronoun thing. We're not going to get that here. But uh, but there's also if you look back in the '80s, what was it? Don't commit suicide and don't be a Satan worshiper. It, it's that was honestly, basically the, the 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 two rules to 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 be in the RPG hobby. That's yeah. all you had to do. Don't worship Satan, or at least don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's, it's just, a, it's just right? a zeitgeist thing, is all yeah. it is. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to say. I pick up a second edition book, you know, I read the "Don't be a Satanist" part, and I'm like, "Damn it!" Oh <laughs> no, I gotta put it down. All right. Hey, you know what? Fine, fine. All right, there you go. You got me, TSR. Oh, you got me, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, where were we? I, I sorry. So we have to. We oh, have no, to. It's, super it's chance. All, they're paying. They're all, paying us money, so we gotta. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, are there more or is that? Well, yeah, well, that see, Kobold right Press for fuck's sake. Uh, I don't think I mentioned oh. pronouns for you either, but can't, well, the, 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 I don't want to get too deep because Aaron and I are going to have a, a sidebar conversation on this at some point because cause he said something to me offline that uh, partially blew my mind in regard to that because it's something I believed but was convinced to stop believing. And I want to send him a message that I got from somebody and see what he says about that. So we're going to talk about that as, as an English scholar on his side. Uh, but so you shouldn't worship Satan anyway. Hey, you know what? You do you. As long as you're not actually sacrificing virgins, I don't care. I, you know, out of all the Legion of Myth people, I think I'm the one that's uh, well, the the known Legion of Myth people. I think I'm the one that's most pro-religion. Although Heathen Dog and I talked about that recently, that might not be true anymore. Uh, but just because I was raised in a Lutheran school, it's just what do you want? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't consider myself that way now, but you know, I'm not the type of person to go off on religion and say it's a horrible thing. I was it, part of the Satanic Panic in the '80s. When I went to Lutheran school, and God forbid you mentioned Doctor Who, Dungeons and Dragons, anything like that. Oh, my God. But, uh, you know, it wasn't over the suicides. It was over the worshiping of false idols, Um, you know, things like that. But uh, so anyway, it's like I said, it's like the zeitgeist, for lack of a better term on that one. Nowadays, it's pronouns and respecting people. And, you know, I think Heathen Dog and I have talked about it where it's like it's not a lack of respect. You know, it's just the things that people want, 32 genders in a game. No, or in New York City, at least. Uh, no, if you want to have a he, a him, and something in the middle, I, I, I'm open to that. But if you, you know, but if you want to do the weird attack helicopter thing, and I know that's the meme on the other side, 
you're, you're going too far for me. Like, you just... Like, well, I'm actually asexual, non-binary, but trinary. No, 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 no. Actually, I, 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 have a, I have a story about that where, <laughs> oh, uh, where I, I, got a, I got like half a room full of people hating me with one statement. And this, the, this, this room hey, had Are we going to get kicked it. off of YouTube for this one? Yep. All you right. ready? Yep, I'm okay. ready. Um, I, I was having a, a, a conversation with, uh, with, with my friend. And... Uh, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be quiet, but I wasn't trying to be loud, but it was, it was a quiet room so people could hear me. And, uh, it, it, it came up to, uh, um, to sexuality and, you know, bisexuality. And, and this person asked my opinion on bisexuality. I said, no, but bisexuals are either, are either straight or they're gay. They just haven't figured it out yet. Pick a team, damn it. <laughs> and then half the people my in the room went. Agree. Half the people went. Away. Apparently, they and then I I looked at them and I'm like, let me guess, you're you're all you all say you're bi. They said, yeah. I said, no, you're in college. You haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I was asked to leave. <laughs> See, I did. Bisexuals but, are greedy. There you go. <laughs> See, my my, my uh, thing on that is like, I don't I don't care about any of that. Just stop putting in my face. You have to accept me for that. No, I don't. I, I have my beliefs, you have yours, so let's just move on. We're here to play games. That, that's really where, where it comes with me. When you start proselytizing or telling me who I'm supposed to vote for or what this person did over there, I just don't care. Oh, well, that offends me because you said these words. You know what? Everything that spews out of your freaking mouth hole offends me. I don't bitch about it. All right. Well, I, I do have something to say about that. I do have something. Okay. For, so um, as far as the, um, you know, don't put it in my face kind of thing, like gaming is the place where you don't want to do that. Just, just yep. that's not, that's not the right place. Uh, I will say that it, if you want something to become more uh, tolerated in society, then there really is nothing you can do other than make sure people are aware of it. You know, um, there are good ways and bad ways to do it. I will admit that, but uh, like, you know, there, there has to be some kind of entry point if you want things to move forward, I would say. I mean, it took, for instance, well, well, I don't like, ju ju I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. Cause I, I don't want to get like too much off, off on a uh, political tangent or anything like that, but that, that's, I'll, I, mean, I'll just I, 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 I get what you're saying. Uh, I get, I guess for me, it's like this. One, one of the things that we sell even on our red bubble is mockery is not hate. Shame is not something, you know, sometimes, you know, shame is there for a reason. It's to keep society somewhat normalized. Now, can we be progressive? Most of it, I don't care about. What I care about is when somebody says to me, oh, you don't believe exactly as I believe? Well, then you're evil. Not you're wrong. Right. Not, not uh, you know, hey, maybe let's have a better dialogue. But, but you're evil and I hope somebody kills, you know. Yeah. That's the type of crap that I'm like, nope, nope, stop. Absolutely. And, and that's when I fight back. If you've watched the show at all, <laughs> I fight back. I believe in fighting fire with fire. Now, some people are like, well, that's just childish. Eh, whatever. If you're going to talk smack to me like that, I'm going to talk smack to you back because I just don't care how you as an individual feel. Do I care how a group feels? A little bit more so. But most of the people I know that fit in these groups really don't care. In fact, they don't like the activist side of it. Yeah, so, that's my experience as well. Um Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, I just want, I want to thank Sheriff for the bits and I want to thank Crafty for more subs. So thank you very much, Crafty. Uh, so we've got, uh, so anybody who is given a sub, 
by crafty please send him a thank you again and again thank you shares for the bits we're making some money today yeah so uh i do want to say that like sometimes they're not wrong about some things that they that they present i'll give you an example um so this this was something that played out i don't know if any of y'all are familiar with the spellburn podcast um it's it's a dcc podcast and um it was uh i don't know if if y'all watched inappropriate characters uh, so Joe Bittman originally was one of the, the main people on the Spillburn podcast. It eventually changed. And I got to a point where I had um, like comp I sent them an email. No, 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 no. I, I made a post on Twitter that uh, had the word Spillburn in it. And so they picked it up and they were really upset because what I said was that I, um, you know, was uh, I love the podcast. I, I skipped ahead because I started like maybe they were two years into the podcast and I listened to what was going on now. And it was like, you know, there was a whole talk on diversity and inclusion and all this shit. And I got very, uh, I was basically like, ah, uh, you know, I wanted to listen to stuff about DCC and this is what I got. And, you know, so we had, we had a dialogue that started from that point where okay. they were, you know, people were saying, well, this is something that I care about. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I took something that they uh, present. Like one of the things that people said was that, you know, for instance, putting out there, hey, this is a LGBTQ-friendly game or whatever, that it actually would work. And I did notice that basically uh, the next time I put up a um, an ad for a group in my local, local game store, I put, you know, LGBTQ POC friendly kind mm -hmm. of thing. Uh, and since then, I've had uh, trans people playing my games. It never happened before. Never happened before. Not once. Uh, and yet, that scene, like after that, I had like somebody who was like, "Well, you know, I'm I'm not really sure where I'm at. I'm kind of I'm non-binary, I guess. Uh, but you know, like I'm interested in, in exploring that, and you know, like this might be a comfortable place to do that or whatever." And so I was like, "Okay, that sounds cool." And so, like from there, like I have noticed that there are a lot of things that. Sometimes they're right about. Sometimes they are right about. Do, 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 you, so, have, do you have an example that isn't too uh, <laughs> that isn't going to get me uh, executed? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know. So, uh, what, what kind of example? Just uh, just, just an example, game wise, because like for me, I would never, I would never say LGBTQ friendly. And for okay. me, and, and and the reason being is it, because not, not because it isn't. But because it just feels like you're catering, or yeah. also the perception, because no, I'm going to say words that are absolutely offensive to somebody who's an activist in that community. Okay, okay. Well, so what you were saying about most of the time they don't care. Really, they just want to know that when they join the group, you're not going to harass them or anything. Because I have uh, one friend who is a trans man, and okay. basically there were uh, people at a table. Uh, a, a guy specifically who was kind of like subtly sexually harassing him, you know, because, because like, you know, he looks, looks feminine basically. And uh, so that's kind of what, you know, the kind of stuff that they experienced. And I'm like, you're, you're not going to deal with that at my table. That's not going to be an issue. And I had, I had one uh, trans player that said, I don't want to deal with, uh, um, what was it? Homophobia or uh, transphobia in your game. And I'm like, it's not going to come up. It's just not going to come up that like, I don't run that kind of game, you know, because we're not focused on that in, in my world, but that's perfectly fine. I'll make sure that if it ever comes up from anybody at the table, that I'm just going to be like, we're not doing that, you know, and then we can just move on. 
Uh, so the, those those are the, the first things. I, I, to to me, mind. that just seems kind of reasonable. I mean, like I said, for me, the thing I always worry about in that regard, I, I worry about in the sense of I don't want to lie to somebody, not that I actually care what anybody <laughs> thinks about what I have to say, is, look, I'm going to fat shame people and you're going to deal with it. I'm going to anorexia shame people and you're going to mm. deal with it. I will, you know, I, I never did the, I always think it's stupid as hell, but you know, the no homo game. But if I mm. know, if you come to me and say, don't say that it's, I have to now I have to say, you know, uh, yeah, there, a, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just, I was going to say there is an urge anytime somebody says, don't do this to right. do that exact same thing. And mm-hmm. in Legion myth, we had a guy, see, I say, God damn it all the time. But we had a guy in Legion myth when, uh, back in uh, the star Wars days, who's, really religious and he kept going off on me about I, I asked you not to say that i said look man here's here's the deal with this i'm gonna try not to say it if it you know if i think about it but that's just part of my vernacular it, i am going to say it i am not insulting your religion i was born and raised lutheran for christ's sake mm-hmm. am i let to say that that's taking lord's name in vain whatever uh but you know I, I was born into that i get where you're coming from but you're part of a broader world now yeah. So, so that, that's my thing. If somebody gets buttered over the fact that I said, you know, I quoted Andrew Dice Clay from back in the day uh, or something like that, I, I don't have time for that person. Like, I just don't get offended by that crap and move on. Now, if somebody's pointing it at you, ah, oh, you, f-, you know, looking at me like, oh, you four-eyed, you can't even grow a beard. Oh, look how fat you are, you know, something like that. Well, that's directed content. That's, that's attack. Like, oh, I can see the glow coming off a heathen dog's face, you know, whatever, you know. Sorry, sorry, man. I, did, did I make you feel bad? <laughs> uh, but, but, you, but you get what I'm saying. That's a directed attack. That's something I would never allow at the table. Now, mm-hmm. if, you know, if somebody at the table, you know, is just sitting back like, oh, man, that was gay. I'm going to let it go. I don't say that. I used to. I mean, to be fair, I used to. I just stopped. I mean, there's just the things you say in life that as time goes on, you stop saying it. Um, you know, I still it, say but, it sometimes. It I, slips whenever I'm around teenagers too much. <laughs> there you go. Um, I mean, hell, it was on Rick and Morty from Steve Carell, of all people. And he's he's a hardcore lefty when it comes to a lot of that stuff. So that, that made me kind of laugh at that one. It's like, wait a minute, you just said what? But the thing is, is like, I'm not going to go out of my way to harm, hurt, to whatever. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable because we're playing a game. But if you are feeling uncomfortable because you think that orcs mean something else, or I said exotic about somebody Asian, or uh, whatever the term du jour happens to be, I literally, and I'm looking in the camera right now, don't care. I don't care about your fucking feelings. I just don't. Okay. You can't make me care. I'm going to be respectful and have decorum. See, that's the word I like. I like the word decorum because it's just this kind of general thing. You act professional at work. You act, you know, the, the way social you're supposed contract. to act. Social contract, the way you're supposed to act in, so, in normal society. However, my contract is the normalized contract, not your weird one that says, uh, if I say manhole cover, I'm somehow sexist. I think that, that uh, context and in, uh, intent matters, and a lot of a lot of people don't feel that way. Um, you know, I'm not saying that intent is the only thing that matters, but I'm saying that it should be evaluated. You know, and uh, that that pe- when people say something that offends you, that shouldn't be you know cause for for war. Basically, like that's the beginning of a conversation, perhaps. I agree um, with that. But yeah, my, my biggest problem with uh, the the way things tend to go down on either side of the spectrum is there is going to be somebody who um, is you know screaming that you know we're we're problematic 
on one side, or there's that's Ethan Dog's favorite word. I hate that fucking it, word. Or there's going to be somebody screaming on the other side, saying, "You know, you're you're ruining everything." And when when sometimes it is being said when really somebody is saying, "This is what I do, and this is what I I might recommend." You know, it's See, all that, about that's framing. perfect. I'm glad because uh, that's an exact example of the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I don't know what videos of ours you've watched and so forth, but I literally don't care about the combat wheelchair. I'm going to mm-hmm. mock it because I think the idea is stupid. But if you want to have a combat wheelchair or whatever in your game and that works for you and your table, go for it. Yeah. It was fu- to me, it was funny because both he had two different episodes. We had Heathen Dog on and Garth on on and they both railed against it more than me. And I was surprised. Uh, I just it's an optional thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm usually the one that does all you know all the ranting and so forth. But it, you know, it's an optional thing. You do you. I think it's a virtue signal. I think it's nonsense in your little OSHA dungeon where they're going to have inspectors come in to make sure your ramps are at a certain angle and that you have little safety guarders and so on, guards and so on and so forth. It's just absolutely stupid. But that doesn't mean it couldn't exist in a one-off. Why? Why couldn't it? Maybe the prince of the land yeah. was you know. But if you're starting to make everything like that. Right. See, that's the problem. It's, you know, how you and I talked on the side where it's like, to me, the problem isn't these one offs. It's the change of the IP, the intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Which, I yeah. mean, the intellectual property is dead. So, you know, let's yeah, just right. uh, let's just burn it and pee on the ashes. And we'll, well I've scribbled out. I could grab my fifth edition books and show you. I scribbled out where it says Dungeons and Dragons and I wrote Watsy thir- Watsy 3.0. Because that's what it is. It's really third edition Watsy. It's it's right. generic. And, and you know, somebody typed in chat a long time ago saying that fifth edition isn't really a bad system. I don't necessarily disagree with that. It's not, you know, just as a generic RPG number 17249, please step forward. It's not a horrible system. But that's right. all it is. It's just generic nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Uh, I did want to say as far as, uh, you know, the the virtue signal and how strong it is uh, from the people that are really pushing that. Now, when it comes to the the, the combat wheelchair itself, and uh, another one was uh, the, her name was Jennifer Kretschmer, the one who did the Candlekeep mm-hmm. uh, uh, dungeon that has the, the ramp, you know, where people, people got really upset and, uh, from from the other end, you know, where a lot of times I wish you just, just shut the fuck up and just say, look, I, I, I'm not going to use it, but don't go, don't, don't go into the whole, you're ruining the hobby thing because, you know, I don't like that kind of divisive shit personally, but, um, for her, I mean, she's an ambulatory wheelchair user, so I'm not going to tell her, you know, that she doesn't really care about this and she's just virtue signaling. Now it doesn't mean that she's not virtue signaling it. Some in some capacity. No, I don't think that the person yeah. is. I think oh, wait, Wizards wait. of the Coast yeah. is. <laughs> I was yeah. just going to say you you can't say she's virtue signaling because you don't have a leg to stand on. I was going to say it out loud. <laughs> I sort of got. <laughs> I, I, I've stumbled. I did it anyway, but I, but I I I I did it in a different way to where people get angry about it, then they can go suck a whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I typically I don't I don't like to. Uh, to say somebody's virtue signaling just especially if i don't know them just because it's like i i they might just be wrong about something or or you know it's just like well okay that's your opinion whatever i'm not gonna do it uh but i usually try to avoid doing the the virtue signaling thing just just because of the fact that you know i i don't want to make things more inflammatory than they already are i mean uh, you've probably noticed (laughs) it's a little fucked up uh, you know, in, in more than, more than just the hobby, as far as people just wanting to tear each other's eyes out. And I don't, I don't want to, to make that any worse. So I would like to perhaps, you know, get people talking again on a more civil level. 
uh, personally. I, and you know what? I, I'm willing to do that when that time comes. Until then, you rail on me. I'm railing on you. <laughs> like Fair that's enough. Yeah. That's Fair enough. Uh, uh, Max, Max subscribes to the, to the uh, uh, um, yelling at the rain type thing. <laughs> he, he knows it's not going to help. He knows he's still going to get wet. But he's I don't think it's yelling it. at the rain in this case. We let this. So he, here's the way I feel about this. Hang on. Hang on. We, we I, let I, them go for too long. And I, now this is what I we've know, got. I know. But. Everyone yelling a long time ago. Everyone who's 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 taken cover is going to see Max out yelling at the rain, and <laughs> and when 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 the rain starts to subside, they're going to see him still out there yelling and go, "Man, you know what? I feel bad for that guy. Let I'm going to go out and join him." Mm. That's why he does it. No, the, the, the he, difference is that you call it yelling at the rain. I don't believe that, that standard. Some someone has to be the the uh, standard bearer, and that person <laughs> always gets shot in war. And he's going to be the guy. He you know, some of these I'm things are hills I'm willing to die yeah. on. I mean, yeah. in that regard. But but here's the thing. So the reason I started shouting is a couple reasons. <clears throat> Number one, I saw what happened to the comic book industry. Well, you guys were doing Legion Myth Weekly live stream. I saw what happened in the comic book yep, industry. It died. And I, I was chomping at the bit go this is what's happening to my gaming hobby as well what no 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 no. And yes, I just said my gaming hobby for the people who are parsing language out there. Uh and, and I looked at it and I said, this happened a long time ago. And it's so funny because, again, not trying to be political, but just to give you know perspective, right-wingers, left-wingers, whatever. But on the right-wing side, the people that you think would stand up against this the most are like, oh, man, I don't care. We don't play that way. You know, I just do my own thing at my own table. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. Because that made sense. But years went on and you had third edition due to the weirdness that it did. And then people change other games. And and really the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when Earth Dawn started virtue signaling. Because that was my love. That was my game. That was the game that I had invested, like, I don't want to say all my time and knowledge, but just so much of my life into. It was my favorite game, my favorite hobby. And all of a sudden they started doing this nonsense as WTF. And then I went back and started looking. Wait a second here. D&D's been doing this for a while. These other games have been doing this for a while. I don't get on Twitter and all these other things, but I see all this happening. I see them yelling, but I don't see anybody arguing back. Hmm. You know, Sure, there are a couple of small people. And let's be fair, Pundit's small. Yeah. DM cool. Dave is small. I mean, the, these these people are, are are small compared to the, you know, the 100,000 subscriber Matt Covills and, and so on and so forth, or, or the 100,000 subscriber Nerdarchies, those assholes. Uh, or or Cody from What's His Nuts Twenty, whatever the fuck his channel is. Um, like, uh, so I the way I see it right now is I'm not the first voice by any stretch of the imagination. I wish I was, not the first voice, but I want to add my voice to the cacophony that that is that is shouting back against this nonsense that's going on. And if that's shouting at the rain, well, I know I'm not alone. First of all, because there are people like Pundit out there doing it as well. There are, I, I want more and more people to do that. I want, you know, Aaron, in, in some regard, you do it as well. You, you're not vitriolic like yeah, I am. Yeah. But, but you, you're, you're still shouting back against the pervasiveness. Nobody cares what you do at your table. Stop ruining what we already have. Stop turning Superman into some weirdo. No, don't make Batman, you know, a black gay guy or whatever the hell you're doing nowadays with it. Make your own. And let people support it. Make your new character. Make your own game. You know, I cannot stand Daniel Fox. I really do wish somebody would punch him in the throat. But he's allowed to have his Vihander game. Yeah. 
I, I don't want to tear it away from him or take it down. I'm just not going to play it. I'm not going to support him because I don't like him as a human being. That's yeah. to me, that's the way it should be handled. And I'm going to stand up and I'm going to rail against all these people. If somebody says, Orcs are racist, sexist, whatever, I'm going to call that person out as being a complete fool. You're a buffoon if you think that stuff. And I have, and yeah, <laughs> you, you get where I'm coming from with that. I need to read some of the chat. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, I will say that a lot of the people that would argue and yell have probably either been blocked through a blockchain or, you mm. know, a block list, um, or uh, they're just afraid of being, well, not afraid, but they just don't feel like getting hassled by, because these people are incredibly good at organizing. I mean, I had an argument with, uh, God, Swordsfall is his name, uh, okay. forever ago. And I had, uh, basically, he retweeted one thing I said and was trying to say that I was racist. And uh, what the fallout was, I had probably 30 or 40 people just just jump onto my uh, my ass. And, you know, one person was even like basically uh, saying that my kid looked deformed, you know. It talk, talking about my, at that time, like, uh, what was it, like four, four-year-old uh, daughter, who, by the way, is very cute. And, you know, they're saying that that my uh, four-year-old looks deformed is probably going to die, is what they said. See, um, that... <laughs> and, like, you know, th- this is this is the kind of stuff that you deal with. And, you know, <laughs> the, the irony, I'm, of course, is I didn't not, go around. I'm and... not afraid of any of these motherfuckers. Come to my house. First of all, I'm armed. Oh, well, yeah. They're Second... not going to do that. Secondly, I, I, I don't care what people say about me on Twitter, and I can't have kids. I'm saying that publicly. I can't have kids, so uh, you don't have to worry about my kids. So the only person you're going to go after is my wife, and she's a fucking ninja from Japan. So good luck with that one. And and she has ties to the mafia. The the yakuza actually does. So bring it on, bitches. I don't care. Like, and, and I have no family you can threaten because uh, either they're all dead or so far estranged. Anyway, yeah. come after me. Bring yeah, it on. They're all dead or would probably help you. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I use my real name on the okay doesn't it doesn't say it right now but I use my real name on the street because I don't give a fuck about any of these people by the way I'm about to move to Alabama people come on bring it to my house because I really would love to have some free fire time I'm, yeah. I'm not I am not afraid of these and I get why people with kids are that makes and I know some people have been swatted yeah try that shit in Germany try swatting me in Germany see what the fuck happens to you uh, you know uh, German polls I don't play that crap like oh you did what Oh, game on. See, in America, it's like, you shouldn't have made that phone call. You were naughty, naughty. Oh, in Germany, you swatted me? You're the one that's going to have some problems. Good luck with that, bitch. So, so now, to be fair, I'm not trying to be facetious about this. I know these people can organize. I know things can happen. I just literally don't care. I have lawyers ready. I have, Heathen Dog understands what I'm talking about when I say this. I have lawyers ready. So unless you kill me, but what, what happens if I die? My wife gets rich. Well, maybe not rich, but... I've got enough insurance that she's probably hoping you're doing something. So, uh, so it, yeah, it, I just think that people need to stand. That, that kids, that, 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 by the way, that drives me crazy. And it happens on both sides, by the way. And you, yeah. OSR slash right winger slash the people that uh, don't like this, whatever the term of the week is that are doing this, you're just as bad. Uh, you know, the Kiwi Farms type people and so forth. You're just as bad if you're doing it to them. Yes, we get hyperbolic on this show. Specifically, I get hyperbolic on this show. But you have to understand some things are like satire. You have to understand that some things are just to get your attention. As 
what happened when Aaron the Pedantic kind of met us, uh, you know, you know, through that video. I mean, isn't that one of the comments you made? Like, I think he's just saying this to get attention. Well, yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> Something like that. So, so I, just, just to finalize, I just, I, I, I get what you're saying. And I understand the concern. And especially when your kid's involved, you need to protect your family and your kids. Yeah, well, that's why I'm putting myself out there because I do not fucking care about these people. Yeah, Uh, I mean, there's also there's also the um, the fact that they do, you know, we've we've already established the whole Inquisition thing. You know, you will get expelled (laughs) basically from a lot of people, like being able to talk to a lot of people. So, I mean, that's that's of course unfortunate. But there's also the industry. If you're if you're involved in making products in the industry. Uh, I mean, look at what the Ennies does, you know, just now I'm not terribly sure about how things were, you know, way back as far as uh, how things went. But, you know, just recently, the Ennies had a lot of uh, interesting picks, I would say. And it's it's purely a popularity contest. Now, mm-hmm. yes. um, it is all going to be orchestrated and, um, you know, or like like I said, they can organize uh, so they can, they can effectively blacklist you. They can effectively, oh, they, they can get, get you fired out. from jobs. And that's the part oh, yeah. that, that yeah. so I work for the federal government. Come get me. <laughs> like, like you're not fired. They're not firing me over this. So, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, not, not all of us have that luxury. There's just all kinds of, all kinds of issues, uh, that I think prevent people from, from voicing their opinion for me. I just don't want to deal with their, their bullshit sure. on Twitter generally. So oftentimes if I have something to, sh- to, to, to add to it, I'll just like prevent, uh, not present, present a, what I would consider to be a nuanced, you know, rebuttal or something like that. Um, you know, where I and try, you know, I try and, to, and that's needed because, you know, I get a lot of people, it's funny when, when I rant, some people are like, yeah. And other people are like, you know what? I can't watch you cause you're ranting. When I don't rant, people are like, man, I watch you for the rants. You know, I, if I wanted to watch somebody more reasonable, I'd watch another channel. So it's like this, do I rant? Do I not rant? Cause you know, 50% of the people say do it. 50% of the people say don't whatever. But that's why when I rant, I am glad there's a you out there to put, I, I was going to say a spin, but that that's not fair to you to put a, a point of view on it that isn't ranty and vitriolic and so forth. So we can, there's room enough in the, you know, people like to say there's room enough in the hobby for everybody. Well, you're right. There is, there's room enough in the hobby for people like me who take too much B vitamins or something, apparently. And there's people like you, you know, say, okay, let's, let's look at this a little bit more specifically thoroughly and so forth. And I, I, I respect your position on it. Let's put it right. that way. No, so, so I appreciate do I. that. So I. And uh, uh, so speaking of the, of the whole cancel culture where, where, uh, where, uh, um, you can be pushed out of the of your work, it's, it, especially if you if you worked uh, at a gaming company and and you have views that are not popular. You don't put it in your games, right? You don't you don't Fry write it in, games into your games. You don't write in stuff, but you have personal views, and people find out about those personal views. Use your your use stuff from your personal life to get you fired from your work. This is what these people do. Oh, yeah. I had somebody ask for my Facebook account one time a couple of years ago when I was doing an interview. I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself. That is my Facebook. That's my private account. Yeah. That was back when I had everything privatized because I wasn't even using it for Legion of Myth stuff. Like, yeah. no, well, we have to look at it. Well, then I guess you're not hiring me because that's my social media, not yours. Yeah. So, and, uh, there, there is a uh, there, there's another side to that, especially with comics, because that happened a lot with comics, comic writers, artists. They all got pushed out. They all got fired 
from DC Marvel be because they had personal views that were that were incongruent with Twitter. And now right. they're not making money. These same people who are bitching and who infiltrated are oh, not making money, and they're blaming you for not making money. Yeah, you know, you know, it, it gets worse. Uh, uh, Cyberfrog, for instance. How it, much? Uh, how much? How much money uh, did did uh, did made the over writer? A how much? Made over a million. O over a million dollars for uh, for for Cyberfrog. Cyberfrog blood, honey. Yep. He, he, he did it. He did it privately, mm -hmm. and he was Indiegogo. What was that? Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Yep. Yep. Uh, that, that one trade paperback made more money than a lot of Batman and Superman runs. And that, and that's why the, the, uh, uh comics, you know, uh, mainstream comics are now dead because they pushed out all the good writers, all the good artists. And now, now they're going private and they're, they're making more money than they ever did. I mean, to be fair, it's harder work to do it by yourself. It, by, it's it, harder work. You've got to really want it. But yeah, but the thing is, it's it's harder work owning a company too. But you get to keep more of the money. <laughs> so they they learn that. Yeah, it's harder work. You you, you got to work longer hours. You're working ninety hours a week instead of forty. That that's that. But at the end, you're you're keeping 60 percent of the money instead of five. And they learn that. And you know, no. It, the, the the writer of a comic book making a million bucks for 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 writing uh, uh that was just his first one he made like yeah. five hundred thousand on the second well a, a different one and yeah. another million on his actual second one yeah. I mean and, uh, <laughs> it, it was it was it was trade paperback length so it was like between what like twelve to fifteen comics well it was uh, I think sixty pages if I remember correctly I'd sixty pages well crap man that's like three four comics tops yeah. so. You made a million bucks for 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 writing four comics. You would never make that at DC or Marvel, ever. Yeah, I mean, he but gets most of his money from royalties. If I if I understand his streams, what he gets most of his money from royalties from characters that they use of his in the MCU. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. I mean, they're they're you know you you push people out. You if if they are quality people, they are going to find a way. I, I look at like Frog God Games. Now, Frog God Games does not go out of its way to piss anybody off, but at the same time, they don't cater to the virtue signaling nonsense. And there was a lot, I, I don't, was it a year ago that Twitter went crazy against them? But yeah. then you had people like Nick Ricada, um, you know, Yellow Flash, and, and a few other people support them, brought it to my attention because of that. And I started looking at it and I'm like, I like Frog God Games now. Now, I'm not saying that they're perfect. They do a couple things that I personally don't like, but that's just... That's neat stuff that's personalized to me. Uh, but they're certainly not Kobold Press, which is something I used to respect until about three, four years ago. But Kobold Press, weren't they the ones that put out, or it was a different company? They, I Still, Kobold Press has done some stuff. It's not then. But I think they were the ones that put out that Cthulhu thing, wasn't it? Where they pretty much said that H.P. Lovecraft is a racist and we're still going to do this game, but you should understand that he, you know, that that his ideas of the universe and so forth you know, don't mesh with ours. Well, none uh, of his ideas of the universe <clears throat> that, that he wrote down in books shouldn't mesh with anyone. <laughs> well, they're talking it, about his, it, it, his it real life stuff that he said. Yeah. yeah, but no, no, I, I get it. They, 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 they gloss over the facts that late, later in life he married oh, a Jewish hat. woman, and yeah, and you know hat. he all, all this other stuff that, that 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 proves that. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, it was proven that up until his twenties, he lived under the thumb of his mother and father, which were who were horrible people. Once he got out of that, and he got a taste of the real world and saw how it really was. 
he changed because he's now part of the real world. And that's what happens. These people on Twitter, they're still not part of the real world. Uh, you I'll, go out with normal people and you and, and you you'll see that everyone has diverse ideas, everyone is valid and and right and wrong in their own way. You got to learn to navigate that. And he learned to navigate that in the last half of his life. No mm -hmm. one seems to bring that up at all ever. Oh, wait, because it goes contrary to what they believe. Well, he did oh. have a weird childhood, let's be fair. I mean, oh, no. <laughs> that, that kind of he, scarred oh, his him. Was messed up. His, his, his father, I'm not going to get into it, yeah. but his, his, his father was, was messed up and, and messed him up a lot. But uh, once he got out from under that, uh, he, he became more of, a, more of a, a steady person, more of an even keel person. But uh, it, it, it doesn't fit the problematic argument about him. <laughs> So no one brings it up. Yeah. Uh, my, my particular take is, uh, you know, um, if you haven't personally pissed me off as, as, a, as a content creator um, and you have good stuff, I don't give a shit what you do otherwise. Yeah. Typically. I don't, I don't want to know the personal lives of artists yeah. and writers. And the, I don't care. I don't. I, I, I only care. care when I find out that that artist or writer or whatever is an activist like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, well, I, 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 I still don't care. I mean, I, I don't like his his take on on the Hulk in the MCU. I, it, I don't like. I, I like him in other stuff. I just didn't think he was a good Hulk. A, a lot of people do. I'm like, that's fine. I don't, I don't hey. care what he's like personally. I don't, mm. I don't care what he believes in. I only well, care about, when, about when what I should care about. People with my with my beliefs and so forth, so, you know that that's yeah. that's when I take umbrage. Now I'm not scared of him, and I don't think he's coming to my house. But I no. just threaten back. So fuck him. I'm not going to pay. First of all, I'm not going to give him my money. And secondly, dude, you're like five foot two. I could step on you. Yeah. So you know, I I, I don't care about artists, writers, actors. Your your personal opinions don't mean anything to me. Just do your job, do it well, and I'll, I'll pay money to see your movie or buy your book or whatever if I like it. There you go. That's all I care about. Uh, the, the, the rest of it is just you trying to get followers. I don't care. Yeah, that, that's what a lot of it is. Yep. Yeah. That is what a lot of it is. Um, I, I think that if, if uh, we could, you know, perhaps try and nudge people in the direction of just from any side just like stop trying to ruin people's careers based mm -hmm. off of what you know what they say what their opinions are on certain things like um to me it might like if if it doesn't affect their performance in the job their ability to make the clientele happy from like on a personal basis you know whenever they're there uh then it just doesn't matter it, it shouldn't like because that ultimately affects someone's ability to express themselves yeah, they, in they, uh, they get, a meaningful they get way. Nervous no, about it, the Twitter mob coming to them saying that we're not going to buy your stuff. Ability and to care for their family, you know, yeah, to take yeah. care of their family. Yeah. You, you, you get, you get someone fired from their job be, because you think something in their personal life is problematic to you. You yeah, but obviously that asshole. family member knew about it and should have stopped him because that family member didn't leave that person. Well, yeah, that see, person's that. just shit like that. Shit like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you got that person fired. You didn't just hurt that person. You hurt that person's kids. You hurt, you hurt that person's wife right. or husband. Well, you, good. We you took them down. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're, you know, they, they might be living in a car now all, all because this, this person doesn't agree with this religion or doesn't agree with, with an, an, 
an, an, an opinion about sexuality that, that you hold very dear. Why, why did you have to ruin like four or five lives to, to get, to get at this person that you're never going to meet? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. The, the irony in that a lot of times they, they talk about how, uh, you know, they believe in, uh, you know, uh, universal human rights and, you know, being able to have safety, security, food, all these kinds of things. But, uh, you know, I'm okay with you being destitute and poor just because you said something. Because don't you don't like. believe in what I believe in. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that, you know, from, from every angle, that should be something that people should try and, you know, affect if at all, you know, like, uh, for instance, there was the whole, uh, Christina Ariel thing with star Wars that happened. Oh. And my particular take was, uh, I'm not going to try and get her fired. I don't, I don't care about that kind of stuff. She can say what she wants. That's fine. Uh, my biggest problem is that, you know, is the kind of stuff that Disney engages with from, from a business ethic level. You know, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't help Disney at all is because, because of that kind of stuff. I think that. See, it, I it, don't want, I don't want her fired. Right. For, for what she put out there, what I want her fired for. And no, that's not the right term. What I want the company to look at and any company is this person making us money. That's your job as a company. What Activision just put out, I don't know if you saw the video, but uh, I think a world-class bullshitters put out a, a video today uh, talking about activism said that uh, being woke is unworkable or or, or uh, enforced diverse, something like that. It's, it's unworkable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, everybody's up in an uproar over that saying, oh, my God, they're horrible people. But they're like having making sure you have one woman, one POC, one trans, one gay, one this, one that in every form. You can't do it. I mean, percentage wise, I mean, it's one of the things I'm from originally from Minnesota. When I grew up, I went to a school, we'll just say 2000 people and had three black people in it. How am I supposed to run around and find I got to get a person of color? I got to get this got to get. How am I supposed to do that? That's why our third tenant is organic diversity through natural inclusion. We yeah, weren't going to tell somebody no, but we're going to just use the pool that's around us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if 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 you live in in Utah, <clears throat> guess what? Man, you, you're not going to have a lot of people in color in your games just because there aren't there there aren't percentage wise a lot of people of color. If you are in if you are in Africa, and you and you you're not going to have a whole lot of Spanish people in your game, man. It's just not going to work out that way. If you live in China, you are not going to have a whole heck of a lot of uh, I don't know, say Chilean people in your game. It's not going to work out that way. And if you try and force it that way, number one, have fun. Cause I'm sorry, you're not going to have fun be because uh, you're, you're going to try and for force people to play in your game that probably don't want to play in your game. Yeah. <laughs> you will sit, you will play. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like uh, there is a lot of people pushing that, you know, uh, if you do run a game that you, your job is to run whatever the players want. And, um, I, I'm I'm incredibly against that. You know, yeah. to me, to me, it's the exact opposite. Here's the game that I have in mind. I'm going to cast a wide net, and you know, if you're interested because you really want to play a game right now, mm -hmm. then I don't I don't want you in the game. If you're interested because this sounds like 
a really good game for you, I want you in my game. And that's that's pretty much it. So a that's lot the of way times, we always played when we were younger. How is that? Is there something about and, and I'm asking this out no, of ignorance. Yeah. Is there something I mean, about online play now that has changed? Because that's how we always played, whether it's convention or or school or game shop, whatever. Like that's how we yeah, it's like not, I'm not interested in that one. I'm I'll I'll sit that one out. I'll wait. Not not so much. Well, I mean, so people are very committed to regular gaming groups. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, to, to, to an extent, I would say, uh, so whenever you have people that, you know, like, let's say you finish a campaign, which a lot of people in the newer school of play to them, a campaign might last a month if they're lucky, honestly. What? what? Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of people talk about how I've never played a campaign that lasted more than five sessions or something like that. It's not a campaign. Yeah. That's an adventure. <laughs> yeah, really, really it is. Uh, I, but I've heard that a lot and I'm like, shit, you know, I've been in the hobby for three years and all of my campaigns have been at least a year long, but yeah. you know, uh, because of that, you know, because they do switch things quite frantically, um, it, it kind of stands to reason that they don't want to get rid of the same players. Um, you know, so they're just like, well, what do y'all want to do? And, you know, let's just all kind of try and agree on it and we'll work from there. But, you know, I, I don't look at it that way. I really want to commit to a game. So I think, I think of what exactly do I want to, to run. And then I'm, I try and, you know, get the players specifically for that game and, and try and work with that as much as possible. Uh, But it's, it goes against a lot of what they want because, you know, um, the, the whole uh, y'all have seen, I'm sure, the Monty Cook Games um, consent uh, <laughs> thing. We did an episode on it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the whole thing behind that being, you know, um, you, you you pass this out and your player checks off. They don't want to deal with, you know, um, claustrophobia or starvation or spiders, you know, things like that. And it's like, I mean, yeah, every dungeon things, is done now. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've basically eliminated a lot of what I wanted to do. So, um, yeah, you've eliminated uh, a lot of what it was just generally out there. True. Yeah, but yeah. but there are people that would say it's your job at that point to reframe the game into something no. that is going to fit no. for them. And there are people that play RPGs from that standpoint of collaborative storytelling where they are going to say, well, the DM shouldn't really be restricting things to begin with. It should be kind of like this uh, evolving narrative where you know uh, you just kind of feed off of what the players give you. Then Again, play that, fate. That, that makes fate you is not the game, a game for master, you. It makes you a narrator. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And so, it's, it's a fundamental divide in how you approach the hobby. And ultimately, I, th- I think it's responsible for just a ton of really shitty, pointless conversations because, you know, <laughs> we all we all start with the same terminology, but we're meaning entirely different things. But, but I, th- I think that right there, this is kind of a segue of a topic and a good one is, you know, it goes back to... Uh, storytelling versus ttrpg when we mm. when you know we did two episodes on, you know regarding somebody who used to be on our discord uh talking about that and and again the first one was the one that you commented on to us M- my point in that i am definitely a little bit more i wouldn't say i'm more story driven than a hardcore beer and pretzel just let me have my character do my stuff uh tabletop gamer who barely knows the character's name but I also don't believe that it's my story. I believe it's our collective story. 
And I believe that the story is being created simply by playing the game. And that was really my point. My point was like, why are we getting hung up on this word story when it just doesn't matter? Let's actually get hung up on the things that really are the problem. Plot armor, a, a game like yeah. Fate, a Fate versus, uh, you know, an OSR game where there's death and, you know, and so on and so forth. The whole concept of, of characters should always win. And hell, that goes back to my game. Bob got mad at me because he felt that characters should always win. And I was like, I'm not writing you a book. You know, I, you know, versus, ha, 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 let me kill everybody, let's not care about anything, I have seven characters ready to go. And no, I'm not arguing about the DCC funnel, I actually like that, but I, you know, but I do like to see character growth and so forth. So I'm kind of in the middle, probably leaning more towards, you know, TTRPG sandboxy style in that regard. But th there's I, I a lean more towards story. Yes. You know, I, I, there, there was one game where, where, where I gave a certain amount of plot armor because because uh part way through i realized that oh man the this ending would be so cool if i can get there and i i, I gave garthon's character so a, a, a modicum of plot armor to to make sure he got there he didn't he didn't want to get there he didn't like it he didn't talk to me for two weeks because of the ending but um in in every other thing i do i don't give characters plot armor but i want them to complete the story i have in mind i don't have I don't have visible rails like for, uh, for, for the, for the call of Cthulhu game I did yesterday. The, it was, a, it's a convention game, right? It's made to be done in four hours. It has visible rails. Okay. I mean, you, but that's what convention games are for. They're meant yes, to learn a system and hang for. out with new people. It's, it's, it's for people who don't have a lot of experience with the game, who are who may, may, may be getting their first, first taste of it. And, and you can get something done in four to six hours. A whole thing from beginning to end that's it so there are rails on it i yeah. don't have those rails but what i have is i have a beginning i have a middle i have an end my job is to get you to these three points you can you can meander in between but i'm gonna get you to the middle and then i'm gonna get you to the end you don't necessarily have to have the same characters from beginning to middle to end you can die and the group will get someone else to take your place. And then you start their story from that, from that moment on. But with my story, there is a beginning, a middle and an end, and I'm going to get you to these points and then we'll start another story. And this is where heathen dog and I disagree or di I shouldn't say disagree. We differ, differ. because I don't like, I don't like that. I want to, if you guys decide that you want to join the evil empire, I wasn't part of my plan, but okay, right. you joined the evil empire. Now, now, you know, now if you do it in the middle of an adventure, I might have to, you know, end that session that day because I'm not prepared for whatever just happened. You know, if you, mm -hmm. if you go that far into left field, but ultimately speaking, barring some certain things, like when they wanted to, when they're playing heroes and they wanted to burn down a village in order to make the two villages like each other, because if, because the, the rationale is if we burn down one of them, they'll have to get along, right? No. Because they they were intentionally playing heroes, and I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna let that fly. I very rarely do that. I very rarely say no to the players. But you know, there comes a point where I was like, this is gonna screw up too many things with you guys, with me, and with everything else. Um, but I've said in the past, I run timelines. I do things. I do a little bit more world building in that regard. But if you decide that you know what, if I throw five adventure hooks in front of you and you take none of them, I'm actually gonna talk to you as players and be like, what do you want? I, I put five adventure hooks out there that I'm prepared to run. And you guys decided to dig a hole in the cemetery. WTF. You know, so I, I, I can't get with 100% unfettered freedom for the players. 
But at the same time, I want them to play the characters that they want to play. And I'm just going to have the timeline of the world move on. If you choose not to do anything with the goblin hordes that are coming, hey, they'll run over your city in a month, you know, <laughs> or, or whatever it happens to be. Right. So uh, yeah. I, I, I don't like the railroading of saying that no matter what I do, I must be at this point. And I could choose to jump off 15 bridges and either he's going to kick me out of his game or I'm going to have, you know, 16 characters. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, 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 if all of your characters happen to be born suicidal, okay, then all your characters are born suicidal and uh, the actual, I won't have to kick you out. The rest of the group will ask you not to come back. Some groups, but it, it depends because I've run groups where they'll yell at the game master for that. But you and I play in pretty static groups. So our groups are already aware of what's going on. But let's say we were to play with, with Aaron, for example. I'm not trying to call you out or anything. I'm not asking you to tell me exactly what you do because everything's nuanced and situational. But just, just in a situation, you know, where, you know, we've got somebody new to the group and Aaron's like, huh, I don't care about the fact that uh, there's a dying lady on the ground with a note that goes to the inn. We were walking south and I want to get to the next village to the south. If if your game, Heathen Dog, and I already know partially your answer to this one, but uh, if if your game is like, no, I have to have you grab that note, and that is part of my story, you're going to basically enforce it to happen, even if the characters try to light it on fire. Well, I'm, I, 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 you'll find another way of getting them the information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, right, right. That, that, that note helps get them to the middle part of my story. Like I said, you can meander all you want from beginning to middle. I'll get you with... I'll, I'll get you to that middle point. If you want to pick up that note, there'll be another way to to to, to get you to the middle part of the story. Like I said, uh, I, the, the way we're talking about campaigns is year long, you know, campaigns where there are there are lots of standalone adventures, and then every every three standalone adventures, you're going to have one overarching campaign adventure that will advance the campaign. You know what? If if you don't go for that note, then then it'll be a standalone adventure, standalone adventure. But then there'll be another campaign adventure that will that when you when you if you take this one, it'll send you to the middle of the story. And after you reach the middle of the story, there'll be there will be a standalone adventure, standalone adventure. Uh, it'll be like a like an X Files Monster of the Week type thing, season season one X Files, and then boom. There's an overarching adventure to get you toward the end of the story. So, so my, my thing is like, I like sandbox adventures. I don't like sandbox campaigns because I don't like hurting cats. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's really what it comes down to for me. But I'm going to try my darndest to let you do what you want to do. And, and just roll with the punches from there. But, but you know, there is a point where the characters are just being asked. And I don't know if you've run into this yet as a game master, where the characters are intentionally, maybe not intentionally trying to ruin your adventure, but intentionally trying to be funny or intentionally trying to be stupid or something. Where like, oh, so uh, the, the princess has given me, uh, uh, you know, telling me that I need to do something. Or my favorite, you know, whether it's the princess, the king, whatever, but some, some person in power. I tell him, go fuck himself. Uh, I mean, uh, typically, typically, I'm, typically, I mean, uh, I would, I, I let them do that. And then, you know, I just have the consequences, but yeah. it's well, easy for me. Um, I, I've never had a middle or an end in mind. Uh, you know, you have to have a beginning just in general, like you just have to have a place to drop them. 
but uh, I've I've never had any idea where things are going to go. I would just I you know completely disagree with your statement, and I <laughs> I don't I don't think you're being truthful. No, uh, like genuinely. For, no, for I'll give I genuinely, you you're right. I genuinely don't think you're being truthful. Now <laughs> I, I don't I don't think you're being truthful with yourself because if you if you've built a beginning, that 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 means you have you have a world. You have you have a framework for that world. You have this is how the world works. These are the races that live there. The, the, these are their territories. The, this is the adventuring group. There is there is some kind of of danger. There is some kind of bad guy involved in that danger, and uh, it's it will likely fall up upon the player characters to eliminate this bad guy and therefore the danger. Guess what? That's the beginning, middle, and end of a story you just made. I don't do that though. <laughs> Typically, there is but, no there is no danger in the beginning of your story. There's like so, nothing. Well, no, I saw I dropped them in a situation, so there is a like a direct threat that they deal with, okay. and I have a world at large that exists mm -hmm. that has problems, mm -hmm. uh, and then they can go and do deal with whatever problems they want to, and I just drop seeds here and there as they go, uh, and they you know just kind of keep going. Like I don't, I don't have a like the the big bad evil guy is just not something that really typically comes up. I did have a game uh, recently where they kind of made it happen in a way, but um, I, I do things usually organically. Um, and uh, so, for instance, uh, the second campaign I ran was uh, a game where. I spent, it was an urban campaign was, was the, the goal. That was the goal. Um, and so like I had the beginning because you have to have a framing at first that they have to, they have to be introduced to. And, um, you know, so they basically were on a boat ride uh, to this new, new kingdom they'd never been to because the old one, all the loyalists to the King were, that was assassinated were being slain in the streets. So they all had to escape by ship. Uh, they, they arrive at this new empire and I was like, this empire is going to have a hunter's guild, basically, where it's, it's, they're going to have contracts, all kinds of stuff they can do. And um, the empire itself is going to be kind of fucked up. You know, a lot of slavery, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, wealth disparity, just a lot of things that are really wrong with it. And then uh, it's still in the, in the world that I had created to begin with. So stuff from the first campaign is still out there. It's still happening. Um, and maybe you deal with it. Maybe you don't, uh, what they decided to do was they couldn't stand the fact that, uh, it was so fucked up in the campaign world. So they're like, fuck the hunters guild, you know, where I, I had put a lot of work into, uh, we're going to uh, become terrorists and hide in the sewers. And then, uh, Where, where's your shirt, to... heathen dog? Where's your shirt? <laughs> yeah. The, the player agency shirt. I should get that out. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, and you know, the, so it just kind of like, eventually they, they ended up encountering a, uh, a, a villain that was, you know, part of the, the first campaign that was left, uh, you know, not taken care of. Um, and I just kind of keep evolving the world as we go. Um, and usually I do that, uh, in a way that, you know, they're not making it evolve. I'm, I'm, just kind of like fleshing it out more and more as we go. See what, and, what you uh, do there, what you call world building there. That's what I do with my timelines. And maybe uh, I should call it world building well, more time, than timelines. Time but I think of it as that. important. Timelines are also important. Um, you know, timelines are a great way to, especially if you're playing. Well, I mean, all my games pretty much are games where the player characters themselves are not that important. 
in the world. They uh, they make themselves important from their actions uh, eventually. But the, you know, there's no chosen heroes. Uh, there's there's no kind of um, you know big damn quest or anything like that. It's just not how how I really do it. Um, the only time that I really did that was with my uh, last five E campaign, and that's because they basically wanted me to run it like that. It ended up being fun, but I would never want to play in that that game personally. I I, I, do, I do that like I, you know kind of like Heathen Dog says. Now I don't do a beginning, middle, and end because you know the middle could be anywhere for as far as we know but i i do tend to have the big bad but i don't start that at first level i kind of no. see how that they're how they're working first through fifth level and so forth and then once they you know they get their fireball at fifth level and they, and they can do they're cohesive as a party then things based on the actions that they've already taken they can go this way this way this way this way i try to do five i'm not always successful with that but i try to have like five directions that i give them so they have that the actual choice. What ends up invariably happening, and this is why I think Heathen Dog feels the way he does about some of the player agency. One character want, or player wants to go this way. One player wants to go that way because each one is going to be beneficial for my character first. Blah blah blah. And it's hard to to pull them back, which is where the sandboxy stuff works in one regard. But then again, it goes back to hurting cats. Uh, yeah. So and and I do like ultimacy. I like the Dragonlance thing where sure they didn't fight. The actual evil overlord, you know, Tachesis or, you know, Tiamat herself, right? But they did fight the High Lords. They did have, you know, their their adventures and so forth. And they did take down the upper echelon of 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 the you know of the, the Dragon High Lords. So in a way they did have their big bad fight. And you know, I'm going a little old school on that one. But that so I do like that, but I don't like it to be one straight line, like as in this right. is this use your empire. We must kill the Emperor. That's our ultimate goal. We must kill the emperor because that should be nigh impossible. Yeah. But you can do all these little things like you said, and, and I'd love to hear about this in a moment, you know, about the, like they decided to become terrorists. That wasn't in the script. What the hell? Okay. Let's see where this goes. But, you know, depending on the game, I couldn't let them do that in Earth Dawn because in Earth Dawn, they're heroes. But in a game like D&D, okay, let's see where this goes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, as far as where that went, they ended up, uh, killing the 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 dark knight kind of thing and then there's a tpk after that uh the death knight uh rather um but uh what yeah yeah no well, no alex no <laughs> oh unless he's talking i'm sorry unless he's talking old stuff elric of meldemon um, i can't even say the damn word he that was some dark stuff man dnd now is happy in fairies <laughs> yeah yeah Typically seems to be that way. Did uh, did we hit on the topics that you wanted to discuss? I know, like I said, I knew we there's, were going to get out of our tent. There's more. How oh, yeah. pressed are y'all for time? Uh, I have to. I'm, I got to go soon. So. No. So, so <laughs> well, well, hold on. It's 9 p.m. here in Germany, and I work in the morning. But I don't mind hanging out longer, and I, I can do that. We've done this before, so I, I can hang out longer. So uh, yeah, we can we can talk about stuff still. How does how about this? How does chat feel? That's what's important. Yeah. Uh, does, do you want to move on to section three? Do you have something that uh, that you want to talk about either with uh, D Genesis or anything that Aaron and uh, and we have? Is that correct? I'm not even sure. Have have talked about in section two? Then then yeah. Then uh, come well, on in well, for. Uh, or, we can, or we can let him finish what 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 he had to say. I mean, what kind of time frames are you all looking yeah, out there? So you, do you want to you want to have have Aaron keep on talking, or do you want to talk to him? Yeah, there we go. 
Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I definitely want to make sure you have the time to say the things that you want to talk about. So, I mean, obviously we can always invite you back as well, you know. Uh, I, I am definitely stopping you because you start to say things I don't like and I want to censor you. <laughs> I mean, I, I can I can talk too long. So go on, but yell more. See, that's what I'm saying. I get <laughs> that one video. Somebody's like, you cuss yeah. too much. And the other one's like, why aren't you I cussing louder? You. Yeah, you can't make everybody happy for damn <laughs> I sure. Know. Um, well, I mean, so as far as topics, uh, I, I wanted to continue on, it was just kind of where, where the hobby is going, you know, uh, and what exactly they, they've recently done with fifth, fifth edition, you know, with right. the, I don't know if y'all have seen the new unearthed arcana or not. No, I haven't. I purposely kept my, oh, kept my face away from, uh, things here. that would make it melt, you know, like, oh, like okay. You know, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, like uh, if 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 someone were to go, hey, look, uh, this 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 is the uh, the ark hey, of the listen. covenant. I'm going to open it. I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. That's so what the I don't. Arcana was to me, but I don't. Oh, go ahead. Um, this is for Tom. There, I, I keep trying to get it. there. It is. Yes, Tomato uh, took a peek at Earth on stuff. Does he have anything more about the differences between editions? No, uh, that that is for set. That is for number three. Come and come and ask us about that, and uh, we'll we will tell you about that. Come come on in. Come come on on voice chat. It's a good question. I would like to answer at, yeah. at that point as to like why and so forth. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the unearthed arcana. Uh, I don't I don't look at unearthed arcana because I don't I don't really care what they're doing. I, you know, like I said, I stopped it at a certain point. Uh, and I don't, you know, I don't care what fifth edition does beyond that, but they had a, a passage in it that was kind of stood out. Somebody showed it to me and it was, uh, basically saying that they're changing how they're handling race going forward. Uh, and so, you know, they took basically what they did with Tasha's guide where, um, you can, um, no longer do you get like a plus two for con for a hill hill dwarf or whatever kind of thing. Uh, you can change it to be whatever, whatever you want, you know, kind of, kind of like what I, what I was saying, you know, I, I wanted them to shit or get off the pot. Either, either race doesn't matter or it does matter. Well, you know, they certainly stop, took a shit. They, 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 yeah, they took the shit. So basically they said that uh, any new material that comes out, they will no longer be providing uh, ability score increases on it. Uh, languages, uh, proficiencies because those are all cultural and yeah, well, um, one of the arguments was trying to say well what happens if a dwarf is raised by elves why wouldn't that dwarf know how to speak this or do that or do the next thing i i can i can get that portion of it the part i can't get is um it still wouldn't remove its inherent magic resistance that's biological right. yes i right. believe in bioessentialism in a fantasy trope game yeah, they 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 had it looks like they were struggling with it because they they instead of, you know, saying biological, they said it was um something inherent to the the being a physical and magical uh creature of that type or whatever is what they're or of that lineage. So, they also they said they're changing from race. Uh race is purely going to be a way of describing PC mechanics and it's going to instead be either lineage or culture. These are things I don't really care about. But uh, what what it speaks to though is that they are they're essentially saying, you know, here on, you know, we kind of fucked up. We're not doing the, the the way that we used to, and it tells me that when sixth edition comes out, if uh, then basically race at that point is going to be phased out entirely. Um, and call so, LARPing costume your furry outfit. 
Yeah. So I was just kind of, I'm curious about y'all's take on it because there are, uh, I, I kind of made a joke about it, how, you know, like uh, I, I made a, a video saying that they were, um, you know, in, what was it? Uh, snorting uh, crushed Cthulhu eggs or something. Yeah. You know? I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, really it, it, to me, like I, what, what the, my, my take on it, uh, because they 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 specifically said this is not going to affect monsters, you know, um, you know, so as far as like monster stat blocks and things like that. Like and, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and to me, like the first thing that jumped out to me was, um, you know, they're saying uh, DMs can change, you know, uh, monsters as they see fit, you know, as far as like what's in the well, monster. Thank manual. you for letting um, me do my job as the well, dungeon master. Yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> the fucking thing is that that's exactly what they said with Tasha's guy. They said the DM can change these things. And now they're saying, okay, we're going to do it for you. No longer are we supporting that part of the game. And then, so now they're saying, well, when it comes to monsters, you can still change these things. And my, my, um, the way that, that I see that is, that is a road sign saying that, oh yeah, we're going to get rid of that in the future too. Well, they're not going to have a choice because people yeah. are not going to shut the fuck up about it because no, they're, they, they're going to use I have the a same question. argument. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I have a question. Uh, if, if they are removing say an elves plus two to dexterity and a dwarves plus two to constitution, uh, are they replacing that with some ability mechanic? It's just basically you can choose plus one, plus one in one thing and plus two in another. I want thing. my elf wait, to wait, be no, no, plus no, stop, two strength. Stop, stop. I, I have a part B. What about humans? Uh, they get the same consideration. I I think that they can. I think that it's either plus one in everything. Can, can't humans or, already do that though? I thought I thought humans either yeah either got a plus one everything or we're getting the plus the same yeah, stat bonus the but you got to pick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so it kind of it kind of took the the variant concept. Yeah, okay, so um, so they they're everything is literally the same under the hood. Like like well, every, not, every single Ferrari is a Fiero conversion, not no. entirely. <laughs> so it's basically they it. they did keep uh, dark vision uh, if what? it's applicable. If it's applicable, oh my god, that's racist. Uh, well, yeah, so that I mean that that still is part of it, and then like uh, for instance, you know, the forest gnome has like the, this little bit of illusion magic that they can, you know, that that kind of stuff. They That's kept also that, racist. It is now, I mean, like, now they're calling them gypsies. Bioessentialism. It's it, like they're they're trying to say we're against bioessentialism. We'll allow this type right now. Uh, and when it comes to your monsters, we're going to keep them, you know, like, but, but that's the thing is that people are going to say, why is it that a, um, a, a Medusa has to be evil? Why is it that a, um, a, uh, Noel has to be dumber, you know, that then you, know, most you asking these questions really makes me want to take off my headsets and just throw them against the wall. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. but, but that's. That's the take. That's the take it's going to be because people are going to say, well, uh, you're, you're making, you know, you're, you're putting that into their biological framework that that's how they have to be. And it's like, yes, because, you know, we're trying like, that's how, that's how, uh, fucking <laughs> that's how reality works is that there are inherent characteristics based off of your, your biology. I mean, that's just, that's just life. You know, so um, I, I would request that anybody who doesn't want to hear what I'm about to say, who's might be easily offended, mutes. Because I'm about to say something. First of all, Watsy, Twitter, all you little fucking mental midgets out there that are pushing this nonsense garbage of critical race theory and that somehow fucking video games are or, or fantasy games are fucking real life. Uh, you know, you've got something wrong in the noodle up here, you little dumb fuckers. Somebody needs to slap you around a little bit. Yeah, they ate it. Oops, I just made my cat run. All right. 
It, these you dumb fucking retards, you little waterhead mental midgets, need to fucking get out in the real world, get real jobs, see how real people act, and stop ruining our fucking hobbies. This is some nonsense bullshit. What do you mean? An elf, an elf has plus two. Oh, I don't even remember what the fuck it used to be. A dexterity? Oh no, that that can't happen. Yeah, it happens because it's called fucking genetics, you little dipshit. You know that a monkey's arms, the the molecular structure of that arms or the muscular uh, musculature of that arm is different than arms. A three pound chimp can rip off your fucking arm. Why? Because there's different biology. You stupid fuck. They're not humans with pointed ears. They're not dumb. What what is that cancerous growth a fucking tiefling has? Okay, grow the fuck up, you dumb shit. Reach. I'm gonna throw shit. Fuck them. Fuck those people. Fuck everything they've done to this hobby. And I hope they go fucking play in traffic. I will say one thing. I will. I will say one thing. So you, you obviously were willing to accept some, some. Uh, I guess you would say like realities. We're, we're willing to accept that they might not translate well for a game because if you think back to, uh, I think his name is Leonard Lakofka. Does that sound familiar? Uh, the guy, not, the not, guy to, not to me, but okay. So it's it's uh, the the guy with TSR that wrote the thing about like uh int- like how women can play female characters in D anD D, and it was like you know they they wait, can wait, use wait, their women are allowed to play female characters who 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 no, gave no, 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 them no, no. this right? No, no, no. like he was he was saying <laughs> that you know as an adventurer they might use uh their their beauty or their seduction or things like that. This is like. Uh, yeah, early 80s, because because guys are stupid. They think with two heads instead of one. Yeah, well, but but I can accept that that you know uh, trying to uh, you know impose like strength restrictions on female characters might not be exactly what I want to do. Like I can accept that, but there's going to be a point where you know the the strength thing isn't going to be the stop. It, 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 or uh, well, to 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 so like for instance, you have a Goliath. And then you have a gnome. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know the, the statistically they can I want have a gnome with can, plus two be, strength. Exactly. I was I was thinking I'm going to make a gnome barbarian the next time I want to troll somebody. Oh, did but, you? I I wrote it up. Did you? I, I I should find it for you. But I have a thing where it's like I said because uh, I think we were talking about Tasha's at the time. I said you know it's a furbolg father and a gnome mother. It could happen. Yeah. Yeah, think that went through. <laughs> but no, hang on, uh, you you you've you, you've touched on this before in uh, in AD and D, female characters had a maximum strength score of what was seventeen. In the original AD and D, first edition, first edition. Fem- female characters had a maximum strength of seventeen. It didn't affect the role. It's just you stopped at seventeen. Right, exactly. But they got rid of that in in AD and D second yes. edition. Yes, it is. Now, I have no problem with that. Now, uh, the 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 AD and D first edition rule is based off of our reality, and we our reality is that uh, uh, a male yeah. and a female of of the of the same stature who exercises the same rate, the female will never be as strong as the male. It's just, right. uh, the, the the maximum weight, if I remember correctly, was six hundred and sixty pounds for a female, and that's in today's standards. We're not even talking nineteen seventy three standards. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. We're, we're talking steroid days. Yeah. The yeah. guy who played the mountain on uh, on uh, Game of Thrones, he broke the record recently, uh, you know, for the male side, which was like one thousand one hundred and four pounds, so almost double. There's right? a huge disparity it's, in that. It, Not it, that I'm no, saying yeah. that it's right for a game. They right. got rid of that in AD and D second edition. I have no problem with that. You know why? Because AD and D is not the real world, right? So 
real world shit does does not necessarily have to translate. And I, I think it shouldn't because in the real world, there also aren't elves. There also aren't dragons. There but that's the excuse all that they use that for, for all this other nonsense. You know, it's, I, I agree with what, actually, I agree with what Heathen Dog's saying. There, there, there has to be that line, though, that says... This is reasonable. This is not. I use. I think I was talking with DM Dave about this or chatting with him about this, and uh, I want to get him on the show too at some point. Is it's not about what is possible because all things are possible in the noodle, especially with yeah. these insane freaks out there. They can think about things that just you know it's an LSD trip in their in their in their heads. But it's about what's plausible or there was another word and I forgot what it, I use plausible. Probable. I always use yeah, pro, probable and plausible. If it is probable, if it is plausible. I'm going to let you do it because it makes sense to the game world. Aaron, you know, Aaron, you make a game world that says all elves are seven foot tall. They're fat. Well, that's your world. And mm. you, you choose to say that. And, and, and they all, they all smoke weed. They're always in a daze, you know? So you know what? They get a bonus to, to resist you know, this. They don't want to fight at all. So they really suck at fight. You know, you just change it to something else, but that's your game. That's your world. If I come in and say, no, 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 I want to play the five foot two, you know, short, uh, uh, you know, Dragonlance elf uh, of this background of, uh, of this. And I want to dance around and prance like, no, that's not in my world. Well, you're a bad game master. It's like, no, it has to fit the plausibility of the world. Right. That's right. why you have the dark suns. That's why you have the Greyhawks. That's why you have the, the nonsense jammers. That's why you have, you know, you have these different realms because they provide a different aspect. You have Eberron, which is just a ripoff. All right, Sharers, take care, man. Uh, which is just a ripoff of Earth Dawn. Uh, you just you have these things. Let them be there and and play within that realm. Forgotten Realms was always the one to me that was the now the fifth edition we'll call it. Oh, surprising! Guess what it is? Because there's always the one where you could find everything. You couldn't do that in Greyhawk. You couldn't do that at least not as easily. You couldn't do that in Dragonlance. You couldn't do that in Dark Sun specific, you know, especially because uh, you had halflings that were eating people. Uh, so, I, you know, this whole homogenized everything, it started with homogenized groups, then it turned into homogenized attributes, then it turned into homogenized ability, you know, natural abilities. It's just humans in skin suits. It's not fun. How is this fun for anybody that's not LARPing or cosplaying? That, that's my question on that. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they get their fun from a different place. I will just say that. Where? I mean, I because I, I literally don't see it, and I'm I'm not trying to be facetious on that. I don't well, see it. Where is will, that fun? Yeah, I will tell you. I will tell you Sweet. where they get that fun. So, uh, in a game I was on Wednesday, and I'm not going to provide too much detail, just because like I don't want to, uh, you know, we're not trying uh, to out anybody here. Well, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I had a pl well, I I'm a player in that game, and there was a player. Um, it, who basically said, uh, this is where I get my fun. And what he was, he was referring to was whenever, uh, there was a, um, character that they were, you know, the player was portraying something about the character's feelings on something. And, you know, like there was a, oh my gosh, shock moment about, you know, how, um, this thing happened. And, uh, it was pretty apparent that, you know, it was, just like done for dramatic effect, basically. And, you know, that's that's where they get their fun. And it was like, uh, had to deal with like relationships rather than anything to do with how the world works or anything like that. I mean, I can um, see that as part of the game to some degree because I like to role play. I'm one of those yeah, people me too. that I actually like to get into my character and spend time being my character. That's my escapism. 
Yeah, but but they they are perfectly amenable to uh, the you know the DM basically shifting things behind the scenes to make it like more interesting things that are cl very clearly like uh, you know they were just trying to mirror something from uh, a um, uh, a popular thing like they were like riff riffing off what the players were doing and like putting something new into the world strictly for the purpose of making something interesting at that moment. And uh, the, the, you know, the, the players, they just enjoy the ride basically, you know, for me, I like hmm. to have, um, you know, I like to have moments where I'm portraying my character in an accurate way, but I also, you know, I can play a game like I did uh, on Thursday in AD and D with uh, black dragon games, for instance, uh, where we played together and he was, uh, you know, like everybody was like, we're, we're not going to do that talking in character with accents, you know, shit. We're just not going to do that. You know, we're, what, what do your, what does your character do? That that's kind of how we played the game. And I can, I can enjoy it both ways, but these people on this, on this side, like they don't want that. You know, the character is the game. Then take a drama class. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you could say that, but I mean, they're having a good time. And again, again, it's, it's, what do you enjoy at your table is, you know, like that's yeah, as, fine. Uh, as long, as, regard, as, long as everyone at the table enjoys it. Yep. Yeah. That's that's fine. The, but if it's just one person who wants to, who, who, who wants to be the, 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 the drama all the time, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And everyone's like, dude, I just want to go. Or the yeah. guy who leaves oh, and I, only I, comes I wanna, back when combat starts. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and you know, that's just bad time for everyone. It, for everyone involved because no one's going to get what they want but yeah if, if everyone's cool with that at your game fine fine but let me go back to what i said before i don't disagree with anything that has been said there except for the one caveat you're listening to these people and by you I'm talking the amorphous you out there you're changing the ip you're now making official books that are changing to your one way of play See, we never took that away from you before and said that you had to give elves plus two, no. but you're literally taking it away from us now by saying that this is how you have to play moving forward. Do you see the difference there? Again, I'm not scolding Aaron, of course. I'm you know talking to, to everybody out there. It's just, that's the problem. Make your worlds, make what you want to do, play it the way you want to play it, but don't all of a sudden change the core concept of the game to make me play your style. If you mm. didn't like the style that already existed, and I'm, I'm being very clear about this, already existed before you got to it, you're the one in the wrong changing it. I'm not the one in the wrong. Go make your own game. This reminds me of my neighbor that I had. I just got out of the Air Force, and I moved back home temporarily in Minnesota. And uh, my neighbor, who moved into an area where a basketball, outside basketball court exists, if there's one thing I loved my little poor neighborhood is I had tennis courts, basketball court, and a baseball field literally across the street. One caddy court and one directly across the street. And they turned the, the baseball field and, and basketball court into hockey rinks in the winter. So I got to play everything. Just right across the street from my house. It was amazing. He moved in when I, well, he moved in after us. I was six years old when we moved there and the basketball court was already there. But apparently sometime in like 19, or 2001 or whatever, he decided to complain about it and got the basketball court shut down. Hey, asshole, you moved in after it was already there and we were playing on it. You don't get to make that fucking change. You didn't like it. You shouldn't have moved next to a basketball yeah, you court. You shouldn't have bought the house. You don't, you don't want to live next to a basketball court. Then don't buy the house next to a goddamn basketball right. court. Now, yeah. I could see if they put it in after the fact. 
Yeah. Because that's, that's changing then, hey, the what you, you yeah, know, live I next moved to into a house that didn't have a goddamn basketball court. Now you want to put in a basketball court? No, no, no. I'm have words. Right. And then so, you, you have legs to stand on. That's so same something. thing back with the game here. Like you can make your own thing. Nobody stopped you. There are games all over the place. Everybody's still doing it, but you changed mine. You changed what I did, and you're laughing about it. So now I'm going to proverbially, metaphorically, punch you in the throat for it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you why I'm not worried. You know, as far as, the, yes, they have they have fucked the IP. Uh, it was already <laughs> fucked before I got uh, I even got into the hobby. So, you know, there, there's probably a reason why I'm even less worried than most people. But <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried because of the fact that, you know, what, whenever this happens, it creates a void. And the void is going to be filled by something. And uh, it's being filled, I would say, by people that still play, you know, AD&D, that play uh, old school essentials, that, you know, just the myriad uh, OSR retro clones. Um, it's, it's carried on by all of these things. And it means that there is going to be a desire for people to get this stuff from another place. It means that we can grow, you know, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's what I would recommend is that rather than, um, you know, even though I do, I do kind of like joke about how, you know, so, sometimes I do some like alarm ringing kind of, kind of stuff, but um, the, the hobby is going to be fine. You know, we're yes. going to make sure it's going to carry on. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. And the best thing that we can do is try and make sure people know that, you know, the OSR is not full or, or, you know, just the indie scene, the old school scene, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. It's not full of people that are hateful. It's not full of no. people that want to, uh, you know, just be dicks all the time. And, you know, that, that, that can't evolve to different styles of play or anything like that. Uh, to, to, to show them that there is something worthwhile because when I joined the hobby, Everyone said nobody plays AD and D. Like it was too complicated. You know, it's why would you play that? The 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 new stuff is so much better. And then I'm you're I'm sitting here. Badly. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's not complicated, really. It's just like it, it's easier to learn how to play AD and D than it is to play fucking. Uh, For everybody out there, I, I have say. a video on Thacko. If you really want to understand Thacko, because you can't read the fucking English in a player's handbook, I have a video on the backward me methodology of Thacko, just just to cover all the bases for you. Yeah, or you could, or you could just use the chart. It doesn't. It's fine either way. Uh, but but yeah, it's um, it's the, the, they were, there was nothing but but bad things being perpetuated until I heard the one person who you know I I you know because I was a big web DM fan. And, you know, WebDM, they have Jim Davis on there and he's like, you know, uh, recent, like, this is how things were in the old school, like how they would do things. And uh, I really like that. And I'm like, oh, that does sound good. You know, so then then I go into that and see, here's the important thing is that he didn't frame it like, God, it's so terrible the way they do things nowadays, you know, because because whenever you assault something that people like, then they get defensive. So if you just, just, you know, put out the positive of, you know, these old school games, they allow us to really show what being a halfling or hobbit uh, really means. It really feels you know? like, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and yeah. it matters. It matters. Anytime that you go somewhere, people are like, oh, it's a hobbit, you know, like uh, better, you know, watch your possessions and shit like that, you know, because they got sneaky little hands, you know, um, it, all that, all that kind of stuff. Like you really get to get into those things and. Uh, whereas currently, you know, 
it's just kind of mush. It's kitchen sink mush, unless your DM takes it and refines it into something yeah, better. It, you, you are given gruel, and mm -hmm. and each 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 dungeon master has to try and spice it up as best they can with whatever they have and what what whatever the players will will tolerate, and you know try and make it your own. But the 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 the, the fact that now you're given gruel is upsetting to us. Yeah, yes. I, I get that. I get that. Uh, you know, just from from my end, it doesn't. It, you know, I didn't have that. You started kind of with gruel. background. Yeah. yeah, I started with gruel, <laughs> and then I saw, whoa, those people are putting flavor and like they're making steaks. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go get some steak. You know, um, but uh, <laughs> I I I don't know. Um, I feel like uh, it it's probably sometimes overstated. Maybe you know. Again, this is coming from an ignorant uh, perspective. Um, just from what I had heard about how, you know, the, the old, old folk, you know, like I, I watch Tim Cask's videos when he talks about, about things. yeah, uh, well, in, you know, one of the things that is often talked about is how, like, you know, they, they weren't playing D and D they were playing Blackmore, they were playing Greyhawk or they were playing. I this actually wanted that. to bring that up at one point. So yeah. let's circle back to that after you're done. <laughs> well, you'll probably have more to say on it than <laughs> I do, honestly. But uh, but the the idea that you know the world is really the the most important part, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that more so than the system, and you know, just like the 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 afterword that Gary Gygax put in the Dungeon Master's Guide about how you know it's basically you know the 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 campaign at large, you know, the, the world at large, the game system, and then you know uh, that kind of thing. Don't don't adhere to you know the 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 rules lawyers basically is what you know, mm -hmm. before before I think it, I don't think he actually called them rules lawyers, but no no, no um, I know I know it's it's right in the back of the first yeah yeah yeah. Or yeah, so I I don't think that there's anything. Uh, I don't think that they would have been upset, perhaps, that if you if you were to fuck with the game because it looks like it was meant to be fucked with, but they were presenting something that you could really get into. And now it's instead it's like you know toolbox. Here's toolbox, which doesn't really offend me too much, but I kind of I kind of like you know having more flavor. So. I guess that's that's kind of where I land. No, and and thing is, is that that's I guess that's kind of the stance that I want to say I take on it is I don't, but I always always call that homebrewing anyway. The rules are there. Now it's up yeah. to you to homebrew. And what I hate is who is that that one guy that uh, we, uh, we did a video on a while ago who's like, well, I'm going to put this in my games, and it's up to you to take it out. That's backward thinking, dude. The proper way to think about it is I'm not going to put this in my game, and I'm going to let you. I'm going to give you this, and then you do what you want with it from there. I'm curious about have... the context on that. Um, <laughs> what what, what was, game uh, was it? Uh, it was, uh, I forget the guy's name. It's one of our videos from, from the past. It's like GNS theory, whatever. But basically, he's going to put homosexuality and trans and so on and so forth in games. And it's up to oh, us to okay. take it out. Okay. And my okay. thing is like, no, I don't care that the bartender is trans, gay, whatever. I never needed that in my game ever. So it's backward methodology for you to say, I'm going to put that in. And then it's up to me to take it out. Mm -hmm. that's that's just and it doesn't matter if it's that or any other premise if it's not related to the game i don't need to know it i will yeah i will add to it the way you, i'm supposed to add to it as a game master not take things away necessarily yeah so uh so i wrote down i wanted to make sure i said what i needed to say so first of all i agree with you dnd's dead and that we've said that on multiple videos we believe dungeons and dragons is dead why do we rail on it because it is still the 800 pound gorilla it is still the name that everybody knows and mm -hmm. they keep doing weird shenanigans but for me it started dying in third edition and completely met its full death in fifth edition so really i don't care where it goes for sixth edition 
I will well, not. This, this is what's going to happen. This this is what's going to happen. It's it, it it's the same thing that happened to the telephone company. Uh, Bell collapsed because it was it was too big, and uh, it it broke off into all these other things. So D and D is huge, but it's so generic that there's nothing special about it anymore. It's going to break apart into its own little little uh, uh, fiefdoms. You know, it's it's gonna it, it 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 they're going to accidentally return to Ravenloft, Greyhawk, Dark Sun, Dragonlance. They're going to accidentally return to what they're trying to run from, because people want to. Be, people are going to uh, uh, create their own little Legos with it, and those Legos are going to get so popular. It's it's going to break the generic toolbox, and they're they're going to be like five or eight different different D type games that are dragonlance greyhawk you know dark sun uh eberron all that stuff it's 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 just gonna it's going to break apart and then it it's it's going to finish being it uh, actually no if, if if you say D is dead it's finally going to decompose mm. i i do differ on on my my projection be, just okay. because i think you know it's easy for uh oh Oh, see, no one wanted his opinion, and so even even his computer didn't want him to give his opinion. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. I hope you can, can hear me now. You're, yep, you're back. You're back. Okay. Hope you're back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So uh, a lot of a lot of the the analogies that we use are referring to uh, passive consumption. So if you look at comic books, obviously, like you know, you consume the comic book as it's written. You don't get to mess with it or anything like that. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 But uh, when when it comes to D and D, like you know it's always been kind of just a toolbox, but it's been one that has a lot of flavor to it. And, mm -hmm. and in this case, I think that what's going to happen is that because it's so huge that even if like what they're giving you is mush, people are going to happily pay for it. They're going to continue happily paying for it because of the fact that they're like, well, you know, I can, I don't like this thing. I can switch that. I can change that. I think that that is going to, so you think it's going to become like a GURPS or a champions? Or hero oh, system, I, wouldn't I, say should say. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I, there are people like the fifth edition, um, you know, format because it's really just, you know, D20 add modifier is very easy to, to, to tweak. You know, they have, uh, I think it's called like, is it Esper Genesis or something? And then they have, you know, uh, adventures of middle earth, you know, like you can, you can very easily, you know, take out the, 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 the dungeons and dragons part and just put other stuff on it. And it's very, so, so I, I guess what you say, so you already so, think it kind of is in the realm. Of uh, yeah, I, think, I, think it, okay. I think people, people are able to do that because I mean, the OSR exists and five E's really just kind of like BX. If you add a skill system and if you take away roll under and, you know, uh, <laughs> just, you know, you take away like the saving, like, it's just like kind of with some tweaks and then you add on, you know, more stuff that you can include. Uh oh. Yep, you went out again. That was an abrupt. It was. It, it, he's actually blurry. It happened so quickly. That's weird. <laughs> Am I back? Um, you're back not, not audio, visually. but uh, there we oh, go. There you go. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be as I don't think it'll ever be really a GURPS because, you know, GURPS is nonspecific. I would I would say, you know, like you, you, you can don't, just you don't think that D&D like in a sixth edition would become go nonspecific. Really? Well, well, well D&D well, well, itself is it, but we'll call it Watsy sixth edition it's or something. Gonna be, it's still going to be fan. Uh, I would say epic fantasy role playing game. 
It's still going to be that. Okay. It's just that the, what the, the fantasy entails, all those specifics aren't really going to be there. It's just like, here's our licensed properties and, you know, stuff. And, you know, we're going to give you maybe some fluff, maybe even not. And then, you know, take it from there. But I, I don't think that it's going to have the same impact because the idea with a generic system is literally it can be in any genre, really. Like right, you can, right. you, but uh, you can tweak it some. And I think that you could do that, but not like you would be having to present a new product in order to, or at least a, a lot of work. There'd be a lot of work. So, so what, what if it went this route? They made Dungeons and Dragons as like the, the core. We'll call it 6E just for lack of it. They made that yeah. as the core, but then do kind of like what Paizo did. Put a Starfinder on Starfinder, top of it. Yeah. Put, yeah. put, a, put, a, put a, 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 a Cyberpunk on top of it or a Shadowrun. You know, you could start putting these things on top of it. Sure, it's going to have maybe a different name or a different world, but let's be honest, Starfinder is just Pathfinder. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that uh, okay. just because of the fact that it's risk, you know? Um, the fantasy genre is big, and there's a lot of people into it. Uh, as far as, like, you know, the scientific, role, science fiction role-playing stuff, it's pretty big, but I don't think it gathers quite the same pool. Um, okay. And um, they're, they're not going to want to take like monetary risks. So I think they'll just let third party publishers handle that shit, you know, or independent, you know, they'll, they'll just, they'll just be like, Hey, you can, you can do that. It's not hard. I mean, that's, that's kind of, kind of my, my take on it. I, I don't necessarily disagree. I, I don't really prognosticate the, the D and D thing. Cause uh, twice I was wrong. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I mean that I, so I didn't I expect too. fourth edition to be what fourth edition was. Because my circle didn't like third edition, other than the roll high portion of it, which again I don't care either way about roll high. I, I only get mad about the Thacko thing when people are like Thacko is so difficult, it's a pain. It is not difficult. That's the only time I get mad. But I, I get the idea of always wanting to roll high and so forth. So I was wrong about fourth edition. And then when I got into fifth edition, people were like, dude, you got to get into fifth edition. It's so much better. They brought it back to its roots. I'm like, yeah, let's get into it. And then I was like, no, what are you talking about? You're not gonna. It's not back to its roots. Until yeah. gnomes can't be paladins, okay? It's pretty much that simple to me. Um, yeah. One of the things I wrote down here that, that I, I wanted to add just for a second here, it's still part and parcel of this, is investigation and search. It, when you run OSR games, do mm -hmm. you tell people when they walk into a room, hey, uh, roll investigation or search? Right! That's no. everything in 5th edition now. Like, yeah. okay, I'm going to roll investigation. No, you're not. What are you investigating? Well, it says here, I just I roll investigation. I can find yeah. stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I think I saying that. I think saying it goes back to his roots comes from people that maybe uh, they know third edition and they like have heard stuff about editions prior. I would say, uh, but I mean, yeah, bas basically the the way that, that that goes is I describe what the room looks like, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, then if they want to check something out, they can check something out, and then if there's, you know, they're going to spend time searching. Then you know I'll do a D six and uh, yeah, uh, and that that that's that's pretty much it. And um, so I mean it's in it's entirely it, that part's entirely different. Uh, really, um, I, I think that the 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 search role or like the the uh, perception investigation check is, is the one that gets me. Investigation. It's just basically, uh, can we skip to the good part? Mm -hmm. You know, because yes. they, they're not interested in the question. I just want my gruel. Yeah, they, they well, yeah to the I next shouldn't fight. have stepped on the trap. I rolled a fifty-nine on my investigation. Like, oh, dude, God. you said you're investigating the ceiling, not the floor. You know? Yeah. <laughs>
Um, so, and then the last thing I wanted to make sure I mentioned here, based on what you're talking about, then we can circle around any of it that you want to. Is uh, so you talked about uh, you know the whole D and D and the worlds thing and so forth. That was a Watsi issue. When yeah. Watsi took over from TSR, one of the things that they said was, "People don't tell me they played Advanced Dungeons and Dragons." They tell me they play Forgotten Realms. They tell me mm. they play Greyhawk. They tell me they play this. And they're like, that sounds like different games to us. We want to unify it. We want to co- we want to codify it together. Well, they they succeeded. They succeeded. Yeah. Now now people won't even say, you know, I'm playing uh I'm playing well, any any kind of other RPG. They're like, oh, we're playing DD. It's like motherfucker, say the the fucking name of the game. Don't just call everything it's a role-playing game DD. You're killing me. Well, I've had, I've you know, had you know what's funny that. about that? We, we've, ar- I've argued with, I think Shadzer is one of the people we argued with about that, where it's like, uh, maybe it wasn't him, but, uh, you know, talking with people. I agree with you theoretically, but it's like my job. You know, people will say things like, yeah, because I work in video conference, they'll be like, oh, my, my VTC's broken. So they're like, all right, so you're trying to get into the, you know, the video device. It's like, okay, uh, what's the IP address? No, it's my computer. You're like, God damn it, that's a software application. That's not, it. you know, but... I'm so used to just weird terminology that people say. If they say VTC, they mean it's in a conference room. If they say it's a Tanberg, which doesn't even exist anymore, it means a set-top device. It's like saying Kleenex. So I'm used to it in that in, in the mundane person regard, where I agree with you yeah. 100% yeah. is when I'm talking to, say, you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I play D&D. Oh, which game? The dude just said he plays D&D, and he's <laughs> experienced in the field. He better be talking about D&D. Oh, I play oh, D&D. God. Which game? Oh, I play uh, uh, Pendragon. That's not D&D. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, e- even even just saying I play D&D, it's like, fuck, you really got to narrow it down. Because, you know, like uh, playing, playing uh, you know, fifth edition is definitely not the same as playing fourth or third. And then whenever, whenever you go into the old school stuff, it starts to be a little bit more muddled together. But whenever you go to OD&D, it's like, okay, okay. So we're not, you know, no thieves. <laughs> like, you know, it's gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take away a lot of stuff there. Um, you know what I don't don't like about the edition wars thing? Like, I normally don't care about edition wars. Have edition wars. I love edition wars because my edition's better than your edition. Here's why. But I don't like it nowadays when I hear first edition players are become purists over OD and D or uh, versus second edition. Mm-hmm. I understand that there might be a. a is like a lot of people, a lot of old first edition AD&D players don't like non-weapon proficiencies. I think it's because they're exposed to them wrong. They're exposed mm-hmm. to them like skills instead of like, hey, you have a proficiency in this above and beyond somebody normal. Uh, this is supposed to be used in extraordinary circumstances not to tie your freaking shoe. That's why there isn't a tie your shoe proficiency. You know, these are supposed to show things above and beyond. That's why I only got like three of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, that's a good and, point. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, like but, if it, yeah, it's 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 the same thing in a lot of games now, but they have to specifically say it. Like, like games nowadays have to specifically say, "Listen, mm-hmm. do not roll yeah, unless that's right. it a is lot of dramatically games necessary or has consequences." Having the skill alone is good enough to get you through any average situation with no problem whatsoever. And then there are games like Palladium. Where 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 they where they where, where they say, hey, listen, you grew up in in uh, in 1990 U.S. Uh, in in the United States in in, in 1990, you graduate high school. Well, guess what? You have all of these skills at this level, and 
you do you do not have to roll them unless it is dramatically appropriate or there is consequences like you can drive a car you don't need to choose drive car skill you get it you you don't need basic math you don't need uh literacy in in your in your country's language you were taught that everyone was taught that who grew up where you grew up if you grew up in a fishing village guess what you can do dummy fish and you probably swim take that skill you just get it you know so uh when when ADD came out with the with the uh with the non proficiencies uh, I'm sorry uh non non weapon proficiencies it was special stuff that you are expert in that's what it is. If in your background you grew up in a fishing village, dude, you can fish, brother. If 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 uh, if, if you grew up in a on on a farm, you can milk a fucking cow. The the intent was to say when it came, it actually came out in first edition with the Unearth Arcana, I think, if I remember, or the Wilderness Survival Guide. I forget which one. Yeah. The intent yeah. was to say not only <laughs> can you do you're already an adventurer, so you probably know how to survive and hunt Build a, a fire, little bit. You yeah. know, whatever you can do that because this you, is to you say overland travel. It's raining outside, and you don't have your flint and uh, you know and and matchstick. Are, can you do this? Well, I don't know what to roll for that. That's got to be a difficult thing. Well, I have a proficiency for it. It's uh, was it wisdom minus you train two? Train for it. You literally so, train for adverse situations. That's right. what the proficiency was for. It, it wasn't supposed to be like every single guy, birch tree bark right here. I have I have my flint and steel makes cool sparks. You don't need you don't need expert skills to build a fire in that situation. Any idiot can do it. And yet I can't tell you how many times I played a second edition game where the game actually like, okay, uh, you're getting on your horse, roll riding land base. Well, it actually mm. specifically says for riding land base, it's only for trick riding. Or yeah. if I'm trying to, you know, well, no, that's that's for riding horses. So you tell me that everybody in this world has wasted a proficiency slot. Every merchant, every every farmer has wasted a proficiency slot in riding land base. No. Okay. No. So there's only five people on the planet who know how to build a fire. Okay. <laughs> you know. You know. Yeah. So, it's you know the, the, it's the the uh, the reason it got a bad rap is because it wasn't explained correctly. It was everyone actually explained kind of like it. skills at first yeah. in the books. Yeah, everyone misunderstood it. And so many people misunderstood how, how to handle the not weapon proficiencies that it had to be it had to be the book's problem. Mm. You know, but, but there, I, there, there's too much to be coincidence. But outside of that, first edition and second edition are very similar. Really, is all second mm. edition, in my mm. opinion, did was expand upon first edition. I know some people disagree. Yes. It started, you could say it started in second edition, the trend for allowing elves to go above level three. Now they could be like level 12 or something, you know, whatever it happened to be. You know, people were playing with that anyway. I hate to tell you that, but in first edition, people didn't stop their dwarves at level three. <laughs> you know, maybe some groups did, but most found ways or, or reasons or ideas to make it more difficult. And I like what second edition did with some of that. It pretty much said, okay, you want to be an elf that goes past, let's just say level 10 is a max for a magic user, just to put it out there. So you want to go past level 10? Well, what's your intelligence? Your Oh, your intelligence is an 18. All right, well, that gives you a plus three. So now you can go to level 13, no problem. But you want to go past that? Triple the XP. Okay. You know, but and that's not the only thing that they, you know, there are other options in there, but it, it looked at things to allow characters to play what they wanted to play, but still kept them in the, the, I, the idyllic framework i guess is the way i want to mm. say it and so when, when you know when i hear people railing against like i play ad and d and i hate third edition i'm like i get it me too when people <laughs> say i hate fourth edition 
Okay, I didn't do much 4th edition. I understand. I, I read through it, and I, it was an MMORPG. That wasn't the intent. Shut up, Matt. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it was, I mean, the EverQuest RPG was popular, and World of Warcraft RPG became really popular. Don't even act like it wasn't built on it. It wasn't the intent. Yes, it was. Okay, back to what I said. Uh, but, I mean, I understand why people didn't like it. But now, people are like, well, see, it brought in too many map grids. 3rd edition did that with your stupid attacks of opportunity. So, no, that wasn't a 4th edition issue. It just, 4th edition expanded upon it. The dividing line for me is between TSR and WotC. So, mm -hmm. I don't care if it's BD&D, OD&D, XD&D, whatever D&D, AD&D. As long as it's got the and percent in there, that's the good stuff. If it's got the N, it's the bad stuff. And really, you know, 5th edition is way different than 3rd and 4th. I get it. And I know some people only like 3rd edition because that's what they started with. But... All of that just, to me, falls in the same thing. I have much more experience with 3rd edition than 4th edition because I tried to give 3rd edition the old college try. 5th edition, I only played it because I had to. I played it to test it, and I played it in my most recent group because everybody complained and they, they wanted to transition the game from 2nd to 5th edition, and I was in the minority and I still wanted to hang out with them, plus I was the only one who could unlock the door to the conference room we played in. <laughs> so so I, you know, I did it, but... I. I didn't like the character. I didn't like, I didn't, yeah, I just didn't like the game. So. All right. Yeah, I think it's time to, uh, well, Aaron, did we, did we talk about things you want to talk about this time? Or I think we might have to have you come back if not. I think, uh, I think we covered it. I think we okay. covered it. And if not, you know what, you know, we tangent, we can always do this or we can join your show, however you want to do it. Uh, um, but uh, yep, subscribe. I think it's time we take, uh, you ready to let chat come in and yell at us? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. So, in the meantime, Heathen Dog, you have you have one obligation. What's that? You have to talk about your Call of Cthulhu thing. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. What uh, what happened? Uh, it, it worked out really well, and uh, it went exactly all, like almost to the second four hours. Almost to the second four hours, which was great. Um, it's it's going to come out uh, some sometime this week or next week in three parts. Uh, part one, part two, part three, one hour, one hour, two hour. Uh, the, the reason that part three is two hours is because that, that that's where the significant portion of roles and combat was. So it, it was, it was a little slower paced at that point because there was action to be resolved, but, uh, everyone did really well. I mean, uh, the, the whole point of the, uh, of the, uh, of the, uh, master's tournament is to, is to find the best role player. Who can take a who can take a character, take an info sheet on that character, and then play that character the best. And the person who won the 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 the, the role playing championship for uh, for that, which was uh, Crafty, he won by one vote. Okay. And the number three was down by one vote. Number four was down by one more vote. It was close. The only reason that Crafty won is because I had to choose between between him and Sauce Mouse, and and my vote counted twice. If, if my vote only counted once, tie, then they would have tied. They would have tied. So everyone did a great job, and uh, I really hope you watch it because, uh, um, it on unlike unlike other. Uh, uh, live stream role-playing games that are out there. No one is a professional voice actor. No one is a <laughs> professional comedian. 
You didn't see their faces. I don't know. Crafty's a professional radio host. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I, I was going to say that that voice is pretty impressive. Yeah, that voice <laughs> is impressive. You're right. But uh, um, uh, no, no, no one's face was on there. It was the it was the picture of their character was on there. So the individual person, how they looked, uh, their, their, their background, you know, uh, did, had, did they have jokes set up beforehand, all that stuff? No, it's just people playing a game and they did really well because people playing a game, you, you give them enough ammunition. They're going to, they're going to shoot you. They're going to shoot you with it. And they did, they, they, they shot this thing up. They did the best that I've ever even heard of. Sauce Mouse was amazing. I love playing off. Yes. Yes. In 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 their specific write-ups, these two characters didn't didn't like each other very much. And at the beginning of the game, they played off that. But by the end of the game, through actions role-played within their within the boundaries of their character, they ended up being the, the two closest people in the game. They end up being basically blood brothers at the end of this, but they did it playing their character. The uh, the way their their character would do it, I did not imagine something like that would happen. Yeah, it did. I was dumbfounded. It was great. I had a fucking great time. Everyone did did well. Everybody did well. So I recommend you watch it. Um, I'm I'm not sure when it's going to come out. It's it's all up to Max. I I uh, I I clip them into into three separate parts. And uh, I haven't uploaded them to YouTube yet, but I will. Uh, if, if, if I can get, happens, whenever he has time, if I can get will. to it tomorrow, I will try to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because because okay. uh, our segment two comes out on Tuesdays and our segment one comes out on Thursdays. So I'll right. try to if I can. I, it just depends on how much work I've got to do tomorrow. I understand. And, that, that, that's why I was. That's just what I was about to caveat. Uh, I'm I'm going to upload them tonight to to YouTube, and when when whenever he has time to to annotate them then they, they will go up on a schedule to go up uh, one after the other and then probably be put into a playlist at the end, whatever. That's fine. You know, however that wants to go. But uh, yeah, I, I recommend you watch it. Uh, it's, it's all and about the game. And let us know if you want more. Oh yeah. And please, yeah. Go ahead and comment and like if, if you want more of that. Uh, and it, it's a game. Again, the game is not about the people. It's it's not a popularity contest. It's not it's not about who looks great, who who does right, who 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 has the more Twitter followers. No, it's just about the game. What? Not about Twitter followers. I know, right? Did Max watch? Max was in bed <laughs> because he lives in Germany. Well, so Max he, uh, Max also had to work yesterday. Yeah, he had to work yesterday, and when when he got home, it was already seven eight p.m. his time, and oh, he was no, at work like all day. Ten, it was ten p.m. I ten p.m. Sorry. So yeah. So no. <laughs> No, he went to bed, so he couldn't watch it. But uh, yeah, it was all about the game, and everyone understood that. They made it about the game, and they made it a good game. I can't be more proud of everyone. Awesome. I, I was actually you know, dreading hearing the opposite, like, yeah, it didn't work out so well and so forth, and going, oh, crap. But I'm, gl I'm glad to hear that it went really well. It did. Now, I, I do want to say, like, is everybody scared to talk to Aaron? We have, like, nobody calling it. Or, or you know what they might be waiting for? They might be waiting for the segment three. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. They might be waiting for, are you ready to join us? All you have to be is a follower or subscriber. Stay on topic, be pithy, and watch the language. I can get us kicked off YouTube, because then I can only blame me. But if you get me kicked off YouTube, well, then I get to blame you. And that won't go so well for people. Well, metaphorically speaking, and in my own mind. But still, 
I'm going to say it. So, <laughs> but yeah, go, go ahead and uh, pop on in. I put the link out there. I can put it out there again if you guys want. But uh, don't leave Aaron hanging here. We've, we had more people talking about nonsense the last few weeks. So now, now we got somebody real on here. You can actually ask real questions. And Aaron, is, by the way, Aaron is still here. He sent me a message. So yeah, he's yeah, being, I'm, I'm he's being polite to us. <laughs> so I'm going to put the link out one more time. Just on the off chance somebody didn't see it or can't scroll back to it or something. This is unusual. Normally we get a couple people. Even on light shows. That's fine because I could I could go now. Yeah, I understand. Okay, put it put it out there one one more time. There we go. And if we don't if we don't get anything in the next minute or two, then uh, I think hey, uh, then everyone is happy with what we spoke about and agrees with us completely. And that yes. that's the world I want to live in. That, same here. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the world I live in. It's the world I want to live in. But right. there, there well, you go. And you said that. Yeah. I will. Uh, in the meantime, uh, do this one more time then. Let's, You're uh, welcome, Matt. Let's uh, let's show. Uh, so this is findgamers.us. I left it on that. Uh, here's the front page, and you can find local gamers. You can find online gamers. You can find groups. They vote on the games and so forth. I'm hoping that the the two games I put in here. Look at that. There's a group right there. What is that? That's uh, biography, games to play, so on and so forth. Look at that. I'm probably in here somewhere as well, except for I'm not logged in. Anyway, thousands of people on here. According, to, I think he said seven thousand people in here. So let's help it grow. It's findgamers.us. And if you're on our Discord, you can talk to Malish. M-A-E-L-I-S-H or something like that. So, uh... Aaron the Pedantic has got his own YouTube channel. And you can actually find a video in here where he yells at me. So go hunt that one down. Uh, I, the thing is, I appreciate that. Uh, this is one of the things, like, uh, it was him. Who's the other one that yelled at me? Oh, Board Game Captain. But then he yep. didn't want to talk to me after that. Because no. <laughs> like, I was like, I reached out to him and he's like, eh, maybe, bye. So, uh, oh, let's look at his chili. This He's getting more views than us, man. This is what I'm talking about. Look at that. I don't like that. I don't want yeah, that red bar. We got that. more heart, Rock. We got more heart. <laughs> I don't want that red. I don't want that red line. Actually, I want the red line that high. I want the blue line higher. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Aaron, anything you want to say about your YouTube channel one more time here? Um... Check it out, please, if you would be so kind. That's all I can really say. Okay. Well, since you're saying that, I'll put the link into chat one last time. And, of course, we, he has also got his blog. I'll put that in the chat. See, you're getting all these types of links in the chat, and you're not clicking on any of them. What's wrong with you guys? Click them. Click them all. He's got his uh, blog. <laughs> there you go. And uh, lastly, if you actually want to see how... How well he can write an adventure. You can go how to... How crappy maps can be, apparently. Yeah, how crappy... <laughs> I think it would say. It literally said, like, it looked like ass or something. Uh, no artwork. Yeah, and the maps kind of look like ass. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, but hey, the adventure must Truth be good. Truth advertising. You don't see that a whole lot. That is... Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Make sure people I, know what they're paying for. There you go. So check that out and drive through RPG under Pedantic Games. You can just do a search for Pedantic Games. It'll bring you to this, uh, this one because he's only got one right now. All right. Well, you know what? I, I went through some stuff here and nobody apparently wants to call in. I, I don't know if I'm hurt or happy because it is after 10 p.m. here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little of both. That's, that's absolutely unusual. So, okay. Yeah, they know With I'm a Texan. They don't want me pulling the guns out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I tried going to Texas instead. They they got me to Alabama. Yay. 
Hey, Alabama's not bad. Uh, Depending on where, where in Alabama. Uh, it's going to be right outside Montgomery. Oh, okay. I don't I'll know be, where I'll that be, is. I'll be working on <laughs> Maxwell Air Force Base. So. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm sure it'll be nice to be stateside. Eh, make more money he in Germany. Want to That's, come home. No. He, oh. he's, yeah, he's 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 not American anymore. He's not going to fit in. <laughs> I, I I love being an American. I don't like living in America. Let's See, put it that he's, way. He's he's un-American. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I've lived overseas probably for like half my adult life now. So, see, he's he's gone barbarian. One mm. country or another. Okay, well, with that, I think we are going to end this. I am going to. So, what we do here, we didn't tell Aaron this at the beginning. So, what we do here is we go through the proclivities one more time. We're going to show off our links and so on and so forth, and then we have final words of wisdom. I don't care if your words of wisdom are two words, or if you decide to give, you know, uh, friends, Romans, countrymen. I, I don't, I don't care what you do. But uh, we'll have you give your words of wisdom. I'll give mine, and then Heathen Dog will close us out. The song will be done, and then. Uh, Afterwards, you can tell me how horrible a time this was. <laughs> so let's uh, go through this. Hey, self-deprecating humor, even if it's true, it's good for you. So the links. You can check us out on Discord. Wait, do, uh, do you have a Discord? Yeah, I do. Uh, I have one. It's for organizing my public game, but people can uh, okay. come in and talk talk stuff. Um, um, if you've got the link for it, feel free to put that yeah, into yeah, chat. Yeah. If you can't, yeah. uh, Heathen Dog can get it for you. And put that out to everybody. But you can check out our Discord at all those weird upper and lowercase letters right there. Uh, you can follow us on our website where I have links that you can just click on there. But it's pretty much, like I said, it's just our YouTube videos for now. You can follow Legion of Myth on Minds. I'm trying to use that a little bit more because it's actually a social media platform that I kind of, I get. <laughs> so Twitter doesn't give me enough characters and people are just weird. So I don't use that so much. You can follow us on Twitch and YouTube, as you already have. Please make sure you like and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Let people know about us. If you're watching this later on, which would be a neat trick, but because uh, this part doesn't make the YouTube videos, um, like, subscribe, and share. Share, 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 If you don't share, uh, sharing's caring. That's all I can say, man. Uh, do that with Aaron's videos as well. Make sure when you go watch his videos, you share them with people so that, uh, you know, exposure's a good thing. YouTube doesn't like us, especially people who stream. YouTube really, really, really does not like people who stream. So they say they don't care, but they do. And you can back us on Subscribestar and buy our stuff on Redbubble. We got like, what, 30 designs on Redbubble? There's there's something for everybody there. So check that out at uh, legionmyth.redbubble. And we don't need to talk about that because that's done. But we do want to thank the people here. We, uh, we've got a little bit of a uh, thank you to Bruce and Crafty specifically who uh, donated the most, but also Sharers and a couple other people. If I missed you, well, I got you then. But... Uh, can't always remember everybody who donated, but we do appreciate each and every one of you. You really screwed up my taxes because I'm a sole proprietor. So thank you very much for that. But uh, no, uh, I offered glad. to buy some stake in the Legion Myth. He he said no because he he doesn't he doesn't like partners. No, it's because uh, if I did that, we had to have quarterly meetings, and you both said no to that. Oh, they can pencil whip that around. Yeah. Uh, so when I, and I also can't LLC it while I'm in Germany. I have to wait till I get back to the states. So uh, I'll, I'll do that. Then. Yeah, I'll do that in Babalama. But uh, I want to thank everybody who donated. Absolutely, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, I want to thank all of our viewers, the people who followed. So, you know what? I can't yell yeah. at uh, Spectral Fire for uh, 
for lurking because he actually became a smart ass today. So thank you, Spectrofire, for that. Spectrofire, he should be one of the people that's uh, that's on the uh, follow list, the friends of the channel list. He's been cool to us for years now, and I'd like to think we've been cool to him uh, since the MechWarrior Online days. Uh, well, you know, I just want to thank our chatters and lurkers. And if you want to donate to people that aren't us, you can donate to the Wounded Warrior Project. And of course, follow the friends of the channel. That's on the Twitch side. You can hover over the screen, see the friends of the channel. And uh, if you've got suggestions to add to that, we've got room for like three or four more on there. If you've got an active channel, preferably tabletop RPGs, and preferably somebody that we'd actually like, send me a message and uh, we'll, we'll add them to the list. So I think, yeah, that's disclaimer, that's that, so that is it. I'm going to put up the little splash screen here. And then uh, my words of wisdom for today are actually not words of wisdom. They're going to be thank you very much to Aaron the Pedantic. He suffered through segment one uh, where we didn't really uh, involve him too much. Uh, you know, if you've been here for the other people that we've had on, you know, they came in with a segment one. Well, Aaron, we didn't give him time to do that. Uh, so... Uh, Aaron had to suffer through our shenanigans, but uh, thank you very much for sitting through that and for the awesome conversation that we had in segment two. Uh, you're welcome on. I would tell you that as long as I'm here, you're welcome on any time. Like, like I really want it to be more of a call-in type show, especially for segment two, uh, for you know personalities like you and so forth. So you're always welcome to come on in to chew us out. Uh, Heathen Dog <laughs> may have a different opinion of that, but uh, no. Up oh, there you go. Aaron's Discord is up there, so check uh, check out those links. But uh, that's what I want to say. I want to say thank you for being here. I know it's a lot of time. It's been over four hours, but uh, you've been a good sport about this and love your insight. You know, you say you're new to the hobby, but uh, you don't act like you're new to the hobby. So uh, I, I love what you have to say. So that's it. That's for me. Uh, you're next, actually, Aaron. So uh, go for it. All right. Well. Um... So I, I was happy to be here. I just, I just wanted to make sure you know that I was, I was happy. I really loved uh, the whole thing. Segment one was, was actually really interesting. Um, words of wisdom. Uh, try to listen to people on the other side. Uh, any, any kind of thing that comes up, try and understand where people are coming from. A lot of times what seems really deranged and bizarre, there's some kind of method to the madness and maybe there's some way that you can come to an understanding. I guess that that would be that would be my parting words. All right, finish us out. Let us go, heathen dog. All right. Well, thank you everyone for coming by. We really appreciate it. And uh, I'd like you all to take away from this is uh, the word community has changed into something that uh, well doesn't apply to tabletop role playing games anymore. Uh, like like it was said in chat, think of it as a hobby. It is a hobby. No one makes the 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 exact same uh, uh, remote control plane, remote control car as another person. No nobody nobody plays the same game the same way. If you can respect that, not try and push your your way of building your slot car on somebody else. Good if you. It, if if you have to have it your everyone has to play the game your way then sorry man you're the only person that's wrong you're going to have to learn to live with that and that's all 